This is Raptors in the Kitchen. It is the 27th of April, 2019. Yep. yep. Uh, I'm Pat Rodriguez. I'm joined by Neil McCulloch, Tommy mm-hmm. Bass. And uh, if you've been listening to the show, you've probably heard his name every okay. fucking week. It's Andy Connor. How's it going? Not bad yourself. Random bad. Yeah. Um, I'm emotionally drained, but I'm fine. Yeah. Andy's just came from Endgame. <laughs> so you're going to hear the words emotionally drained, exhausted oh. and knackered when we talk about that a lot. So will we start with just how our week's been? Uh, emotional, been... emotional, exhausted, <laughs> drained. <laughs> and that was all because of what one one day sucked the very fucking yeah, fabric of life out of me. Trying to organise getting a mattress to this fucking flat. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. That's exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, I got, I got the phone call today. It's like nine o'clock. I'm just getting ready to go out of work. Hey man, can you just like wait in the house for a wee bit because the mattress is on its way. I'm like, dude, I need to go to work, but okay. And the guy came and he was like, man, you haven't to stay in for this. And I'm like, I don't, man. I can't believe him. Try to get my work. <laughs> I, like, I, I tried to get it. So... This biker dude just fucking carried this mattress like he was the Hulk just all the way up the stairs. I was like, that's, I mean, he's, he no doubt he's getting plenty of practice. But yeah, that was a, that was a fun call because when Paco phones you, you know it's urgent because he doesn't like talking to anybody on the phone. That's true. And, and he especially hates phone calls. <laughs> so I was about, I was like, man, I hope he's all right. It's the best thing about live chat. Deal with anything, live chat, another phone entity. What's live chat? Is that on, on live chat? Like a live text message. Is that like a Facebook specific thing or something? Or no, you do it on BT, Sky, how far cancelling, live chat. So is it just a group oh, chat right, on the right, go right. all the time? Yeah, well, right. we're one person, you're connected to Dave. Aye. See, how I always, like, I've uh, still got that kind of part of me where I want to speak to an actual person. And I know that computers are now advanced enough that uh, even when you're talking to someone, you could be talking to a robot. Uh, so really? Like, I yeah, I, yeah. I, I, no, no, not that. Like, not, not, not that. I mean, you know, we're in full Skynet mode because we know that's happening. Like, like a woman has recorded, or a guy has recorded their lines, mm-hmm. but their preset lines is like it listens to you, <laughs> but then like they don't want you knowing that it's not an actual person you're talking to. Right. So like, it is still the phone automated services that everybody just kind of or like whenever I get put through one of those things, where it's like yeah. for such and such, say whatever. Like I, if I just you would go, like a taxi to this yeah, place I, at this, I go then, fucking yeah. quiet. I just don't speak at right. all because after they've said the thing three times, generally you get put through to an actual person. But like that's going to cost I, people money. Is like having to yeah. have operators and stuff. I, I quite like the idea of that being a thing, but it's like they go one further where they try to make it personal. Like it is, it's a, it's a pre recorded thing but it's they're, they're trying to make it as if they're already talking to you so they're like how was your day but you're like well not well ha 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 you're so funny <laughs> so do you I can't wait for that I love that idea <laughs> it'd be even easier to trick you into thinking you're talking to a person in those kind of live chat window things so I don't, I don't yeah. generally trust them the thing is the last time I spoke to a person I tried to cancel my sky and ended up paying more and having less Oh, wait, I, I thought, thought it was a slight bit more I ended up with Sky Sports but not HD and it just looked a bit shit. I thought that the whole idea was if you if you're not happy with your Sky package or Virgin or anything like that they will do everything to keep you as a customer and they will like, like right okay we will offer you this broadband and we'll offer you this package is it just a sim- simply a case of no nah, leave if you want yeah, if you want to stay we'll, we'll charge you more uh, apparently it depends on the person you get or the mood they're in like really? you can basically do that you see me anything that you're dealing yeah. with somebody that has had a long day at work that's maybe fucked well, off we'll, 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 the same thing when we used to work at the cinema I remember like there was a guy that came in who would specifically complain about something because he would always get like a, a blue guest ticket or a red guest I mean, ticket that, that was just a thing in general it, it happened a lot but I remember a guy came in complaining that the, the hot water was too hot he yeah. genuinely 
was trying there to was, get that as a complaint. Always. There was like people in that uh, in the cinema were wise to the fact that if they complained at all, the response was give them tickets. Yeah, because like, they that's, don't. That's yeah. all it, was. it didn't fucking matter what the complaint was. It was just they would yeah. get given free they, cinema tickets. Yeah, they don't want fucking everything. Yeah, like. they don't. They don't want a, a complaint or anything going. To, uh, you know, because they're having to meet targets and mm. you know all that shit. Yeah. Same in our work. Like I mean, with me with the the new walk I'm on I've got to be at specific points for a specific time and there's one company if you're 30 seconds late she phones up and she's something like 9 in the last 12 months free because people are 30 seconds late what, I've yeah. been fine I've been I know. Like 10 minutes early it's just fucking like made sure it's not like you're delivering a pizza for uh, like it's not so like, you got, it's you not got like it's going to get cold I pay, that's the thing with them though they pay uh, thousands uh, they pay, they pay like, a, a lot of money, money to get in. you've got 7.5 minutes they say they're like half 8 you've uh, got 7.5 minutes either side and have they got like a tracker for it as well like they're, no, fucking, no. they're watching your shit no like there's one it's, it's called just, a clock just got it fucking <laughs> no but see if you're like I, again know what say what yous do but if you're getting something delivered to you, it's like, no, we want it by a specific <laughs> time. Well, so we. Oh, then it's like, oh, cool. Well, we, can, we can track that. We can track that order. Uh, oh, yeah. They, they have basically, it's oh. um, the mail. It's just a mail. That's all oh, it is. is it mail? All right. Yeah, it's companies. <laughs> companies that get mail delivered at specific times. All right. It's fun chat. Ah, okay. Wait, what about yours? I think, do I, like, do I talk about work in this podcast ever? Like, I think I've yeah, you have, but I guess branching I think, out. Yeah, but I, I'm like it's like yeah, quite openly ashamed some, some, of my some, job. You're so. some kind of courier, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah, paperboy. <laughs> so what do you do for work? Oh, I cook shit. Uh, I look Not after little shit. Obviously, I look after right. and assist I, I people. I cook quite well, actually. I look after and assist people, but yeah. But again, we don't want to say specifics in case folk are listening. I mean, I especially don't want to say specifics because the people we work for have got a habit of just fucking sacking people for talking about this stuff publicly. So, but is it? Yeah, I could is, get you is, sacked. Like, I, I removed all, all kind of a reference to what I do from like Facebook and everything like that because like people got sacked for saying quite innocuous stuff. Uh, just really? Years back. I think I still even if it's something like job title in mind, like I was about seven years ago, still working Tesco. I don't. Oh man! I I once wrote on f- Facebook. Oh man, I'm getting fucked over by the managers again. I just wrote that, which I was getting fucked over at the time, and uh, they pulled me out of the office and like kind of basically gave me a conduct meeting mm. for that. Mm. And then like some other guy got sacked for a for calling the company garbage. <laughs> Is <laughs> that the old office though? Aye. All right. <clears throat> which no comment. I mean, like yeah. I guess if we were not specific, we can kind of talk about that. But like, we we moved office like almost mm. a year ago right. now, man. He's yeah. working that, at a non-courier specific job. I, 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 went, <laughs> I went from a borderline, de- a borderline <laughs> depressed and thinking about quitting literally every day to having only thought about quitting once in the past year. Mm. Actually, you went on strike then, so it was I, I know. To see the timeline of your life from back then, you should technically be teaching English in Korea by now. Yeah, oh man, can you oh, imagine? Oh, that was don't well, even, further back than that. Don't even start, man. Do like, you know, it wasn't, it was 2011. Uh, and the reason I know why the exact year was is because I was all set. I had a fucking three years off of work lined up that they were willing to give us. I had the documentation for living for six months in South Korea and six months in California. I had all of that set up, and then I got a PM off a, a my ex, well my now ex, 
uh, on the internet forum mm. and uh, rather than doing all that stuff and like I could have been a teacher in a fucking foreign country right now instead I decided that getting my hole was important <laughs> <laughs> and uh, biggest regret of my entire life mm. she has a name <laughs> like, I, she who shall not be named mate man only person I legitimately hate on this planet Voldemort <laughs> it's like I, I, you know obviously like people like Trump and stuff like that like really fucking Ni- Nigel Farage is like mega annoying and stuff like that man but I would happily, like, hey, just get rid of her. Just tone it down. <laughs> just, it, just turn it, turn it down choice. a bit. Turn uh, it down a bit. <laughs> exactly, man. If I had the, the Infinity Gauntlet, she'd be the fucking first person to go, painfully. <laughs> do, do you have a like? Do you have a list, Andy? Like, if you were like, right, I've got an Infinity Gauntlet, and if I was to snap my fingers, this is what I would want to happen. Not necessarily death, but like, I'd want this to happen. Um, and it can be as something as like, man, I wish I'd fucking Ben and Jerry's ice cream right now. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. You've got like, that's, that's, that's a fucking waste of cover, man. No, to be fair, he's got the gauntlet. No, no, you're actually acting like he's got one shot. The gauntlet, he's got the fucking gauntlet for ages. Well, like, hope, spoilers for Endgame, man, but every time they use it, it takes a toll on them. Yeah. Hmm. You're not going to fucking snap your fingers for ice cream and then, like, lose your arm. To be fair, like, uh, <laughs> Thanos, I mean, is a, a powerful lad, and you see at the end of Infinity War, he looks very calm and content, like, it didn't take too much out of him. It's only in Endgame we learn stuff about that. Yeah, a bit of scabby arm at the end of Infinity War, but I forgot mm. that. Oh, okay. That might not be related. That might be from farming. Aye. <laughs> you just forgot to put lotion. Aye, he's arm. like, mate, <laughs> fucking hell, what have I told you about that, son? Yeah. <laughs> in this planet. Yeah, it's his job as a trucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, got that red, he's earned that red arm. Uh, what about you, Neil? How's your week been? Um, it's been alright, I think. I can't really remember much of it to be honest. I know, man. Just thinking about, just thinking about. Yeah, yeah I haven't really done it. Um, Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole! No, I went. I went to work. Um, <clears throat> it was really boring because it's quiet just now because it's yeah. daytime. There's nobody about. Yeah, everybody's sitting there thinking about what they just watched. Uh, I went to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I went. To, I think, yeah. Sat in my house, played video games. I kind of get back into the division too. Mm. Um, Alright, okay. Yeah. What brought that on? I just turned it on for Aussie, where, this, where am I on this? Yeah, that sounds about right. And <laughs> Sorry. By that point in time, by the time I realised what was going on, it was like three hours later and I'd done about four story missions. So. Yeah. I still need to go back to that. You've also. Oh, sorry. Go for it. Before, I should probably ask this before. Where are the boots that you work? Uh, <laughs> you know I say that like, don't make me fucking non-restaurant specific I work for the, the three Canadians and the couple of fucking Norwegians that listen to this podcast like, uh, like stop them. <laughs> I, I work for one of the city's wikiest steakhouses most popular steakhouses <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was saying <laughs> um, what was just after saying what was he Aye. Yeah, other than that, I've really done much. What's I mean, it? I really doubt this is actually going to be heard by anybody uh, of any importance. Who, who yeah, who cares? Yeah. Um, what is some anime? Got a bit further into Let's talk about anime. I'm, I'm still going through JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. What season are you on now? Well, I've, I'm only, I'm about, I've got one episode of the New York story right, to go. Okay. I'm, I mean, I've been dipping in now. What's the tagline um, for that one? Because like, now they've all got fucking crazy names. Like, the, was it season three's called like. Star Crusaders yeah it, it don't, they don't get taglines until Star Crusaders right. um, I'm enjoying it it's still fucking bonkers 
Um, Who, who's your favourite Jojo so far? Like, uh, well, Jojo well, from uh, season one or Jojo from season two? Uh, Jojo from season one right. is my favourite Jojo. And uh, Dio Brando, or Brando Dio, is still the better villain. Um, I told you about the so Takeshi Meek live adaptation. When are you going to watch that? No, no. Too bonkers? No, just... The live action live anime, action anime is never that interesting. <clears throat> Um and also Takeshi Meek is not a name that immediately makes me go oh I should really watch that because mm-hmm. a lot of these stuff shit right is it um, Death Note live anime that one's actually alright I didn't even uh, know again I don't have it in relation to what it was meant to be originally I just eh. it's mm-hmm. they, they do like a relatively decent job of mm-hmm. like compacting down an entire season of anime into like an hour and a half movie yeah, right, okay. like there's like they, I think they either add a character or remove a character that I was originally pissed off with but like come the third act it actually makes a lot of sense because yeah. like to wrap the story up more neatly they kind of they had mm-hmm. to do it and uh, Ghost in the Shell don't even not, yeah. uh, <laughs> no I don't worry see I've never even seen the anime and I thought it was shit the only reason I've seen it is because um, we had a 14 hour wait for a flight back to Vietnam mm. and it was thunderstorms like fucking torrential rain like it was this morning but worse at All least right. it was warm mm. and we went to see that and Power Rangers that Power Rangers movie's alright isn't it that, terrible is it? Yeah. <laughs> is, it like, is that the one where like, the guys from Stranger Things Elizabeth Banks it's Elizabeth Banks and, uh, oh, um, oh what's his Coop and Breaking Bad Cranston Cran- Bra- Brian oh, yeah, Carson is on the Zordos it goes places after uh, we watched season yeah. 2 uh, <laughs> when we watched season 2 uh, Stranger Things like that Billy guy that just keeps showing up and like he's just a dick for no reason and he's yeah, yeah. Just, he's a total he's, the Red, Ranger, he's the Red Ranger he's the Red Ranger that's all I can think about whenever he uh, the fucking mullet hmm. it's just it's funny stuff. No, I remember like we went main pack and watched Ghost of the Shell uh, the Scarlett Johansson one at the super screen in uh, Brayhead and again I, I had no real kind of I had no connection to the Ghost of the Shell uh, anime apart from the that's like one of Paco's favourite movies so I sat and watched a really crappy action film, but I was like, yeah, I'm there. But Park was like, no, nah, it's terrible. Do you know, see, it see, terrible. see if I hadn't originally seen the anime or didn't even know it was from an anime, I probably would have come out of it the same as you. That I would have thought, oh, yeah, it's, it's a throwaway it, shitty. It's a throwaway it's, action yeah, movie. It looks, it looked nice. It was, yeah, it was a bunch of garbage and whatnot. But then it was like, Park was like, right, that listen, night, I think yeah, we, we came back here and Park was like, right, listen, just watch the intro. And then we ended up watching the full thing. I yeah, I was like, man, do you know what? Let's just watch the full thing. And I thought it was fucking excellent. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, wow. Boring. I was like, man, that was great. And I was like, man, that film fucking completely misses the yeah. point. And I was also like, because Pac was not a huge fan of Blade Runner, I'm like, you like this, but you don't like Blade Runner. Do you know how much of an influence Blade Runner is on this fucking? I don't film? deny that. That's again, that's not to say just because something was an influence, it doesn't mean it's. But real. given the themes that is dealt with in Ghost in the Shell, I'm just like, man, that's so similar. That that's like one of the main pulls of that film. Yeah, but like, the, the, like I've said this before countless times, man. But like for me, watching, I'm stuff, not looking for a debate. Watching I don't stuff like, Blade like Mulholland and Drive and Blade Runner, like. All the conversation about it is always like, is he a replicant, isn't he? Or is she dreaming it, isn't she? And I for me, that is not I find good. it strange then that you enjoyed Blade Runner 2049. Which is so much more of a detail. Because that, that's not I like a... That's not like a, a is he, isn't he that's thing. Like, that's my problem with Blade Runner is that like the whole movie seems to hinge on 
Like, or when people talk about it, it seems to hedge on it as decorative. That's, 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 not, that's not what it is as well. Cause that's, 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 what that's, everybody, that's what everybody kind of says when again, they talk about Blade Runner. So you're basing your opinion on this film on how the discussion around it takes place. Yeah, partly. I also that's, just think it, nothing really what, happens what, in it. And it's what kind I will of say about that, and again, this is not, this is just the food for thought, if you will. You, you you watch that film. You could you could watch it like thinking about that, but you could also watch it from the point of view of Roy Batty and uh, the Nexus models because I mean, that again that, that film is just as much theirs as it is I've, about. I've Deckard, watched it a bunch of times. If not, and, more. like it does, like it's actually quite amazing to me that I don't like it more than I, I do because uh, I love sci-fi, I love detective stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and that's both of those, mm-hmm. you know. But like, I just I don't really think that Decker does much actual detective work in that movie. Like, there's mm-hmm. one scene where he, like he sits yeah. and analyzes a yeah, picture, true, really. and then like all but, the replicants uh, are like kind of just the replicants. Are, but the replicants are also kind of trying to be detectives as well because they're trying to locate uh, Tyrell, and yeah. you don't really know. You, well, you do know why, but I, I don't know. I just I think I, like, just, I, I just don't think like I, I really appreciate the cinematography, especially in that yeah. movie. Uh, but just there's not enough to whereas again in Blade Runner 2049 you're right it doesn't hinge on that 2049 is like way more of an actual proper detective thing where like he is trying to track down a person and there's a lot going on and it's like possibly the most beautiful looking film I've ever seen oh yeah I mean like yeah, yeah. yeah it's I would say so. Like, like Spider-Verse like was like really cool and stuff, but I did spend like the first 20, 30 minutes like trying wondering, to adjust. Wondering <laughs> if uh, I was supposed to have three D glasses on because I couldn't tell yeah, because of the background. There was some bloody yeah. scenes, weren't there? That's what I noticed. Like there was a plate of chips sitting, and they were sitting there looking at like. Yeah, no, apparently, like again, Neil would be able to speak to this better than me, but like apparently, that is like a, a common art style for like a lot of comic books from like the. It's because of, uh, comics were printed on newsprint uh, paper. Mm. Colors had a tendency to bleed. Bleed. Yeah. So, they, so it's intentional. Yeah. But uh, it, it it did just make me sit there thinking, am I supposed to have three glasses mm. on for for mm. a big part of it? It does look great though. Like, yeah. I love how many different kind of styles are in it and they all kind of really mesh yeah. together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like the styles of all the different Spider-Men in it. How do we start talking about Blade Runner? Uh, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Oh, God, do you know I mean? Most of it Ghost in the Shell. You know you get these generic kind of 12A futuristic Mm. Action movies, bullshit or movies yeah. like the Robocop remake, yeah. oh, wow. Total Recall Everything remake, just shiny. Yeah. Oh, it's just uh. fucking awful. I hate them and I <laughs> actively avoid them. Yeah. Especially for me, like Army's Total Recall is like one of my favourites. Ah, that's a great movie though. It's, because it's, again, nonsense and it's gibberish, but it's brilliant. Yeah, but it's it is great because again, being like a, a Paul Verhoeven movie, you kind of mm. got that satire about like it's. The, Sorry. Neil was being dramatic with about his uh, orange cream there. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I love Total Recall as well, man. <laughs> and again, watching it as a kid, I'm just wanting to, I'd be like, oh, there's Arnie Dana's action. This is great one. It's an action movie. But it was movie. also like mega gritty. But uh-huh. when you watch it as an adult, you appreciate that. Be like, man, the actual story of this is fucking great. And the ending is so good because uh-huh. it kind of leaves it open-ended. It's like, is he dreaming or is this actually mm-hmm. happening I just and it's all because of a fade and I was like that's fucking really really good right, so was, but what I loved about it as well and what I hated about the, the remake was the actual <sighs> go to Mars which yeah. with the Philip K. Dick book they don't I never leaves Earth I, I haven't read um, do I no do I, not do that that like, see, um, we can remember it for you wholesale I've not read right. that right. but I know what you mean but 
the other thing about the Total Recall remake that I really hate about any film that's going to remake it is, is they, have constant, they have constant they have constant well that's I don't mind Colin Farrell but yeah, yeah. I know what you mean is when they constantly reference the film they're remaking the mm. last yeah. year three tits yeah. the right, fake yeah. I was like don't yeah, break really be like, your that, own thing don't that, break that was, it, but, that. Yeah. that was during yeah, the, the primal like the soft reboot stuff where like with Jurassic World the first one I yeah Jurassic like, World I, I, I remember thinking that like you know it's like so many scenes that are just fan service of do you remember this in the original film well here it is but not as good like there was like a string of films that done exactly that oh yeah like it's again then, it's, it's your typical studios hand, or even filmmakers handling a pro, handling something and kind of not really getting a proper grasp on why the original or whatever came before it or is just, good or which just is like why fan service for the sake of fan yeah. service yeah. whereas so, with, with Blade Runner 2049 like they're, they're bringing they're re-releasing these films like a as a, an attempt to kind of update them with new technology and like you know 2019 sensibilities or whatever and then getting so stuck on the, the originals that yeah. it, just, yeah. it becomes Again. such a fucking yeah like I mean half step to kind of come back to Blade Runner it's like when the first Blade Runner came out like that was visually like set the bar it was like above and, above and beyond what a lot of folk had already seen that kind of film Blade Runner 2049 20, sorry 2049 was a sequel I don't think any of us really wanted it was 30 something years afterwards but that, that's been put in uh, the, but the only good thing about um, not Prometheus Alien Covenant being made was the fact that Ridley Scott went and did that and let Denis Villeneuve direct yeah, this yeah. one because you're like this is a man that understands the material. He's hired the best hands to fucking make it look and set the bar again for vi- visually, and again understands that the story is a is not a remake, it's a sequel. Yeah, and yeah, you've got the whole thing with Deckard in it, but it is it is a proper sequel, and that's that's a really cool thing. Whereas a soft reboot sometimes is well, remember that it's not that, but it's it's our version of that. But remember what you liked about Plus, that. Also, like the statue of limitations is up on. Uh, talking about Blade Runner 2049, right? We can spoil that now. It's been long enough. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. But like, uh, watching that for the first time, it does that really great thing in a, a kind of detective movie where it gives you enough information to make you form conclusions and make you feel smart before then showing you that you were wrong. Mm. Uh, and that done it. Because I, I, I totally thought that uh, he was... The child they were all looking for. Yeah, they were yeah, following yeah. his story, right? Yeah. They were inside to kind of his head. It's the reverse of the Dan Brown not uh, model. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, but yeah, like, I, I remember kind of piecing it together that he was the, the kid before they started kind of heavily hinting at that. Mm. And then like when it came around to the revelation that he thinks he's the kid but it turns out he isn't, like, that whole thing I thought was fucking great. Yeah, again, because like, at no point, it's only looking back at it now when you see um, like Deckard's daughter, Katie Timpson. Well, <laughs> it's 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 only when you see Deckard's daughter, you're not looking for it. Be like fucking hell, she looks she looks just like Sean Young, like you know her her mum. And you're like, I didn't piece that together because I wasn't looking for it, but it's staring you right in the fucking yeah. face. You know what I mean? That film, like, it's great. the same as when you yeah. watch like The Usual Suspects, and there's so many little things where you're like. Fucking hell, man! Like he, he looks at the mug. You know, he is. I want you to watch that. Yeah, no. you're kind of like the fucking. But you, but you go back and it's like you could still watch that film, enjoy it, knowing the twist, because you're kind of like, fuck. They leave all these little things that I wasn't looking for. That's why I really liked about my second viewing of Shutter Island. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I, need go, I need to go back and watch that because I walked out. The Shutter, Shutter Island's definitely a better film the second time you watch it. Really we, we, I went to watch it with Tommy. And really? I'm not a huge Scorsese fan in general. Right, okay. Because uh, I don't really like gangster movies and that's like a lot of what he does. Uh, but like, I, 
I don't really remember what the deal was with me in that one in particular, but like I just wasn't enjoying it at all. I think we, and we, then did we not go watch? Green, we were doing a double bill. We went and watched Green Zone, and I think you were kind of done after that. I mean, you like I think you liked Green Zone. It was alright. Right. And then after we shut around and do it, I'm done with this. I'm tired, and I kind of know what's coming. Yeah, I'm aware like I, I thought I had the entire thing figured out. Like I thought I knew exactly what was going on, and I was like, I can't be bothered just sitting here watching this play out. So I left, and then when Tommy came back, he was like, No, it was. Completely, different. completely different. Yeah. Scorsese, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, Scorsese's got the Irishman out this year, isn't it? Yeah, which that's is right. The Netflix one. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, for me, I've always preferred Scarface over The Godfather and mm-hmm. uh, Gangs of New York was the first eighteen I ever went to see. Really? Yep. Is that an eighteen? Yeah. What a disappointing experience. Oh. I, I still enjoy it, but I think I like Gangs of New York. I think it's, 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 it's the nostalgia. It's you can go back to something. Like, I still remember the first, we were talking about the Cine World Cards earlier on, mm-hmm. and the first movie I seen with my Cine World Card was Buffalo Soldier. Buffalo Soldiers or Buffalo oh, Soldier? That, uh, Black Black Phoenix, Phoenix. Yeah. I've never seen that. Is it good? Yeah, really good. Oh, but again, good I had it on DVD. I'm not trying to think of what the first 18 I would have seen is. Oh. Are you talking about like, specifically in the cinema? Yeah, yeah that's because in the cinema. Snuck in by my, my cunt uncle. Your cunt <laughs> uncle? Uh, he was a cunt. <laughs> Fair enough. I can tell you the first 18 that I ever saw was Nightmare on Elm Street. In, in the house? At the age of 8 years old. Yeah, what, you what would have been yeah, the first... That was, what, 85, 86? I, I saw that in Catherine and O'Donnell's house. Is Predator yeah. 1 an 18? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That would have been mine then, because I remember getting up mega early in the morning, like Dale Snows was asleep and I tried to watch it, and when it gets to the like one-on-one fight at the end between mm. Arnie and the Predator, mm. I had to turn it off about fucking twenty times because I was getting so scared. And then like I would turn it off and like sit there for like five ten minutes and then go back to it. <clears throat> I can actually even tell you my second and third ones were. Uh, it was Robocop and Lethal Weapon. I would like I remember what I again being a kid and my mum and that was my dad realised very quickly that I'll just just stick a video on and I'll watch it. But she let me watch like fucking Nightmare on Elm Street, Predator, Aliens, the lot. And I was just like, all right, cool. But Ro- I don't remember the first 18 I ever seen, but I remember thinking when I watched Robocop, it felt like an 18. I was like, this is a fucking violent, yeah. violent movie. You love it? And yeah, it, yeah oh, I love it, man. It's, it's gory and it's violent. And I'm like, and I, I just remember thinking like, I've watched like Predator and well, I think, I don't I don't know if, I think Die Hard was an 18 at the time. Might yeah, have been it was. Changed. Like, it's all been changed now, haven't they? Yeah, but I'm like, yeah. Alien like, Resurrection was a 15 when it came out, right? Yes, yeah. Because I remember I was too young to go see that, so we went to the showcase in Coatbridge and bought tickets for Shooting Fish. Uh, and then, I thought that was a fifteen, and then well. just walked into Alien Sweet. Resurrection. The, the first eighteen I think I ever saw would have been the Terminator, which at the time oh, was an eighteen, oh, but yeah. because I used to have um, be spent a lot of time with my grand and granddad, said my mum mm. and dad, oh, such and such is on mm. the telly, and can I watch that? No, you can't watch that. It says, all right, okay. Can I go and stay with my grandma and grandpa? Aye. Aye, you go. Aye, so a uh, night off for us. That's brilliant. Aye. And I go up in the loft. And, uh, anyway, I just Terminator, tell you. Terminator 2, we would sit and watch all of you. I also yeah. remember uh, being at my uh, cousin's house and my uncle put on Child's Play and I saw the videotape before it went in. I was like, I don't want to watch a, a kid's film. And then that night, like I used to share a room with my brother. Like, oh, I was I that, that, that fucking afraid. I was like trying to wake him up and he wouldn't wake up and I was like pulling his fucking eyelashes out to try and wake him up. What's your thoughts on the new it's trailer? Shite. I started, it's, it's terrible I started uh, watching it the other day. Um, on I don't you seen. Have you seen the new trailer for the reboot of the Child's yeah, Play? Yeah, I, no. I like no. they're kind of doing... Like, they're trying to update. 
Uh, I'm a wee bit mm-hmm. making him a, a smart toy, I suppose. And Mark Hamill's a good voice actor, but yeah. I mean, again, I, I've never seen the original. I started watching it. Is, uh, is it Wormtongue for Lord of the Rings? Really? Uh, it's Brad Dourif. Oh, yeah. No Brad fucking Dourif. way. Actors, really? Yeah, he, he plays. Was um, nah, he plays Chucky. Yeah. That, that, I got to the point where he goes into Chucky, and I just went, I can't be fucked with this. It's a really, it's really dated. It's a really dated eighties film. It's but more it's, funny it's, than. Like, yeah, Child's Play. I remember Child's Play 2 being kind of terrifying, yeah. but when you look back and now, it's kind that of got, funny. That got banned, didn't no, it, was, it? it was the third one. The third one. Because oh. that was linked to when Jamie Bol- when that, James Bulger was killed. That was the scapegoat. Yeah, they were saying, oh, well, we watched that film yeah. and that's that that inspired us. Was was it, that, that franchise was perfection. Colin Bates was by the Marlon Manson. Yeah. I think I watched the first one and that's it. Like, I think I've got like, a fleeting memory of watching one that was set in like a, a mall or something. What's hey, this? Chucky. Uh, is that the second one? Is that's the second, second one, yeah, yeah. It's not a mall, it's a factory that they're in. Maybe not then, I don't know. I mean, I'd, again, I'd never seen them, but I, I, had a recurring, I had a recurring nightmare about them from just images of them when I was younger. And it was yeah. fucking horrible. Like, I would have it once a week. I, I would watch A Nightmare on Elm Street, but Freddy Krueger, I thought, was kind of terrifying. Is that because he's a pedo or a nightmare monster? Well, you're, you're worried about seeing the word cunt, and I think the word pedo comes up in the show like every week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, at the that time, was. I didn't really <laughs> understand what I was only a kid. I was like, he's just a really scary looking dude who, hot, and again, I, I've said it before, I think the concept of Freddy Krueger being like, you know, you have to sleep so he haunts your dreams so he'll get mm. you when we're think That's fucking really, really clever. But yeah, at the time, you don't really... Because you remember, it was the 80s, so it was like, he was a child murderer, not a pedo, but you're like... They didn't say yeah. pedo, but did we're they, like... Right, did they, they never really played on it, did they? they no, no, they, they, they played it, on the it, fact he was a child murderer, but they never yeah, they talked about molestation. It does come up um, in one of the later sequels, um, but it's the the remake is where they really really heavily yeah. lean into it. Oh, I've seen the remake. Yeah. Fucking, um, Jack Earl Haley when Aye. he's a cooked eel. Uh, it was just and he's like he's like five foot nothing yeah. and he's chasing all these like teenagers like six kick foot. You're like yeah, yeah man, just kick him in the balls, man. What the fuck's he gonna do? Uh, I mean the thing is with these the, kind of a lot of the eighties, uh, the good eighties horror staples mm. is they became just caricatures. Like, I mean I love Freddy vs oh, Jason. Yeah. That's the whole point of Wes Craven's new nightmare. Is it by that point by that point uh, Freddy Krueger is no longer a figure of horror? Right. They have become a caricature and they have like Robert everybody plays themselves. Right. And they have Robert England and um, Heather Langenkamp. Heather Langenkamp. And Wes Craven's They're, they're in it doing as well. an interview on a te- on a shitty daytime TV show mm-hmm. about it. Uh, but they have England come out as Freddy, and then they're talking about like all the kind of merchandise and stuff like that. Right. I've never seen it. Have you ever seen it? I'm super confused. Is that actually a movie? That's a film. Wes Craven's Dream New Nightmare. Is it an actual? Yeah, it's the seventh Nightmare on Elm Street film. but it's it's a post it's post it's. Like, Scream often gets called the first postmodern horror film where it's going to be before yeah, it before because and it was a proper kind of testing ground for how do you play the tropes of a horror film but yeah. within, a, within a reality situation yeah mm-hmm. and like Neil says everybody plays himself so it's like Robert England because Wes Craven's in it and they're talking like, like Heather Lancap's talking to Wes Craven the director about I think there's talk of maybe doing a film yeah, but, Heather, but Heather Lancap's family are actually being killed by 
Well, it's, it's like her kind of belief is still what kind of keeps that side of it alive. Yeah. It's, it's, if you haven't seen it, it's worth a look. It's, oh, well, it's Nightmare's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. fair enough, the the finale goes into kind of... You go typical in, in, in horror the world, movie. So yeah. you can imagine how that kind of plays out. This is not what I was expecting. <laughs> I'm sorry, because of Ghost in the Shell? Like... Yeah, I yeah. don't quite know how we got here. I think we used we're talking about anime. It's because I'm new here. That's what <laughs> I'm just branching off. No, yeah, I, think, I mean I think that was a good conversation. Yeah. So we're we're yeah. all we're all yeah. set. Uh, yeah, I also did the West Island Way again. This time in the one goal. You did. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. We're weak, family. Yeah, Like I don't really have much more to say about that. Walking's walking. Yeah, uh, I got like amazingly sunburned. Didn't get paid, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was quite good, though, to see like parts where I struggled uh, this time around. Just walked by them, feeling feeling fine. That's cool. Didn't get any blisters or anything. Yeah. Uh, managed six days in Scotland mm-hmm. and only rained once. But that one time was when we were at a hotel that uh, the, the kind of food area of it was like packed out, so there was no space. Mm-hmm. So we had to eat outside and then started pissing it down. <laughs> Like a, oh yeah, what was the? So we we got our, like our, <laughs> yeah. our total fucking posh gourmet salmon, <laughs> uh, sitting in the fucking rain, and the, the staff came out and like we're just sitting here like eating it in a, in the middle of a, a rainstorm. rainstorm. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, what did I do this week? Uh, oh well, I was up. Well, when you were in the West Highway, I was doing the West Highway. I went up north, uh, see my family. It was great. It was uh, much needed. Uh, just R and R. Uh, sat and talked to my stepdad about uh, a lot of old films. He's uh, and I, he's he's a huge fan. Sci-fi. Huge, yeah. We talked a, like his, <laughs> he's a big fan of uh, Stargate SG One, and he currently what he watches it weekly on um, some channel on Sky. And he was really pissed off because it was Easter, so he's like, right, oh, fuck that shit, Tom. It's supposed to be on the night, and it's not on. Well, fuck's sake! And I went, it's Easter. They're gonna have all Easter bull- bullshit on. And he's like, oh fuck. Wait, 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 is the Sky SG? Is it? Sorry, is it? Sorry, SG one. SG one, not yes. Atlantis. No SG one. Right. He's not seen right. Atlantis. And I was like, all right, yeah. And I says, listen, is that your new tablet there? And he's like, yeah. I was like, where did you get that? And he's like, oh, it's an Amazon uh, Fire tablet. And I went, give me that over. And then I was like, right. You know Amazon like delivery. You, you can order stuff, deliver it, whatever, right? You know, uh, you know streaming channels like Netflix. Well, Amazon have something like that, and you can watch SG One and flick it like that anytime you want, any season you want. And and I was like, and I was like, right, I always mean. Well, no, he was like, really? How how is that, Tom? And I says, it just it just is it is it is it is where we're at. You can watch this if you want. So what you're saying is magic. Well, I basically what you're saying is you are the monolith. And they are the monkeys. Well, yeah. Well, at, at this point, I would, that's not how I put it. But basically, I then said, and I was really, really careful. I was like, right, now listen, I'm going to tell you how it works. And I don't want you to get confused or scared. Scared? <laughs> right? Scared that I, I said, was on prime? And I said, right, this is what it is, right? If you Fucking put, no, no, I says, if you put your card details in, right, you can get this for thirty days free, thirty days. And now again, I'm swiping, saying you can watch that show, you can watch that, you can. What, you commission? And then I was like, <laughs> you can do this for you. You won't have to wait because of things like Easter to watch. Tilk run about the fucking Vancouver oh, okay. forest. Yeah, I've been watching it. You know the names. Um, and he was—he's like, oh, this is now. Oh, yeah, I actually know who that is. Yeah, yeah. the reason that the reason, yeah, yeah. the reason I was kind of like, yeah, because I'm currently playing God of War. And he's what, the, he's the what voice other, of Kratos. What other movies Tilk in, Tommy? 
Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises, like, what's the? Yeah, it's Danny Rises. Yeah. yeah, but what's the folk in that film? He the one of the. He's one of like the. He's one of Bane's cronies. Goes into the library or the. They're hiding up the stairs and he. He he's there when they're making people walk across the Hudson. Uh, a like the, yeah, because it's frozen. He's one of the yeah. guys. Uh, like the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I've got Bane tattoos on my left side. Right, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. And Joker, um, right? Uh, so, anyway, I said to my stepdad, right, I was just getting washed under the carpet there. I know, I was, I I said to him, okay. Washed under the carpet? Swept under the swept carpet? Swept under the carpet. Washed? Uh, so, after 30 days, you could just cancel it. And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll look at that, Tom. But I could see, as soon as it says, when you put your card details in, it won't charge oh, it was you. the magic word, a card. It was, <laughs> you can't, it's like, oh my God, money, finances, etc. And I was like, right, okay. You know, is this making sense here about like, where Tommy gets his just tight-ass attitude from? So I... Because right. he's, he's felt north, right? right. Oh, terrible people you are. Fucking scumbags. Uh, so, <laughs> needless to say, I don't know if he's uh, committed to it, but I did say I'd help him. Um... But yeah, I, I watched some SG one with him. We talked about movies. He's a big fan of Dune. Uh, and I says, what do you Mental. think about the remake? And he's like, oh, I don't know about that, Tom. Because he's not read the books. He's well, just, he just loves the film. He loves the film. Loves it. He thinks it's great. He thinks it's really good sci-fi. Um, so yeah. <laughs> even, um, I, even I don't defend that. No, you can't. You can't defend it. That's why even the TV cut where it gives you an explanation of where you're at, it, it's still, oh, you the can't one, defend The one it. that David Lynch took his name off of. It's the better, it's the better <laughs> film. Yeah. It's imagine Star Wars without the scrolling text. That's what watching Dune is like. But this TV cut is got not so much a rolling text, but it tells you the Benny Gesserit uh, where we're at in that universe, and then the film starts. Like, cool. I know where the fuck everything is now. I don't know because when you watch Dune, you're like, what the fuck is that? Who's that? I don't, don't know why I, that is. I don't care. I I first saw David Lynch's Dune at a relatively early age. And I never ever felt that I needed that. Oh man, but it's, I still kind of enjoyed it then. And it also I don't looks cheap. I really fuck. think it's particularly very good. It's not good. It's terrible. Um, but yeah, so that was I was uh, yeah, so that was it. And uh, I just uh, did a walk. I walked the dog a lot. Walked around the beach and just kind of chilled out. The Highlands, really nice uh, weather. Then came back here, watched Endgame, and yeah, just kind of. Chilly. Uh, I, I, I was nearly crying, but we'll we'll get to that later. But I, yeah, I that came, was I, I had a really, really fucking close to crying a couple of times during the film. Right. Okay. Can I put a caveat in then? Because this this went on tangents. Mm-hmm. No David Lynch spoilers. Because I bought Mulholland Drive, Blue Velvet, and Inland Empire last year, and I've still not watched right. them. Don't talk to Paco. Don't, just don't, don't watch them. Don't talk to him. Don't talk to him. I'm not going. I'm not going to give you any spoilers. I'm just going to say. Don't bother watching Inland Empire. I've watched the first half hour and I've seen, a, I've seen like a, a butler wave. It's, it's not great. In, Inland Empire is absolutely dreadful. It's, it's, it's a, all his films are dreadful. They're it's, all it's, dreadful. It's, it's a badly made film. Paco doesn't like oh, David Lynch. Into, yeah, yeah, Paco doesn't like David Lynch's films. He likes Twin Peaks. I've heard Mulholland Drive is the most difficult film ever to watch it like is in terms a, of everything's just fucking mad. It is, it, yeah, it's boring. It, it's just Ma- dull. Mulholland Drive is, you kind of watch that and you kind of take what you want from it and you kind of I mean there, there is a narrative but it's it takes a few watches to kind of make up your mind about what it's right. about I know you just it's went you, you, you Blue Velvet's a good movie you specifically no it is not it is not I, do, I don't think it's any harder to follow than Lost Highway because Lost Highway and uh, Mulholland Drive they're kind of sister films yeah, in that they're respect kind of, in, term, in terms of their narrative structure they're kind of similar yeah, I would say 
I think Lost, Lost Highway. Lost Highway is his best one. Uh, I know you just said no spoilers, right? But like from what I remember from Mulholland Drive, she's in a car accident. Yep. Two hours of tedium. She has a scene where she flicks her bean, and then some stupid monster pops out of a box. That's all I remember in that whole movie. Tell me, there's more to it than that. There is more, there's to, it. more to it than that. Um, See, when you went from like flicking the bean to a monster in a box, it's a aye. separate scene, isn't it? Aye. Right, that's fine. See, um, if you really want just a, a, a film like. Like it is just like any other film, but it is very good. The Elephant Man is a very good movie. That's like Elephant Man, is yeah. A great movie. But that is very much that was like a Razorhead was like a, a almost a studenty type film. Mm. Elephant Man's kind of got him in. June's not great, and, and then remember. Blue Velvet, Mulholland Drive. Oh, sorry, Blue Velvet and like Weld at Heart and Weld at Heart. Heart. Heart is That's him kind of starting to go into I'm you know kind of like avant-garde cinema yeah. if you will who was in Will like, at Heart Nick Cage, Nick Cage and Lord of Dern. Yeah. no that's not the one I'm thinking of then what was the one where or was it it is that one I'm fairly sure of it it's Nick Cage Willem Dafoe um, also after you watch Will at Heart I still haven't seen it watch Nick Cage's interview with Teddy Wogan <laughs> After he's just done that film, he's full on coked out his nut. And you can did tell. you see his like Mandy style? He's just fucking, he's like, he's taking Mandy's his jack off, he's giving folk money, and he's trying to talk to Wogers about this did, fucking thing, but he's Wogers really was, fucking. Did you that. see the video of him this week? Oh, oh singing up when fucking he's sitting belting in Purple Rain, pissed at his mind just after he's got divorced. He's re- that man's really this close to a fucking yeah. full on breakdown and probably it, get an Oscar for it. it breaks my heart <laughs> he's already got an Oscar man he's won his Oscar he's fine a video I've seen this week as well uh, Jack Nicholson before he sings the uh, before he films the Here's Johnny oh he's kind of psyching himself up aye oh yeah he's clearly fucked yeah. well here do you know one that I think folk are still working out is the one where I'm going to guess Anthony Hopkins learned how to use a camera phone. Oh, is this him in his hotel room? He's just spinning about yeah. fucking with this manic look in his face. And I remember seeing it just commenting, Has anybody, does anybody know if he's all right? Because he just, he was, he like, he looked like fucking manic as hell. And I was like, this is confusing. There's no context to this. Also, Eric Cantner did a really weird video. That's, oh, I'm being an What the fuck? What? With a dick? I don't know. Right. I don't know if it's his. Yeah. Wait, I, wait, 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 wait. You're going to have back a up, back up. No, this, this is going to get kicked out. Yeah. This is comedy gold. Someone's filming Eric Cantona, I think. Because it doesn't look like... So, he's, someone's filming him. He's sitting with a tablet. Right. It looks at his face. The camera zooms down. He hits play. And it just shows you an egg in between someone's thighs. The thighs open and a big dick just smashes the egg. And then it pans back up to his face. And then it's it. Why? Yeah. Why not? I like I, uh, well, you've got me there, directed man. by David Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it all makes sense. I really, okay. I didn't understand that at all. I was like, man, is this like because some of the satirical news websites of like Facebook were like, uh, Cantna's omelette is rejected and things like that. And I was like, man, I, what the fuck was that? Came first. But yeah, <laughs> Cantna the, the dick or the egg. egg. <laughs> Fucking is this what twenty nineteen is? Just random. Yeah. I mean Eric Cantor is brilliant, but uh, I'd like to get coming back about Lynch, I'd like to hear your thoughts on Mulholland Drive. I will because uh, I will watch it. It's in fact I've, um, I'll probably watch it tomorrow because I was going to go and see Shazam, but I don't know if I can be fucked. I like Shazam. Aye, I've heard it's fine, like but I, I just don't I enjoyed it. bothered. It's just really childish. childish. Aye, that's I'm okay with that. If you like the film Big and the film Goonies, 
they'll like this. Then watch them uh, instead. Cause I, both I disagree. If you like the film The Goonies, don't watch this. Um, I went, it's the first time I've ever seen The Goonies was in... I'm not saying it's as good, Stones. but it's got that feel. Oh yeah, that was like... movie night. Was that like this year, last year? No, it was there a couple of years ago I went to see it. I first never went to Stone's uh, thing, but it always looked like oh, a, a cool week. for the two years. Aye, like, we, it's a Did you not talk about going to Stone's? We were talking about doing this because four hours of now oh, all get the same, same day, day off. off. Aye. Aye. What was it that was in there though? It was like some. Oh, it's, be, it's been shite for the next six weeks. Like the best one was Apollo 13, but then we thought for the four hours to sit having a few drinks Aye, and some macaroni and watching Apollo 13, it's not the best. Yeah, you want to go and watch like Step Brothers or something. Yeah, the GFT have got a. They've got a Kubrick uh, season coming up, and I'm tempted to go watch uh, Doctor Strangelove because uh, that, 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 that film's funny as hell. But I don't agree with the fact that they still charge you ten fifty. Yes, obviously, leaving person should really get those sorted out. <laughs> dropping names there. Lee's the guy that does a gaming podcast, but also works in the GFT. <laughs> uh-huh. You see, guys, uh, may have to edit that out because that's some, like specific. About some kind of credential, non-cinema <laughs> specific. That's the code. An independent cinema in Glasgow. Aye. Um, right. so I said to Sean just while we're sitting waiting for Endgame to start I says I really want to see Detective Pikachu oh, I think that's fucking amazing one. and she went you'll be fucking going to see that yourself he says no I can't go and see that myself uh, too many children there uh, like, as a person <laughs> no, who the, the, goes the, to the is... cinema on their own a lot and has been in kids movies <laughs> it's not a good thing to uh, be sitting there like fa- <laughs> well, I mean like you're like kind of younger looking than me I guess like I think you're a children now though Age you? Hey, 35, I'll be 36 this year. Fuck off, I'm 32 this year. You're 32? <laughs> <laughs> I'm younger looking and younger. I, 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 younger I, I, I understand <laughs> what you're trying to say. Being a fat, hairy guy <laughs> uh, in, a, in a screen full of kids is not a good look. Is all I'm saying. I, I think but you're not fat that, anymore, I so how's that thin hairy guy? Will it just be the same? Like, I mean, I, who's I, that older guy in I this think kids like, movie? I look less like the, the kind of stereotype of someone who's going to abuse a child now, I think. So. <laughs> Do you? Oh my god, I do you? Also, but now you can catch them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that is that. Uh, what I'll do is I'll bring a picture of my Wayne and bit with, with me. If anyone says anything, like, no, this is my child. Look. That's a backfire. Bring the child. You need to bring the child in that case. Oh, no, I'm not going to choose. Just having a picture of a child on you is like me being divorced. This is mine, honest. <laughs> I don't steal this from someone's outfit. I'm not into Pokemon, but this looks mm. good. This does look yeah. really fun. Oh, it's like Deadpool for Wayne's, as my wife described it. So I'm yeah. not going to take Is she not like Deadpool? Oh, she. Ah, she she's like Ryan Reynolds. Is that not enough to pull her into the world of yeah, Detective she Pikachu? She's kind of into Deadpool, but it was just. She, I think she's kind of Pokemon. She's. Three years younger than me, so okay. So prime age for Pokemon, is it not? Because I remember you said to me, "What was your favorite Pokemon?" And I was like, "That was the gen- that was the generation." That's boring. He's just a dragon. Oh, no, that was for me. Exactly. That was that was my brother's generation. That was the generation. See, yeah, you said that, but I'm older than you, and I played Pokemon. I well, then you said, "What's what's your experience?" I, I saw the first three Pokemon movies in the cinema. That's no, worse than me. I have not done that. I, I just never got into it. Same as like Dragon Ball Z. I just never got into that kind Second? of cartoon. It's not. Is it not been remade? It's been re-rendered. Has it? No uh, see, what, see what they did with Ghost in the Shell 2.0. Oh. All right. Okay. They've pretty much done that with the original one. Right. Where again, spoilers. Ash dies. Yeah. Does he? Uh, Ash dies. comes back. As a Pokemon. <laughs> no. As a Force ghost. <laughs> he's his own dad he's his own dad yeah 
There's just some things you shouldn't see in 3D and, and that is almost real life. Have you seen? Like, have we spoke about Jinx on here before? Yeah, oh Jinx. yeah, Jinx. Is that one with the big whips? Aye, it's the yeah, one. It's the, it's the one that they had to redesign the, because it was too racist. <laughs> so has it been redesigned since Aye, the big one? But do you know all they did to redesign it? They, 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 they changed it from black to purple. Oh, see, yeah. I always thought that was purple. But it still, was it still has like the gigantic red lips and the white <laughs> eyes, like it's a gollywog. That must have been like a really uh, short meeting, black to purple, or, the, or whatever it is. <laughs> or the um, what they call? Was it they used to get in the marmalade? Ah, uh, the oh. Robertson's jam Aye. stuff, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Man used to collect that, them for a, me. It's a gollywog. A gollywog. That, that, that that that's where that comes from. He, that's he wasn't just being right. racist. <laughs> <laughs> that is what they were called, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't right. know. Uh, I remember my gran used to collect that. It was the fridge magnets. Yeah. For but me. It's not five-year-olds. Yeah, but it was back in the day okay because they were smiling. There was a, there was a funny <laughs> sketch in... Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> you just showed me a picture where they're talking about that's fucking horrendous. Uh, yeah. See, I've never oh seen that with the kind of David Williams. That looks space. like it should feature in a Disney movie in the 50s. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> they got like some amount of backlash for it. That is fucking incredible. They made a toy of it? Of course oh they did. It's Nintendo. sold by the jam people that I get my magnets off. No, but it's not even the purple one. Right. <laughs> There was a, a really good joke in an episode of Extras where Mag, Maggie has somebody home with yeah, like a, a date and she's got like a toy. The date's a, yeah. a, a, a black guy yeah. and she's got a, a gollywog called Sambo. It's not. I'm sure he's called it's Sambo. Not, I'm, sure, no I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure it's called Sambo. I'm sure there it is, is because no, the joke's come funny. Man, you've just said that out loud like four times. No, but what I'm saying is, in the, see, the, the good thing about that joke is it's funny because at first you see the toy and then she names it. And then she says, oh, that's just, and she says, Sambo. Well, well we have to I don't know. a statement distancing ourselves. Yeah, from I think so. Yeah. I think it's, this it's is where we can no longer um, be friends it's, in public. It's, it's in... <laughs> The show, it's, it's, it's in the context of the joke. Then you're getting removed from the Raptors Hall of Fame, so oh. we can bring you back in a couple of years' time. Oh man, you're gonna take my, you're gonna take my picture down from Mount Lushmore. The, the, opi- <laughs> the opinions of the opinions and views of Mr. Thomas Vass are not those shared by Raptors in, at the kitchen. Uh, Raptors at the, at the kitchen, I. I can't speak. You said Raptors, Raptors at the in kitchen. the kitchen. Also, when you were talking about Brian Kirsty, uh, he plays Zardos. So like Zardos, I yeah, it's not Zardos. Zardos, uh, Zardos, Zardos, yeah. Zardos is Zardos. the Connery. Film where he's in a nappy for most of it. I'd like to say that it wasn't me that collected the magnets, it was my granny. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fine. Kyle, you that was Whitestone's one, so that's fine. I said right. just throw, throw, throw your granny under the bus. That's it. It's fine. MDL, she might have just dove into the cops. <laughs> so, uh, that Dark Phoenix trailer, then, eh? Yeah, it still mm. looks rubbish. I disagree. I, 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 I really like liked that yeah. trailer. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of into it, but I, I mean, they couldn't get worse than Apocalypse. Oh, oh, that was awful. That man. was a boring I'm film. I'm sure they have had one worse than Apocalypse. Oh, but since, that's the first one. Are you talking about the third one? Yeah, Last Night. That Which was fucking tragic. I still think it was more entertaining than Apocalypse. Oh. Apocalypse was built up as this guy who was the basically the Thanos Super of the X Men universe. Man. And he kind of just got everybody to do his shit. And um, so does Thanos. Aye, but <laughs> I mean, he still, he turns, he, he comes good, I suppose. Uh, in yeah. With Thanos, it's well, like, you, you like that character, you like the was film, a whereas in Apocalypse, you're like, don't what like this guy. Doing? It's, it's Ivan Ooze, isn't it? Yeah, it's, 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 it's Ivan 
Aye, just like, whatever. Bit less cool. <laughs> Aye, look was at Ivan who's cool, was he? he? Compared to Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. He looked cheap as fuck. Oh, like, God, the movie was just kind of dull. Can like, we don't give him Isaac or something? Yeah. Why do him up like that? The, the only thing I'm not 100%, I mean, I, me and Paco watched the trailer for uh, Dark Phoenix, and up until that point, I thought it just looked so meh. The only thing I'm still not kind of happy about is I still think that Sansa Stark shouldn't mm. play her because I think she's she kind of like a charisma vacuum. Aye. Yeah, I mean, she's the exact same as Sansa. She's a pain in the hole in that as well. But, um, <laughs> that's a different topic. But aye, yeah. Uh, I didn't uh, think... The only thing as well is the fact that they've given away so much in the trailer. They've yeah. done the exact yeah. same. It, like, the there was a lot of, you're just watching the aye, film. The new, that, I mean, you know what's happening in the Yeah. 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 She's I'd, I'd, that franchise is a point though where they need to get people in thing. so mm. they need to kind of give away a bit that more I do like the idea though that even though she's like already killed people in the trailer and stuff like that a Cyclops is still obviously in love with her and stuff like that so like he's trying not to to fuck her over mm. kind of thing yeah. like that's not really how that story ends though is it See? so traditionally that's not how that story ends I can only go by who do you think that story, story ends stand. In the last stand, when Wolverine kills her, does generally like does she not end up? Does Cyclops get? Does he drown in that one? Because he dies. He dies off screen. I dies. That's right. He dies early doors. That she comes out of the water, doesn't she? And he, he's been a pivotal character for sunglasses. Look at eyes. Oh, that's right. She winches him. Her eyes go dark, and then you see sunglasses. That's what happens when you hire Brett Ratner to. Try and do you know your third movie of the successful uh, saga, and it's especially considering how good the second one was. Yeah. It also it, happens uh, when Cyclops signs a deal to be in Superman Returns. Oh and yes, instead, instead of being is in that what happens? And you go like that. Do you know who'd be great as an X Men? Vinnie Jones. Oh. And let's give him the I'm line. The I I uh, I need to pee. We, yeah. Oh, we oh, hurry up. Is that his line pee. or is that? No, he says, "Can we hurry up? I need to pee." I'm like. Oh, oh man! I mean, who would you have got to to play Jones? Like not Vinny Jones. Not Vinny Jones. <laughs> so when would that have been? Two thousand and five. Uh, if 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 they if it was someone who didn't have any lines at all and was just a hulking force, Brock Lesnar. Back then, yeah, yeah. Right, absolutely. Back then, I think I was still working in the cinema when Last Stand came out, but I don't really I st- remember. I not I hadn't long started. It was two thousand six because right. I hadn't long started yeah, and it was still on. Because I remember watching it a bunch of times just because I was on my break and I'm like, oh, I could go watch a film or some of a film for forty five minutes. The thing is, we obviously we've always said Logan as well. Uh, Logan, uh, Hugh Jackman as well. Logan yeah. is the fact that that has been so continually successful with not that many great movies. Yeah. Yeah, there's I been mean, Logan. Which I think Logan's great. I think it's like mainly just because people too. fucking love him as Wolverine. Yeah, so like it's they're always willing to give it a chance. Then you watch it. You see when the first X Men. Now he looks. He's kind of grizzled. He's. Mm. He's. He's seen some stuff, man. Mm. Uh, ah. But the first one, he's kind of weedy and doesn't he's kind of fit in with it. I, think like, I heard the thing where like, a bit, but... apparently, like as the films went on and stuff, though, like not only was he actually like 
working out and stuff to kind of get himself buff mm. but he used to like work out before like right before every scene so he Aye. was still like Aye. also they wouldn't drink water crazy because that uh, would make his, his veins just look poppier and all that yeah um, but like again he because that was like Jackman's breakthrough role because I think he was he mm. was a he was in like a stage production of like Oklahoma when uh, I think it was like yeah. Brian Singer or whoever the producer might have been. Um, Douglas Scott knocked it back, I think. Yeah, that right? thank, oh, fuck. thank fuck for that. <laughs> imagine, Holy Jesus fuck. man. Yeah, he oh, went on to do MI two. Hey. <laughs> imagine him doing the exact same as like <laughs> yeah. doing a Sean Connery accent for everything. Where I'm Spanish. Uh, oh no, uh, I'm French, but I'm Russian. <laughs> I'm Russian. All right. <laughs> At least in at least in the hunt for Red October, they do that thing where they speak a wee bit of Russian. The camera goes into their mouth and then they pan back and then they're just thinking. You know that and is I'm one, fine with that. That is one of my biggest pet peeves of Hollywood films. Is like you've started doing subtitles, just do the subtitles for mm, them. Yeah, people aren't that stupid. Americans are. I realise there's Americans listening to this Jesus, show. Jesus, Paco. Come on, man. I don't man. think it's necessarily Americans. I actually, cause I remember when I was younger, I preferred dub. See, so I bought a lot of um, Japanese horror right. when I was younger, like Dark Water and things like that, and Ringo. And I would always put on the dub version for the DVD. But now I hate yeah. that because yeah. it looks so but, terrible. Yeah. Right but now, I'll can I the, like the we're, we're distancing ourselves from my fucking horrible comment, and I feel like we may be. I'll try to save you, but if you <laughs> want to continue it, I'm far in, man. No, but like the only reason I say that is because like America has that trend of an amazing film comes out, an amazing foreign language film comes out. And they're not content to just watch that movie. Mm. They have to make a fucking shot by shot remake of it in English right. for no fucking reason. Let the right one in, wreck, fucking what else well, is there? There was a there Let was the a Right One In's a good movie though. There was a bunch of so sorry, 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 Let Me In's a good movie. Aye. Yeah, but like it was unnecessary though. Yeah, like Americans do not like watching foreign again, language films. Like well, they just don't. Yeah, <laughs> but what I would say is with like Let Me In as well, that is what again when like you said, unnecessary, but when it's in the hands of someone who understands it and likes the film, they can still make a decent film. Or you could just watch the actual film that got all the acclaim in the first place. Wreck is one of my favourite movies. Like, that's fucking incredible. Wreck Why? Why would you, like, remake that? Like, you know, literally scene by scene without without any... With none of the attention. Obviously, I don't mean all Americans just getting that in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, he does. The the five that (laughs) listen to us, I'm sure, are cool. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah like, that's just... Well, Americans, if you have a rebuttal, you can find Paco Rodriguez at. That's super woke. Hardly <laughs> not. No. no. Hardly not. That's it. Still asleep. <laughs> Far right. <laughs> what the fuck have you done to this show, Andy, man? It's been all pedos and gollywogs. Like, fucking. It's just my presence. It's terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah. Also, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You may get a band for iTunes for that. Probably, what be, I reckon. I reckon a lot of folk be like, "What the fuck?" Featured on the Daily Star with, with uh, yeah, with that headline of like, right? We need to listen to this, and then, up. and then they'll be like, "Oh, they're just talking about movies," but that'll probably be our highest rated show because everyone will get the most clicks because of that dark web. That headline, that headline, will get it. Oh, great! Just what I wanted to be part of a podcast that's embraced by the alt right. Uh, <laughs> joy. Just, just one episode just called "We Love Trump." And then they'll, oh, they'll be oh, God. flies on shape. Oh, man. <laughs> then you'll get hundreds of abuse because it wasn't what they thought it was. Yeah, how dare you. Yeah. Um. So did we watch any films this week? Yeah. yeah. We watched so. a bunch. Oh, yeah, we were still talking <laughs> about <laughs> <Dark> <laughs> Dark <laughs> Dark <laughs> Dark 
there's not really much more to say about it. It just kind of shows you her being possessed by the Phoenix Force yeah. when they go like a a spaceship that's been attacked by it. Uh, you get a bit of exposition where it's apparently destroyed everything it's come in contact with except her, mm. and then she's evil, and they need to try and, and she's been manipulated by uh, see, Jessica like, Chastain. And you see Mystic's funeral. Alright, okay. That's in the trailer. Getting, you I saw see her, her getting, getting killed. Like, yeah, I saw and her then it shows you everyone at a funeral. It's, I mean, that's. Oh. Uh, Jen- Jennifer Lawrence has been going out of that franchise yeah. for a while. Especially if you make such an ass of that character. Well, like, I, I, I liked her in first class. Fastbender. Yeah, oh, Fastbender. Like Apocalypse again. Fastbender looks like he couldn't. He's totally. not even there. He phones it in. I know. And Fastbender's a good actor. Hopefully, make a, a good effort this one because it's the last one before it moves over to Marvel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, their their careers have they're better f- away from those films. Did you guys know? See before Infinity War came out mm-hmm. ages ago. There was talk of Hugh Jackman being on the set for Infinity War because that was that, as well, that was right? just after. Just going on about the claw marks down his down Thanos' his, uh, face. Face now. Like, is he is he like a cameo <clears throat> in like the big battle at the end or? Again, I've not. You know, yeah, how, by now there'll be end game. No, no, no. I think you would definitely. That, that's the sort of thing where, like, no. you can see them. You can see them sneaking him in there somewhere in the background. Aye. Like, no, yeah. I think it's, there's, no, to, there's no way that Marvel isn't recasting that. Mm. I think if they were going to do it as well, they'd have maybe done it as a post-credit. Yeah, kind yeah. There like, would be more fanfare to it. Aye, and they wouldn't have had it. Yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're probably. It would draw too much attention yeah. away yeah. from. Plus Hugh Jackman when they had it, he's like social media fucking crazy. Yeah, mm. him and Reynolds have a really fun Instagram uh, tip for tat. <laughs> have you um, seen the one with them doing the um, aviation gin and uh, laughing man coffee? Yeah, and Ryan Reynolds spent like two million pounds <laughs> on his laughing man coffee advert. This is it. Oh, it's, we've made a, a a pact just to just to for charity. It was, it was, uh, it's to it's 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 for a good cause. It was like uh, all this was. It wasn't. Just, it was. Taking what they do on Twitter and making Aye. something really cool, but it's kind of like when it was at, uh, Evans and Pratt had like a bet going on. Aye. It was the Super Bowl, and mm. it was like uh, if the if the Seahawks won, mm. Evans had to go in as Cap America to a hospital or choice to greet the kids, and mm. if the Patriots won, Pratt would have to go in a Star Lord. And in the end, the Patriots won. But I think Is that the one where they made the Seahawks made the asset. Yes, place? it yep. was. Our, um, our mate Stevie Pollock was bedridden for how days. How did we start yeah. talking about American football? So, what happened? <laughs> but, uh, so Paco, that Star Wars trailer. Aye. Star Wars trailer? All right, did we not talk about it before? No. I, wasn't, I wasn't here last week. I, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I, I mean, like, it was the, the visual of her being chased by the TIE fighter and then, like, I would imagine you don't see her destroy it. Like, you do. Do you? She, she, she gets, she she gets the lightsaber out and she jumps over it, but I don't think you actually see her hit it. She might land on it. Oh, I thought she sliced it. But that that's a really cool visual. Mm-hmm. I did not care about any of the voiceover. I do not really care about that franchise anymore. I just, yeah, I, I watch it because I've got a cinema ticket. Um, so, Tommy, that Star Wars trailer, uh, The Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah uh, I, haven't seen, I, I haven't seen that trailer. Oh, did you not see it? No, unfortunately not. But uh, I did see uh, Rise of Skywalker trailer. Uh, being someone that doesn't mind the current... Oh yeah, that's the name of this fucking new film. That's yeah, yeah, someone okay. that doesn't cur- doesn't mind the current uh, trilogy. Uh, I liked it. Um, it is very much a Star Wars trailer. Uh, the whole thing with Palpatine's laugh at the end is interesting. Um, the only thing that is kind of worrying is you know the whole we have to course correct a lot. So I don't know. Uh, I I'm interested. Um, I'm kind of glad that the this is ending though that that, that mm. we they're shutting 
the Skywalker thing and we can <clears> open it up to other stuff. Is the Mandalorian trailer good? Yeah, it looks very good. Um, Have you seen this I've seen the Rise of Skywalker trailer, yeah. but I've not Mandalorian. seen the Mandalorian. What's the Mandalorian? I'm, I'm it's, it, the, it's, it's going to be on Disney's streaming site. Pedro Pascal. Uh, Pedro Pascal. Um, you can head squashed in Game of Thrones. Uh, he's, he's, in, he's in Narcos. Oberon. Yeah. Oh, the mountain. Werner Herzog's the baddie. Which is great casting. Um, it's about... Have they named the baddie? I can't remember. I need to look. If they just call it Herzog, I'll be fine. <laughs> but it's He's about, got a great I mean, voice. It's, a star, it's already a Star Wars name. Yeah. It's about Mandalorian bounty hunters and the Outer Rims. Right. Uh, then they'll see the other Star Wars trailer. The Jedi... What's it called? Okay, the that's, that's the, the other, other Star Wars trailer. What the fuck is it called? Jedi Fallen, Fallen Order. Fallen Order. The other one was Clone Wars season eight, right? Which I'm super. I've still about. never watched any of that. Uh, I, I should give you down the Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. Quite it possibly, because they're actually really good. Hmm. I always worried about when the Clone Wars did they start at the Phantom Menace era, the like Obi Wan and everything. It, it's in between Attack of the Clones and right. Revenge of the Sith. Right. It start. They're meant a, to be good though, right? The, there's yeah. a film, and the film isn't that great. It's it's properly a kind of kids movie yeah. and the first half of season one is still kind of mm-hmm. in that same tone but once it kind of starts kicking in it's pretty much long form storytelling right. from there on into the end I watched that continual. first I watched that first movie and I remember not liking it and I yeah. think that's why I didn't watch any more of it uh, it becomes kind of you follow certain branches throughout and it's mainly um Anakin needs new Padawan, um, and it's kind of their journey. But you also get the um, a clone a clone army division, and it's almost like kind of band of brothers style to- right. storytelling and that. Um, and it gets gets pretty dark in a lot of places. Um, they they did like what the actual movies should have done yeah where like they just pick and choose all the good bits from the mm-hmm. extended universe and kind of throw them in well the film I think was is it not supervised by George Lucas and he chose the style animation because I remember yeah. watching the film thinking this doesn't, doesn't, yeah, look doesn't look good, good. this is again Especially someone after making the, a lot of bad decisions with the, the, the Samurai Jack yeah, the cartoons ones, like yeah. were just like the year before or something mm-hmm. like that. They were excellent. And Is this the Cartoon great. Network ones? Yes. Oh man, they, they were, were great. They were yeah. banging, man. Do you see them? No. no. I know Samurai Jack, though, I think. You should watch the, them. Uh, I watched a lot of Cartoon ones. Network at the age of um, Johnny. Johnny Bravo, Johnny Bravo, Johnny Bravo yeah. and things. Like that. It was the same year I went to Samurai Jack. Aye, I think it was a wee bit. I think I want to say it was a bit it was, later. It was a wee bit, a couple of years later. But yeah. we're still getting Johnny uh, Bravos at that point. Yeah, you should but, watch those Clone Wars films, though, man, because it's like you see the Jedi being fucking what, like mega What did you badasses. see the guy was called that made Samurai Jack? Gendy Tartofsky. Yeah. What, mm. Look out! Look out for them. Like, there's yeah. two. I used to have the DVDs, but like I don't remember the last time I saw them. But uh, those things were absolutely great. Mm. Uh, every time they're, they're on YouTube. Aye. The whole thing's on YouTube. But you're saying the the Clone Wars movie was George Lucas. Uh, yeah, that, it's, 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 it's it's something different. It's kind of yeah. like Bradley Scott, where, as you're talking about earlier with the alien. It's just, oh yes, it's just a void. Yeah, yeah. but Lucas, the TV, TV series doesn't have, really have anything to do with George Lucas. That's good. Um, it's, <laughs> It's good. Uh, it's really like well animated. It's really well yeah, directed. Yeah. Like fight scenes. Like as Alan yeah. Kerr pointed out when I was talking to him the other day, every time this conversation comes up, I defend General Grievous 
Uh, because he was good in those cartoons, but he was yeah, terrible. He's, in... Yeah, he's good in those cartoons. Yeah. Movies, he's he, he's, all, he's also good in the other Clone Wars. Yeah. Again, when by Revenge of the Sith, you haven't seen Clone Wars, because in Revenge of the Sith, by having General Grievous in it, it's almost Lucas as if to say, right, so you've seen this, so you know who this is. Because I hadn't, and I watched Revenge of the Sith thinking, who's this coughing fucking yeah. fanny man? He doesn't really do anything. Toys. This guy. Yeah, I know it is just total toys, but I'm like, you can't treat they totally as canon because not everyone's seen it they yeah. totally under underutilize like a uh, just how crazy he gets with his, his sword play and stuff because mm-hmm. he's got like all the limbs and stuff like that the, yeah. the, and the, 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 car- the cartoon one's absolutely great for it, yeah i mean that, that's supposed to but again it's like in the cartoons like there's not really i would like two scenes i remember specifically and that is when mace windu yeah takes out an entire army on he, his own yeah and it looks tremendous and he was underutilized yeah. especially Again, if you yeah. sam jackson yeah yeah, yeah. Like, whereas in the clone wars cartoons it shows the jedi's being the badasses they are rather than stand about talking yeah. about it like in the, in the movies they all seem so weak they just stand and talk about stuff that they've done yeah i mean like that, a, that's why that's this why the cgi like, yeah. animated series is really good because hmm. you get to see them actually as military Cool. Kind of leaders. That is cool. There's a lot of kind of m- m- war on a mass scale. Right. And even even Yoda, like it's like a total eye roll moment in Attack of the Clones when Yoda starts like jumping about, fighting uh, with the lightsaber mm-hmm. stuff. But like he does great stuff in the Clone Wars cartoon. Uh, <laughs> where it's like it's genuinely just really good to see him. I know. Kind of <laughs> like again, like an Attack of the Clones where they've cast you know 157 year old Christopher Lee, and it's like you see the close ups him with the the lightsaber going back and uh, forth. And you're like, yeah, because he's fucking old, man. Are you gonna do that? Why the fuck would you have him in a massive lightsaber battle? I think I'm kind of in the same way with you with this new trilogy. Where you don't mind it. Like, uh, I, 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 I like you the same. Yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 you hated Return of the. Uh, Last, last Jedi, Jedi. the last Jedi. Sorry, like um, Force Awakens as well. I just like worry that time, that was to me that was just a bit nostalgia for them. It was like it, it, it was good when it first came out because everybody was so concerned about the prequels. But honestly, mm. like I don't know when the last time you had to watch Force Awakens was, it but was it gets it gets worse with every viewing. Like <laughs> every just, every yeah. single time I watch it, it, it like you had your Falcon bit, you had your lightsaber bit, and that was fine. It's a great last Jedi because they tried to make a wee bit something different. Cookie cutter Star Wars. It's like we need to get the audience back on track with because they fucking hate us now. So let's make it safe. My worry with the third one is that they then try and shoehorn everything that J.J. Abrams if they take on a trilogy yeah, yeah. would have wanted to put in because oh, now yeah. you're going to have Knights of Ren which he's going to make I feel that he might make a big thing because mm-hmm. they're in the poster and they've never even they yeah. should have been in the second one because they've been made such a build up for the first mm-hmm. one but the plan was to have three different directors for three different films yeah. and they never had an actual structured narrative Yeah. the mother issues the Death Star get literally turned to atoms so how does a bit fall onto a planet? No, maybe that's just me being a bit. No, it, bit it explodes. Like the, the entire thing would have disintegrated. Like a, but when, yeah, but like there's like enough like space is huge. Like you don't really know the scale of those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they mistake it for a moon and stuff yeah, like that. So like there's I enough of a chance that like yeah. a big I'll enough chunk fell to again. <laughs> I take it. I take it that's Endor then, or whatever the planet is next in. No, is Endor, Endor is the huge planet. Yeah, because after the. <laughs> After like the the trailer group. Hold on, hold on, sorry man. I'm now. Endor is the name of the moon. Yeah, it's the forest moon of Endor. Oh, no, but no, Endor, the, Endor is the planet. The planet. They're on the forest. The forest moon, moon of the yeah, planet Endor. Yeah. Right. Uh, when that came out, the trailer, and then you heard Palpatine's laugh, and again, 
like I think it was a news thump, just put a picture of Palpatine that says, I had a parachute the whole time. <laughs> and then our mate Andy Craddock just put a sad face and he put a picture of the bit in Jedi where you see him from the yeah, forest like, with the fucking egg blown to like, He no way survived yeah. that fucking chance. Well, maybe just fell right through. Maybe it was just a hole. And then he got his parachute out. And he's sitting going, fuck, thanks. Christ, I get out of that. It'd be like, I guess it'd be like the same as a, the end of um, Empire Strikes Back when Luke falls down the big tube. Like if they just added a scene where you see Aye. Palpatine clinging on to a, <laughs> a TV aerial somewhere in the storm. Of, <laughs> just getting sucked into the gravity, gravitational pull of the forest from the end of <laughs> just perfect you've got to lift your legs oh, man. You land I really hate, as long as you've done that yeah. they won't do that but see if they have some bullshit <laughs> that's scene the, that's where the, that's he the survived o- like that's no the, the opening way. scene is just that happening like him surviving it then it cuts to like 25 years later yeah no oh, you, you just have him campfire. you just have him with his, uh, his parachute floating through space doing on the front crawl and it's just him floating through space and then it just freeze frames with his face like that. <laughs> and it's like, you may be wondering how I got here. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, Things are looking good for those hazard boys. <laughs> Taylor, this week as well was the, um, the new Godzilla one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm still sceptical. I also think that's an old trailer. Because uh, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure I've seen... a bit more of Mothra. And it, it shows you like it seems to be have no um, kind of knowledge of the Godzilla background mm-hmm. so I don't know anything of the, the early stuff I've only seen the 1998 one, the uh, one then well mate you should watch Shin Godzilla, Shin Godzilla. I heard you talk about this that is the fucking eggs that film <laughs> um, so I was quite so I know I know my basics I know like Rodin and Mothra and mm-hmm. King Ghidorah did I ever say that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it looked smart as fuck. But the only thing that I've got issues with is like, if there's seventeen in them. Like, I don't think with that. I, I don't think you'll get. I don't think you'll get a seventeen in it. And also, if these things all came out the ground at once, would like the whole ecosystem would just be decimated. You're thinking too much. You're thinking too much about these movies. You right now are like talking of like you're talking of a film that I like the sound of. Yeah, like all them up here, like just the world is know, fucked. Like just everything's fucking. Ruined. This is the follow up to Gareth Edwards' one, right? Yeah, yeah. And, I did the same uh, universes. Yeah. Kong, Kong, Scott Island is amazing. Scott Island is excellent. I thoroughly enjoyed Scott Island. Um, bits of it were good. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. the Vietnam King Kong movie we yep. didn't know we needed. <laughs> then uh, that's out next year. I, think, I didn't like Godzilla the new Godzilla one, and I started off alright, but I, I just couldn't get. I, I just found it really it. slow and didn't really give you what you want. Mm-hmm. My Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, you How, however, because there's a, there's a bit where like it vomits radioactive fucking <sighs> X-ray stuff. Yeah, down but it, head it takes until its head melts off its body. It, it, it takes you like two hours to get to that yeah. point. Straight up, man. And it, cut, and it cuts away to like human characters anytime. Him the main human character yeah, who was advertising the whole thing spoiler alert dies <laughs> within 40 minutes yeah Cranston Cranston yeah what I liked about it actually was the fact that it showed you the the human character's point of view witnessing Godzilla mm-hmm. that was the good things I liked about it when they're like the, the yeah. parachuting down in yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, like yeah, it enough there, there, was, there wasn't. I just don't feel there was the balance needed to, I, yeah, to tell too that much same a, story. I think that, like a, a lot yeah. of the way it was filmed, I actually quite enjoyed it a fair bit. But like a lot of the way it's filmed, as Andy says, though, like from the point of view of the humans, gives them way more scale 
that you would have got if it was just a CGI fight between two monsters. Which you get mm. at the end. I, I don't need a CGI fight between two monsters. I just want Godzilla go to Tokyo and fucking chat. Yeah. yeah. Which he does. Yeah. Well, no. Not in No, but seeing this, like, my problem about it was uh, Ken Watanabe is looking confused as fuck all the time. It cuts away any time Godzilla's about to fight something or do something until the very end. And then it's like, <clears throat> by the time Godzilla, like, is, you know, gets gets on board with what's happening the, the US military kind of just give him like an escort and they're just they, they trust him and they trust yeah, Godzilla yeah. to do the shit and honestly I was like man and then at the end once he's done his shit he just goes off and I'm like if what the, I, was, I was like alright see if this <laughs> next film starts with a red phone going and Godzilla answers it <laughs> answers the call of the humans I will fucking get on board because I will like, know what this I is about I totally want to watch that film yeah. I mean that's essentially in a red smoking jacket he just he's like yeah I'll be there <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like right so he tries to throw a bomb but he sees some ducks and then avoids <laughs> the ducks and goes the other side yeah duck that's, that's like the, the Godzilla cartoon like the design from the Matthew Broderick movie one mm. it was essentially it was like he was a, just a good guy yeah like he just fought crime with a bunch of kids whereas the great thing about Shin Godzilla is because Godzilla looks really cheap and crappy in it and it is a total the film's fucking but great it's a, it's a good kind of is like, that live action I thought uh, it was uh, live action it's live like, action what, so the is this the one where it's I've heard you talk sorry I interrupted uh, you were talking about where it's basically board meetings that are it's a political thriller Godzilla is merely the MacGuffin for a film about how Japanese bureaucracy works right, okay. and makes, every, world makes everything <laughs> worse it's actually really yeah. fucking yeah. good but right. it's really yeah. good and because it's like an homage to like old Godzilla where he looked kind of crappy and cheap but it is kind of cool at the same time mm. and he is this giant threat it is just they are petrified well, and don't know what to do and see when they need to have they're having a meeting and then when it's like oh we're up to code three we need to go in our room and have another <laughs> yeah. meeting yeah. And they, 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 the, they whole, the whole thing to, is just people going from room to room going what the fuck are we going to do also, yeah. this <laughs> giant weird they do like a really good job like Godzilla isn't really like out to wreck anything he's just he's that there. big yeah, he is like what, stuff. what the way it works is and it took me a, a wee bit actually in, into the film to realise when you first see Godzilla he's at like a, a really unevolved form so it's just like a googly eye on a, on this Aye. bad thing and it looks fucking, utterly ridiculous. It's so ridiculous and then by the end of the, by the end he's fully evolved his proper yeah, form yeah. so you see him in kind of stupid ways like Tommy was saying is like a kind of it's almost like a, a rubber kind of dog toy with yeah. the eyes on it. Yeah. And that's like the second evolution. But he wrecks I mean, like, everything. Even, even yeah. at the very end, though, yeah. he doesn't look great. He still... I mean, it looks yeah. good, but it looks he, good. Still, he still looks kind of yeah. cheap. But to the but, audience, uh, you're watching this googly eye thing, whereas to the characters in the film, this is the end of the world if yeah. we don't stop him. Like, and that's I, what I makes him a possible I threat. I saw that first one. Because them going between meetings... Out what are we going to do? Right. How do we stop him? That didn't how, work. How Let's we, try something else. Better, better see what Bobby and Accountant says. We can do <laughs> right. stuff like that. And it is that that totally but then it's like, like, like where like they eventually attack it's, it, and it's just like it's like kind of automatic. Like it, it doesn't consciously know how to like fire lasers from yeah. its spines and stuff. It's just like its response to being attacked is that like lasers come out of its back and stuff like that. Re- it was like just there's like a shot where it's just flailing around, <laughs> and lasers are just wrecking Japan. Yeah. Like just like yeah. It kills, it kills the, the president or something. Uh, it? It, it blows up like uh, his helicopter uh, or something like that. Remind me, see, is there, is there parts where 
they have to go from one room to another room to have a meeting but because they're in that other room some folk have to leave the meeting because they don't have that clearance uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or they get shoved there rooms. you can't be in here because they don't have clearance and, and there's a, there's a is part it made where... to be funny? no no but it's not it's, it's it, also not yeah, actually funny it's, yeah. Yeah. it's funny it's, but not, it's yeah. kind of that kind of awkward kind of funny uh, it's yeah. a testament to like how good it, the movie is that you do not mind how terrible Godzilla looks at it yeah, yeah. It, it, it's satire but without being not kind of punching you in the face kind yeah. of yeah it's not like a naked gun movie yeah. or anything like that right. but there is a, there is like it's, it's kind of just after you things like as they're going from meeting to meeting to meeting people are having to bring lift chairs for rooms and kind of run yeah. with them just yeah. kind of these stupid things like kind of go, yeah, yeah. Or like stuff where there's like a, a female programmer that just seems to be more clued up on what's going on than anybody else. Yeah. So like everybody's like just doubting her because it's Japan and they're still kind of a wee bit in the past with that stuff. And then like she just uh, <laughs> it's good. Shin Godzilla is really good, but yeah. so is the three part. Uh, Netflix yeah, that is also really good. Also yeah. really good man. I, I, I was going to watch that again. Okay, I've got um, the. Wife and the baby are away tomorrow at Kale early doors. So you need to my, my plan was Mulholland Drive, Shazam, Whoa. and then go to <laughs> my mum's birthday. Uh, don't start mm. with Mulholland Drive. Mulholland Drive is a thinker where you should watch that and don't really do anything after it because and st- don't watch. Well, you might need Shazam might be good because it's a good palate cleanser, but I wouldn't start my day with Mulholland Drive. Yeah, my mum likes kind of lunch stuff and like Twin Peaks. Maybe apart from the first series, but that kind of shit. Um, have you not seen Twin Peaks: The Return? That is the, the third series. Have you seen it? Yeah. Fucking hated it. Oh, ouch! Did you like it? You didn't know a pen throwing, did he? Ouch! Right. Uh, this is the, the thing about Twin Peaks: Return was, I remember watching it weekly when it was on, yeah, and me and me and Neil were constantly messaging each other saying they need to cut this shit out. This is I doing know. my fucking head in. The, but see, by the end of it, I was like. What a fucking ending! I thought the ending was brilliant. I was exactly saying, but I could have done with maybe two episodes out of the eighteen. Right. See that with his Dougie. Oh, me and him were fucking. We're like, need to cut this shit out. No idea what you guys. But then see, come what the end is. I was like, I am the FBI. I was like, yeah. Come the end where you find out what the whole thing what the whole Aye. thing about Laura Palmer's death and what it meant Aye. I was like this is really fuck that was a great ending yeah look, I, I think it was a fantastic piece of television but I can Aye. completely understand people yeah. that say it was garbage yeah. it was, because it was, it was hard work at yeah. times did you like Bowie as a kettle <laughs> are you what the fuck are you guys even talking about like, David in, Bowie in, as a in Twin Peaks Firewalk with me David Bowie voices a guy who is a kettle <laughs> Okay. Well, in Firewalk, he's a character, but because he's dead in Twin Peaks yeah. Return, he's a kettle. Yeah. But it's not about the voices. The, the no, one, no. The one that <clears throat> turned me off because I was I I was late to Twin Peaks and I watched the first two series because they were on mm. Atlantic because the return was coming on. That's right. And yeah. it was massively advertised. I yeah. thought, Do you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. Mm. I've heard so much about it. Yeah. Watched the first series. Watched the first two episodes and thought, this is really this is like a fucking ham acting. Drama and, and yeah, yeah, yeah which, which, is the, which is the point. Yeah, yeah. and so I got when, once I got over the fact that that was the intention, I fucking loved it. Mm. Yeah. I wanted to know who killed Laura Palmer, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. And I sat and I was literally one night. Um, I was on my own. I sat up till four o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. just sitting drinking Aye. black coffee, watching at four in the morning. Oh, yeah, like I was, was gonna say like, your morning must have been fun. <laughs> like sitting up watching episode after episode. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. The return came on. I was fine with the fact that the arm is now a brain tree thing. Yes. What? Yeah. <laughs> I was fine with that. I am the arm and blah, blah, blah. 
and I was fine with when he initially came back through the plug hole as Dougie. Yeah. But and then it kept going, and then the time when it started to annoy me was the one because I would get up early before I go to work because right. it, was simulta- it was simulcast, yeah, and watch it on a uh, plus or whatever you call it, yeah. The episode where everything is black and white and everything is just fucking random oh, it's for an hour. I, I actually put like that. Ep, but that is where oh. I turned off. Wow. That all oh, so, you, so you didn't see the ending, no? I've seen no, I oh, watched right, right, it. No, right. I did keep watching I it. I was like, off that night. Happened, right. But I kind of switched off it a bit after that. Because right. then the Dougie stuff kept going. That was, that, was, that irritated the fuck out of me. Naomi Watts' whole side plot to it was yeah. because of Dougie and it was kind of mm. pointless. Aye. Aye. It, it was David Lynch. Like No, that's the <laughs> thing is it was David Lynch. Like, see, for, uh, originally Lynch didn't want to reveal who killed Laura Palmer. Mm-hmm. It was this. It was the TV. Yeah. The TV show was like, no, we need to have a definitive killer, and then I think he left to make Wild at Heart. Yeah. Just either during season two or Lynch just before and it. Frost, and yeah, you can you can see Frost. in season two the point where he's yeah. left because it really drags the fuck his out. Ex, his ex partner comes in. Is yeah. That? Is season two uh, the one where like there's like a big fucking chess game thing or something happens in it like, you're talking that- you talk about when i think it's thing he's got the it's like a big game of risk Aye. and he's yeah that is season two i know is, what you're um, talking about what's his name again his partner oh uh very oh, fucking name. hell i know what you're talking about yeah he's yeah he ends up he's evil as fuck yeah uh, and that, that is that is what it was but when you hear about it as well david lynch basically wanted it to turn out to something like eastenders where it was going to continue for mm. 20 or 30 years yeah and never tell you who killed Laura Palmer, yeah. and it was just going to be a drama. See, I kind of like that. I like that idea. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, then but then the end of the return, exactly. it kind of does that a wee bit. Mm. Kind of. Yeah. 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 I liked the ending of the return. Mm. I liked. But you had to start. You had, a few, you had to put up yeah. with a lot to get it, to that it, bit. It does. It really sag. It does sag in the middle, oh. and I'll I'll totally understand people that don't like it. Completely like random, only of interest to you, I would imagine. Here, have you played Link's Awakening on the Game Boy Color? Yes, I have. Do you know that's based on loosely based on Twin Peaks? Laura Palmer's death. Like what? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's like a log lady and stuff like that in the wee town and stuff. Like apparently, like the people who made Link's Awakening watched Twin Peaks right. and made a Zelda-inspired game of, about it. Oh, okay. So there you go. There's that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So, I did say beforehand that nobody was going to care. What did you watch this week? Uh, I'll go. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you what I watched uh, on Netflix. Just to be very quick, uh, I already mentioned I rewatched uh, Into Darkness. Shit, uh, I watched ten minutes of. Is the, that the start the Benedict Cumberbatch one? The 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 reboot oh, no, of Star Rather... Trek. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of into Into the Dark. Oh, sorry, Star Trek in the Darkness. Into the Dark. Into the Dark is a Jeffrey Wright film about. Um, a uh, woman who says she's had her child kidnapped by wolves. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, with the guy from Westworld. Yes, uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. See, I know what you're but talking it's, about. But it's a bit more. Supernatural. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, hold on. I th- yeah, like I think I've seen the. I've not seen that movie, but I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. yeah. So I sorry. I rewatched Star Trek Into Darkness or J.J. Abrams's Wrath of Khan. It's garbage. Uh, I watched 10 minutes of the Bruce Willis action thriller, uh, Striking Distance. Not enough to see his Bobby. Uh, is that in that? That is in that. Uh, no, I Tommy didn't. actually looked interested there. I was like, <laughs> wait, why? Worry? No, because I was kind of, why would that be in it? <laughs> yeah, Ro- Rowdy Is Hen. he as bald down there as he is? Just, you know, <laughs> <generally>. <laughs> 
I, well, I don't know. I only seen generally just looks like a baby. Just, yeah. right. from, from, the, from, the, from the director of Roadhouse uh, came oh, stri- right. striking distance, which is ten. I watched ten minutes of it. That's utter shit. And this is early nineties Bruce, where he was kind of getting his action chops, mm-hmm. and it's just rubbish. I was so uninterested. Bruce Willis has made a fair amount of crap. For oh him, yeah, 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 yeah. Like because I remember the funny thing is as well, it didn't say like see like it was on Sky and I just happened to be flicking the channel and put it on. And it didn't say Bruce Willis stars as, it just went, Tom Hardy is a detective, blah, blah, blah. And that's because Bruce Willis is naming it as Tom Hardy. And I'm like, oh, I bet you folks were like, I was like, yeah, we're, we'll just say just say Tom Hardy. That might, folk might watch his piece of shit, but it was terrible. What F-Y-C was the Bruce Willis film where it was, um, I like this game cyborgs, like he surrogates, surrogates, that's the one, yeah. That's uh, the Jonathan Mostow film. That's, That's all you need to know about that. Well, yeah. uh, I re- on, hit me with another one. Another Bruce Willis film. Come on. All right. Uh, What's the one? G.I. Joe Retaliation. Haley Joe Oldman's on it. Sixth Sense. Is he yeah. on another one? About Mercury Rising. Is, it, yeah, yeah. is, is Haley Joe Oldman? Mercury Rising. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've never seen that, but I know there's a scene where he's in an elevator. Actually, I don't think Lift. that is him, is it? Is Mercury Rising not John Travolta? No, 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 Mercury is Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. It's the one where there's like a kid who finds an algorithm for the government and That's right. static. That's Mercury Rising. And then he has to defend the kid from the government who try to kill it. That's right. But I don't think it's Osman, is it? I don't think it's Hillary Osman. Because that, that was out like way after Sixth Sense, so like that yeah, kid would have grown up a, a fair chunk. Was it then. way after Sixth Sense? Yeah. Are you sure? I thought yeah. it was 2001. Mm. The latest. Right. I think it was. I think it was later than that. Could not, I'm not sure though. Like, I don't think it's the same kid. Um, I rewatched Back to the Future 2. Fucking awesome. Uh, I rewatched uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, which was fucking excellent as well. Is that your favourite? No, Last Crusade's my favourite. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark is a. Did you rewatch fuck- that because we had the question in that quiz planet thing and I got it wrong? Is that why you. <laughs> no, the reason that I. I just. I don't know. Like, I watched Back to the Future 3 and I was like, I'm going to kind of watch some of my comfort movies, my 80s comfort movies that I've watched a million times. I know them back to front. I just wanted to watch it. And it's quite funny given that we're going to talk about a film uh, later on that I've rewatched Back to the Future 2. Um, and uh, I. As I said, I just. And I, and I, stuck, I, I stuck on Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, and I was like, yeah, man, this is fucking excellent. And I'm going to probably watch Temple of Doom tonight. Uh, Neil's favourite Indiana Jones film. Uh, it changes these days. But I thought it was Temple of Doom. It used to be when I was younger, Ned, Yeah. Have you still not watched Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Oh, God. Nope, still never. You don't have to. That reaction do I, I even own it. Yeah, don't Why? Do it. Uh, uh, I, bought, I bought the, the Blu-ray box set, box set and it's got it in it. See, I watched that in the morning and I hated it. And then I went and got <laughs> drunk with friends and then went went back and thought this might improve it. Then it didn't improve thing it. Is though, it's the alien like, it just goes Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, thing is though, I always go on about it as being this terrible film that doesn't exist and it's shit and stuff like that. But I've never actually seen it. Do you so, know it, it's not even worth watching though? No, like, it see, survives a nuclear blast by hiding in a, in fridge. a fridge. I've, I've actually I've seen that but, but like see oh, even God. like from the, the opening like scene mm. where he's driving towards Area fifty one and there's just for no reason CGI animated gophers that yeah. are like kind of comedy relief from the George get-go. Lucas involved in that. I think. Oh yeah, um, because the, for a while uh, Frank Darabont, um, director of Shawshank Redemption, The Green Mile, he had a script ready for the third Indiana Jones movie. Fourth. Fourth, sorry. Spielberg loved it. He loved it. 
A lot of the execs loved it. Guess who didn't like it and they didn't make it? George Lucas. Yeah, yeah but it starts off in like a really goofy shit tone yeah. and then just gets worse from there. You know the like, Paramount thing is the is the mountain mm-hmm. and that's featured in Indiana Jones when it starts in Raiders and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That is the start of Kingdom of Crystal Skull and then some CGI gophers come out this week. Literally just said that. And that's it. <laughs> That is it, and then you see the CGI gophers again later on for no reason. Then it's like it's also like mega cheap. There's like a bit where uh, Indiana Jones is in like a pit of quicksand, and uh, the only way they can get him out is by throwing a snake Snake. at him to catch. And Indiana Jones hates snakes, but he's dying in quick. Yeah, that was sarcasm. I was being sarcastic. Yeah, I didn't get the sarcasm until like after I replied, which is uh, yeah, shock. But yeah, like the 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 snake that they throw in to like for him to hold on to mm-hmm. looks like one of those fucking foam door protectors that mm-hmm. grannies have got. Uh, the whole thing just it's, it's, it's pish. Here's a question then: Do they throw the snake face first? Don't remember. Does he have to grab it by the face? I, I do not remember. Because yeah. that, that's a bit light. There's I mean, also George, a bit. George Lucas is basically turned into his own South Park parody. Pretty much. I've seen that. Aye. Yeah. Where he's re-releasing. Is it really releasing Temple Doom? No, he's he's he, they. It's it's just after Crystal Skull comes out because the boys uh, are all upset because their friend got raped and they're talking about Indiana <laughs> Jones and then it cuts to like Lucas and Spielberg raping a stormtrooper uh, and, and then he walks like Indiana Jones is swinging over and then he walks up yeah, the uh, there's, there's just turned there's a bit where Shia LaBeouf is on a motorbike and like okay, I think said enough. Do I think, <laughs> I think Harrison Ford gets in the back of it and like they drive away. But the shot is so clearly somebody on the motorbike with a dummy on the back. Like it's it looks so fucking yeah. cheap. But anyway, uh, Shia LaBeouf is the best thing in it. That tells you oh, how bad that film ouch. is. Uh, the only other film I watched, uh, Neil give us a shot of it. We will because our internet was down, and I was like, man, I gotta watch DVDs. Yeah, so I had to learn the dark ages. I know I stuck I'm on the blue. Like a D. I, I I stuck on the. Blue I think that's what it's like at Tommy's, but no. all the time. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just he just didn't know how to use Amazon Prime. <laughs> um, I saw I stuck on the. I we- forgot we've discussed it. The the weird, the weird Al Yankovic classic UHF. It's a Belter movie. Uh, I I used to watch that all the time as a kid, and it was one of those films when Neil's like, "Oh, I watched it. it was amazing. It still holds up." I was kind of like, "Did I watch this?" And Neil's like, "Just gotta watch." So I stuck it on, and I enjoyed it more. What, what's that about? It's basically Weird Al Yankovic and his pal. Take over this TV station. It's and Beavis and Butthead, the live action. <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic and his friend have to take. They take over this TV station. I think it's his uncle's TV station, and it's kind of dying a death. It's losing out to the big networks, uh, and they basically start churning out shows, and it starts to get win ratings. And it's basically the whole Save the Rec Center uh, idea, except it's a TV station. Um, Michael Richards. Michael Richards, Michael Richards is in it. of Seinfeld fame. Yeah, and um, he's in <laughs> it, and he, he makes a hit show. And then, because the film is about a TV, uh, them work at a TV network, it almost does that Paul Verhoeven thing where it advertises shows oh, yeah, and okay. commercials that exist within this world. Well, and some of them are brilliant. I'll give you an example, one I thought was really funny. They, they get their friend Raul to do, a, a, it's like a... It's like a, a National Geographic kind of show, except it's in his living room, and it's like Raul's uh, Raul's Animal Kingdom, and he's going about showing about his budgie and his parrot doing really 
bad descriptive things about it. He says, this is an ant farm. And he talks about how, <laughs> look at all these ants, this ant farm, and they do this, it's so good. But you know what they hate? Is when you grab it and you shake their shit like that. <laughs> and I fucking giggled my ass off. I was like, what asshole? And there's loads of really good adverts and commercials. Yeah, it's a really good vehicle for Weird Al's style of comedy, yeah. which is parodies. This has got um, like music videos. Yeah. There's a really good mashup of... Um, Money dire Straits is money for nothing yeah. and the theme tune of the Beverly Hillbillies right. um, is very good. and so the film is very much it's almost like an episode of the fast show where it's skits. short skits mm-hmm. with a very loose na- narrative going yeah, through it just me oh it's Lays. 86, 87 I, but uh, I very much enjoyed it um, are we just I mean I won't talk about what what we see at the cinema or what I see at the I cinema. I love how like, you're even treating the name of the film like a secret. Everybody knows it's Endgame. No, but I've seen two other films this week. Right. Well, tell us about Greta and tell us about oh, uh, Red, Red Joan. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I went and watched uh, Red Joan, which stars um, Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench and other people <laughs> that I can't remember off the top of my head just now. But basically it is about uh, uh, Judy Dench um, is accused of being a KGB spy and has been uh, since the Second World War. And the film is basically about her being interrogated by the police about what she, what her involvement was. Uh, is she a spy? What does she? Uh, what secrets did she divulge? Uh, and then from those scenes, you get uh, flashbacks to when she's younger, just as the Second World War is about to kick off, when she went to Cambridge and how she associated with uh, communists. Uh, and it basically the film kind of treats it like well what did she do um, and it's just kind of what did she do and did she do it for the right reasons or not It's I thought it was actually quite good um, Can I throw like a big guess in here that the film ends with turns out she wasn't a spy but then wrong. at the very end of the thing it's like a wee thing where she got away with it but she was a spy Is that not just a movie Salt? I think that's like every movie uh, with a Russian spy No um, the film deals more with the idea of it, yeah, it's because the whole thing is like when she's at Cambridge, um, she's brought in to basically yeah. uh, university student. Yeah, she's, she, she's she's brought in um, by um, some superiors to work on uh, the atomic bomb, and Britain having one, uh, and because of that, she her boyfriend who is a communist and whatnot talks about maybe she should she should help them with that and she's like no i'm not a traitor and the whole thing comes about being what what why she did it and the reason she did it because it's like so everyone's like you're a traitor you're this that and the other and a lot of she says the actions that i may or may not have done is i looked as and i'm trying to level the playing field it wasn't about uh, me being a traitor it was more just I was I thought what I was doing was right etc etc big filthy traitor would say that but the problem is <laughs> uh, you can, <laughs> when she's annoyed with certain people she her actions are one thing and when she isn't her actions are the opposite of that so so was it good? yes I, I enjoyed it um, I liked the trailer though um, I thought it was it kind of gave me what uh, White Crow didn't give me whereas mm. I thought right you've got this whole thing about this guy is wants to be uh, uh, in like all these really great ballets and operas but there's going to be some espionage in there as well whereas you only got five minutes of that in White Crow whereas Red Joan kind of keeps you guessing um, and it's I don't know it's just, it was just very entertaining it's what me, Neil has said the grey market uh, in terms of like it's more if it, like folk 
of a certain age will love it because of the actors in it and because of the units set in and because of just the general presentation. But I would say that if you like espionage thrillers, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a thriller, it's more, it's just a drama, give it a watch. I thought uh, Judy Dench was good in it, probably the easiest paycheck she's ever had. Um, but she's still very easier good than a Chronicles of Riddick. Bond is pretty easy. Actually, no, Chronicles of Riddick was the easiest one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I she played a wind alien. <laughs> she did. Uh, uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed Red Joan. Um, Gre- <laughs> After that, um, I went and watched uh, Greta. That's got Chloe Grace Moretz and Isabella Hooper, and uh, it's directed by Neil Jordan, who directed the Interview with the Vampire and the Crying Game and various other films. Uh, I liked the trailer for this. It looked like it had a kind of fatal attraction meets kind of misery thing going about it. And that is what the film is. The difference is that fatal attraction and misery are much better films than that. Uh, so what is, what's the actual synopsis? Chloe's, Chloe Grace Moretz uh, has recently moved to New York. Um, she's uh, kind of heartbroken because she's lost her mum. She finds a bag okay. on the subway that happens to be... Isabella Hooper, she returns it, and Isabella Hooper's really kind of lonely, um, and she kind of starts to spend time with her. But in doing that, Isabella Hooper becomes more, or Greta becomes more and more obsessed with her because she's very lonely. She's not seen her daughter in a long time, so she starts to follow Chloe Grace Moretz and harass her. And the NYPD. But that's a horror. Um, it's it's a thriller. It it wants to be a horror, but it's not. It's laughable when it tries to be a horror. Um. And that's like the NYPD are they're treated like horrible bastards in this really. How isn't this harassment? You can do this. She's like, nah, she's not really done anything. She can stand out there and harass you all she wants, but this is just that's the way the law works. Um I thought Chloe Grace Moretz was shit in it. Um she has absolutely zero charisma. She looks uninterested. It's, well you didn't go for a charisma vacuum this time. No, she's just yeah. not she's just not very she's just not very good at it. She's she just feels directionless in it. It's basically this is your character is you're kind of heartbroken over your mum go and in her interactions with uh, Greta I don't know they just don't seem like there's a lot of chemistry there uh, I thought Isabella Hooper was really good in it but it becomes the first half of the movie's fatal attraction the yeah the second half is misery but it's not done very well you see the ending coming a mile off there's a lot of really weird times where the film it goes at such a pace where it, it, it's like right She's this girl. They establish relationship. Blah 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 blah. It just it gives you scenes to say this is what we need for the story, and then they try to concentrate on the whole obsession part. But it moves at such a pace it doesn't give the characters enough time to form a, form any kind of chemistry. You don't really care about them. It's just this is the film, and we're going to plod along and show you the scenes we need to show you, and then we're going to try and tie it all together where you, the audience, will be scared. You care about the characters, etc., and you don't. By the end of it, I was like, yep. It's not good. Uh, as I said, Fatal Attraction and Misery are both way better films and do what they're supposed to do for the audience so much more uh, than <clears> what Greta does. So uh, I would give it an absolute miss. It's not worth your time, even if Isabella Hooper is actually really good in it. Do Carol? you think that Chloe Grace Moretz isn't good in it because of the movie? Or is it just you're not a uh, fan? I quite like Chloe, Chloe um, Well, She can be good in certain aspects. I, 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 as I said, as a finder, she can be quite hit and miss. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the exact same. But uh, yeah, I'm going to kneel on that one. In, of... in this case, I just think that she was... She's just directionless. She mm. looks like she doesn't really know how she's supposed to act. Yeah. Uh, and as I said, given a film based on... Uh, someone's obsession with someone else you 
you, you're supposed to care about what happens to her, and I just didn't for a, for ages. And then uh, Chloe Grace Moretz's friend in it is absolutely insufferable, and she mm-hmm. ends up being playing an important part in the film. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. Kind of comes back to a film that I might talk about. Well, uh, that's that's Are you all. Done with it? I'm done with that. So you talk about the films <laughs> that you watch. What did you watch, I Andy? Oh, you've got your list right. I did make I did make some, but I may have missed some of them. Oh well, there you go. Then. Yeah, you're far too prepared <laughs> yeah. for this podcast. Yeah. He's also like just for the for the listeners here. He's got like really neat handwriting. Is that a neat? Aye. Compared dad, to fucking. My dad has always told me it fucking. Compared shit, to so. me, yeah, you have the handwriting of a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mine's is shit. In fact, I'm now kind of afraid he knows where I live. <laughs> so. I've watched a few things. I've had a few rewatches, mm-hmm. um, but the things I watched for the first time, I watched the festival, which is the which is the Ian Morris who wrote the Inbetweeners uh, TV series. It's his. It's basically a shit Inbetweeners episode. That is the only way to describe it. It's Joe Thomas in it, who plays Nick, who's Simon in the Inbetweeners, and. All I've written down about it is Nick was dumped in graduation and decides because of this he's going to go to a festival after some coercing from a really fucking irritating friend. Right. So we need to go to this, we have to go to this, it's going to be the best summer of our lives type of thing. A music festival that doesn't have any sense of direction but it has a guy who's meant to be dead mouse, but he's hammerhead. Right. He's called. So he's, you know, the, the DJ dead mouse. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's basically that but he has a hammerhead shark mask. But the whole soundtrack is based around things like the killers and your type of your type of festival fair. Do you know, to be honest, so Dead Mice would still play those festivals. But those bands. Right. I, I, know, like, I, I, know, I get what you're saying. I'm, like... I'm, I'm, I'm kinda I went to the festivals when I, it was good. Like it, <laughs> I know, I'm, not, I'm not saying you're in <laughs> See from what you're saying like it's, it sounds it's, a lot like just the setup for it like is kinda off and out of touch. Yeah. But it is. is there just is there nothing good about it though? Well, then the I mean, is the opening funny, scene, yeah. So what it feels like is basically as I said a, a deleted episode of the in between us. It's I mean the opening scene is Nick is shagging his girlfriend and then he spunks on his graduation jersey but then instead of just maybe washing it before he goes he goes oh god I need to go now and then his mum's like, oh you've got some milk on your graduation jersey I need to get that out and she's okay. licking it this, and is just, this is just making me think of why I hate the in-between yeah. See, I, 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 mean, I, I like them between yeah, us I like the first movie and then the second one was okay mm-hmm. um, and then the other scene that is memorable from it is that it bump into these bunch of druids who are, it's basically the festival is made out to be this kind of shit Glastonbury right. where but they don't have the diversity of music <clears throat> and they walk through a forest and they bump into these guys who are druids and they're having an initiation festival for one of the head druid sons and he's marrying his wife at this festival and the woman walks up and they're having a kiss and everything and they're on the go they bring a goat on and they go oh my god he's going to sacrifice the goat and um, Nick walks up and says oh don't uh, can we go we don't want to see the goat getting sacrificed and he goes oh no the goat's not going to get sacrificed what do you mean oh the goat's his wife and then he fucks the goat Mm. they show it well it shows you a guy the goat there and the goat pulls a face and the guy's going eh 
Okay. And yeah. that is generally, and that is essentially, but it's all about finding friendship. Aye. It's one of these. You you generic... have successfully made me never watch this film. Oh, don't. No, yeah. it's not said, worth your if time. If you want to watch this, watch the In Betweeners. Aye. Because it is like as I've said, it's a deleted In Betweeners episode that is for some fucking reason an hour and fifty minutes. Mm. It seems. God bad. Almighty, it was it an seems, hour fifty. Yeah, Jesus. It's long. It is long Aye. and it is fucking bad. Yeah. I was. We we toyed with the idea of going to watch that. No, I went and watched Did it. You? I went and watched it, and uh, it everything. Everyone said Andy Andy saying is absolutely correct. There's a lot of jokes that just don't land. Um, a couple of a half lot decent of cameos like yeah. No Field, and I like No Field, and I like the Mighty Bush. Yeah. Seeing him is good because he's not just on 8 out of 10 cats or yeah, yeah. the big fat quiz of the year mm. quite like No Fielding apart from the No Fielding show or whatever the fuck that was mm. called um, Jermaine Clement is quite funny yeah, yeah. he yeah. plays uh, Nick's dad the yeah. main character no he doesn't sorry he plays he's Nick's stepdad weird annoying sidekick stepdad aye that's it yeah um, and Hannah Toynton's in it who's also been in The Inbetweeners and she basically plays Simon's girlfriend from The Inbetweeners in this they are just yeah. two same characters. Yeah, the whole Carly, is it Carly thing? Yeah, uh, that's that plays in it a lot. And the yeah, thing yeah. is, is it, um, is it James Buckley? Plays so it, Simon. He, he's interested in her, but like she's kind of not really. Joe Thomas. Joe, Joe Thomas, Thomas. Sorry, not James Simon. Buckley. Sorry, yeah. No, yeah, it's it's just not funny. Like, I mean, you don't care about them. The only person no. that's kind of nice and like, I mean, I like Jermaine Clement's character in it. Uh, the only people are kind of you, you kind of care about is is that is is pal. And the lassie they meet that yeah. wants to be friends, they're kind of nice. She's been going to a festival herself every year for Aye, years you kind of like, quite annoying. yeah. And yeah, she she has some form of. But the comedy just doesn't land. No, it's like, do you remember no, when we went and watched Twenty One and Over, and you're like, these are the guys that yeah. made the Hangover. This will be good. Yeah. And you're like, nope. Use yeah. as directors, these jokes aren't landing. But you can see what they were you're going for, but like everything was just kind of off. Tries to yeah, play on the Hangover. Festival. Festival tropes. Yeah, like, whereas the hang, yeah in the Hangover, it's like it's written by these guys and it's directed by this man who knows comedy and can land these jokes. And Twenty One and Over is like, yeah, we can write comedy films. Let's just direct one. You're like, yep, these but, just but jokes surely, aren't landing. Surely you learned your lesson going to watch the Hangover Part Two. I no, enjoyed no. Hangover Part Two. So. No, no, but I mean Part I, Three wasn't great. No, I, well, yeah, but Todd Phillips directs all three of them. What I'm what I'm saying is the writers of the Hangover. Decided to make a film called Twenty One Over, where they come, they be they're, they're directors, and it was, it was a lesson in no you, you yeah you can write this, but some if you can't direct this, it won't land. And with is it just Ian Modest that directs this? Because um, Adam Down is the director. Aye, because I think da- Damon Beasley who co-writes it with him for the Inbetweeners. Mm. Sometimes it's like there is something missing. It's yeah. kind of like. I don't want to say like Gervais and Stephen Merchant, but when yeah. you've got one and not the other, you can see where yeah, yeah. one where, where one falls short. Yeah, where, yeah, where mm. one falls short or where one strengths are in landing certain jokes or directing certain scenes, and that's what the thing about uh, festival yeah. is. You're like, yeah, successful writer, yeah, and you made a successful movie directing wise, but <clears throat> you have now shown that you don't have the chops by yourself to make this don't film branch because, out on your own yeah because it just it just didn't nah. land it needed it needed someone <clears throat> overseeing it Buckley. well <laughs> maybe is, yeah. yeah he is basically Simon for them between us he's the exact same kind of neurotic guy mm-hmm. who loses his shit at, yeah. at basically but, everything has embarrassing situations right. and is a bit of a wank and with, yeah. Yeah. Thing, is what, James Buckley is James Buckley one of the glasses uh, James, no, no that's a uh, that's a uh, well, but he, James Buckley's Jay. Aye. 
but um, he's the asshole. Yeah. Oh right, okay. But see, <laughs> see, see Simon the Betweeners though. You laugh at him because he's so fucking petulant, and like you laugh at his interactions with his family because you know they fucking take the piss out of him, aye, and he aye. is just a moody wee bitch. In this, you're like, I'm not rooting for you. You're not funny. No. You're an arsehole. I mean, he's absolutely the nicest character in it. Who is the lassie? Yeah. Whereas, I've not written down the actress's name or yeah. her character name. Whereas you can get characters so bad. Who, terrible man. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've wrote down Jermaine Clement, Hannah Toynton, and Joe Thomas. Aye. And the fact that I've wrote down Ian Morris gives that fucker a lot more credit than he deserves. Yeah. But yeah, so that was festival. I, 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 mean, I, I agree with you, man. I, I who, felt. Who was in 21 and Over? Was that Miles Taylor or was it Pound Shop Miles Taylor? That was Miles Taylor. Right. I mean, the thing that annoyed me as well about it is it's got this whole thing where he's almost like, it, it makes Ready it like he's chasing the white rabbit and he's chasing this lassie who's a smurf who he shagged in a car. Yeah. And he's going to fall in love with her and he's sitting, he's sitting I, uh, they're stereotyping festivals and I've loved festivals when I was younger now, they're shit, yeah. but because I'm old. Um, <laughs> but it's like he's standing in a crowd, oh no, he's looking for a mobile phone on Aye. the floor to try and get back with his ex-girlfriend. Aye. And a guy pisses on him Aye, and goes, oh, you're pissing on me. That, yeah, he says you're still pissing on me. Yeah, yeah. oh, and it literally repeats it so yeah. many times. The joke didn't land the first it, time. I, it's not going to land it? the third or fourth time. And it, I mean, his best friend's fucking annoying. Yes, um, yes. As I said, Jermaine Clement is Jermaine Clement. He's mm-hmm. this awkward kind of yeah. He can be New Zealand style comedy where it's it's very much Flight of Concord style comedy yeah. what he's playing in it mm-hmm. he's one of the things that pays off in it right. uh, um, if you're looking for Jermaine Clement and a little bit of diversity of role Muppets. let me tell you of a little film called Moana oh I know <laughs> I've still haven't watched it actually I probably yeah, would Jermaine, an, Jermaine Clement you love the chicken did you see that love the chicken no, that's a great movie man <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. I thought it was yeah. like some hidden, hidden no, just no, like no. chicking it. He wakes up in the boat. Oh, uh, Jermaine, uh, I've not seen it yet, but uh, well, I'll get it. Jermaine Clement, what is it? Is uh, he's in a film which was all right called he Dinner was. with Schmucks, and oh, uh, I enjoyed Dinner with Schmucks. And he, I think he plays this artist, and then at one point he's like showing this portrait of that really captures his uh, inner person and it's him holding you fucking love oil paintings it's, it's an oil painting of him holding two newborn baby goats and it's the <laughs> fucking I giggled like fuck I, I, I like a comedy painting and yeah. and, um, Eagle vs Shark as well that was alright that was one of those yeah. kind of early noughties finding yourself movies that, that was, it was good it was fine yeah. that, that was disappointing though because like everybody compared that to Napoleon Dynamite which is what, good. which was what I was expecting. Mm. We got into it, and it just didn't. Aye, didn't it wasn't, it. wasn't as good. But I, I mean, he is Jermaine Clement, isn't it, basically, Aye. and he's good. But the rest of the movie was fucking mm. shit. Aye. So what else did you watch? I watched the Miseducation of Cameron Post, which stars Chloe Grace Moretz, and the director is Desiree Akhavan. Who mm. have you seen the movie Creep or Creep Two? Yeah. Is that the one about Creep the serial two. killer? Yeah, it's the found footage. Yeah, they're they're great. Yeah, I really so like them. So she yeah. plays the Decent. kind of victim in Creep Two. Oh right, okay. That's yeah, the I know director. Who that is, yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely love them. Yeah, yeah, the lead yeah, actor in that is actually. Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of came and went on yeah. Netflix. Not to be confused with the is it the Mia Yovovich film where she's on a train? And there's a monster. That's, that's also that's called, also Creep. called Creep. Creep. Yeah, not to be confused. Is that I, I could be wrong. How would you say it. her name? Mila. Is it Mila Jovovich? Mila Jovovich. Is it Jovovich? Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. Right, I had okay. someone on that. Um, or Jovovich. Have you heard uh, Evolution Horror Podcast? We're talking about Resident Evil, and she kept going on Mila Jokovic. That's it. No, that's, <laughs> no, a, that's a fucking half a half an actress, 
half a tennis player. I'm not going to take the high ground on that one because I'm sure there's like a fucking million things we pronounce wrong in this. See, while we're just talking about Mila Jovovich, mm-hmm. I'm just going to quickly say I went and saw Hellboy. And Is she in it? Yeah, she's, she's, the, she's the main villain. Yeah. And nothing Quarty smacks something. of cheap ass B movie than when Mila Jovovich. Is one of your main cast members. Yeah. I really like her, but nah. I find. I mean, I was about to see. She's like a kind of like early teenagers kind of. Yeah, like, I know exactly. Like she's like she's not very good. I just for some reason kind of strangely are kind of like her and stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, more than one. Yeah, like you you're hitting the nail on the head. You're Tom, man. You haven't even finished that sentence, but like. I knew what was I going to say? Name more than one film where she's good in it. Because well, I was going to say name more than two, but yeah, name one, more than one. Because, yeah, because it's, the, the, it's the fifth element and nothing else. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, horror performance I, in the fifth element is enough to endear her to me pretty much for I, life. I, I really enjoy her in Resident Evil, the final chapter. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't think she's... <laughs> she's really good she's in, not, she's really she's, good in yeah. Zoolander. Yeah, that's, that's the second film. I was like, yeah, that and that, but there's everything else. Like, she, well, was, gonna she was good in um, Married with Children uh, for uh, a very brief, brief cameo in it. She's she's good in dazed and confused. She's, she's always passable. Like I always find her. She's she doesn't have a massive amount. She's never going to be in an art house movie where she's going to get recognition. She's never going to be an Oscar winning movie. She's just kind of she she's she kind of goes through. She's as B genre uh, as you'll ever get. Yeah. I was going to throw up Fifth Element as like a, a counterpoint, but then like I kind of thought about it. It's really a sub movie. Is it yeah, it's a Fifth Element. She, she says. Lilo multipass. Multipass. Or chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, so Desiree Akavan is the thing the 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 victim and creature. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is this from Oh yeah, Hellboy <coughs> So <laughs> this is basically set in the early nineties. I've got it down as nineteen ninety three, I think that's right. Mm-hmm. Um and it's so basically so specific. Uh, what just comes up is it says the so basically she goes to her graduation ball and it says class of ninety three, I think. Um, and she gets caught getting fingered by another girl in the back of a car. Oh my god, there they are. Because she goes with a boy. Oh, she's. Oh, oh man. Oh, no. The yeah. early 90s was a scary time. Yep. Um, and it's basically. All about get her her can, I, can I stop a second? Mm-hmm. Is getting fingered a Scottish or British colloquialism, or will other people in other countries understand people will that? understand that it means finger banging? I mean, that's even more. That's even more fucking specific, is it not? Uh, like finger bangs, like a. Can we move what on? What are we doing? Finger, no, you started yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. no, let's move on. We know what finger. God, is. this is the worst episode. Mutual masturbation. <laughs> yeah. With another lady. Is that okay? Okay. Right. And did, did um, they get this girl religion? Basically, yes. Oh, they, she no. gets sent by our guardians who if are not parents in account. to uh, basically a conversion therapy. Pray the gay away. <laughs> Right, we've been yeah. kind of laughing about this, but this doesn't sound like a funny thing. I think this is not a comedy. It's not a comedy, but there are elements of it that you kind of... It was a nice movie. It, best way to describe it is a nice movie. There's nothing... It's only correction therapy. What's nice about that? Aye, but it's it's one of these kind of... Everything works out Everyone finds right each other while they're in there. Right. right. It's a 90-minute movie. There's nothing to it. What I've also written down is it feels like an early noughties Juno effort. 
Okay. Remember when Juno yeah, was out? Those yeah. type of movies, kind of not against the same era as Napoleon Dynamite. Mm. Um, she goes into this conversion therapy church, and you have the preacher that plays guitar singing about Jesus. You also have a character, Doctor Lydia Marsh, who is essentially Nurse Ratchet. I'm she is this who's... version of Nurse Ratchet. Have you seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Yes. All right. Okay. Right, She's right. that cow. Mm. Um, Tina. From Spaced. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And it's basically just a character development. Chloe Grace Moretz is good in it, but again, I can kind of get what you're saying with her. She can be a bit wooden. She doesn't do much, but her story kind of develops and you find out more about her background and why she's so against this because everyone mm-hmm. in my right mind should be against it. But she makes friends with two... Uh, another lesbian that's in there and a, a Native American gay guy right. who keeps getting threatened with getting his hair shaved off by this uh, uh, Nurse Ratchet character and that is I mean there's not much in terms of plot it yeah. is three characters getting to know each other well it? does and it was very oh, it was is good. it? it's a like, bit thing I see when you're spending 90 minutes in a movie now yeah, 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 yeah. And you go, do you know what? That was good. I was, uh, that was fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it like purposefully trying to kind of provoke kind of thoughts of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Like, I wouldn't say so. No. No. I don't think it's as deep as that. Like, she, I mean, the thing that I found strange and my wife Shan found strange about it is they buddy up people in the rooms. So they put two lesbians in a room. There's only that's one way that's going to go. <laughs> Even no matter how much... Uh, so, Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz's character is sitting going, this is clearly wrong. She's not too vocal about it, but she's been buddied up with a person who's, oh, this is working for me. This is so good. Right. This is this is just perfect. Right. I thought you were um, that with, uh, This is clearly wrong. Don't do this, but can you finger me? <laughs> Where are we going with this? Oh, thing? God, his face. <laughs> <laughs> so she's sitting going, this is, oh, do you know, I can feel, I can feel the Lord flowing through me from my oh, head to my yeah, toes. Okay. However, no, I don't Lord need the Lord to feel me. I need you to feel me. And then she, but... Is that actually she, a line in the film? <laughs> I think it should be, though, actually. It'll actually yeah. maybe be a writer. But, it's probably um, a line you've been She basically, Chloe Grace she's sleeping, and this buddy wakes her up, and then just, again, she gets fingered through. Maybe you should watch Pokemon Drive. This, is, what this <laughs> is definitely what it is, and it's it, it's got these wee kind of uh, character moments together. Mm. Nothing spectacular about it, but it was fine. It was a good wee 90 minute movie. It and it's on Netflix, and so you don't need to pay in for yeah. it. So, in the, I do like in the pantheon of rehab movies, is it better or worse than the Sandra Bullock epic 12 Days? I've never seen that, so I don't know. Oh well. But, um, I feeling it gets <laughs> 12 days is alright I think I have what's better you know, 12 days or 12 monkeys 12 monkeys 12 I mean days. you're talking like it's got monkeys in yeah, the title it's pretty much it's the same already films. better it's <laughs> obviously it's never going to be anywhere near one flew over the cuckoo's uh, nest or yeah. you mean your 12 monkeys are get all interrupted ah, yeah, on right. those levels mm-hmm. it's fine okay. basically it's a bunch of people finding each other finding them in the wrong situation and becoming friends cool. it's a good 90 yeah. minute movie not fair yeah. enough I've got a second page. I watched <laughs> Down a Dark Call. All right, which, which is... is also on Netflix. Which, through the trailer, sets itself up as. I'm feeling quite intimidated by these notes. Just going to throw that out there. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I'm trying to make an impression. <laughs> I wore a shirt and everything. Yeah. But that was just more for the book. Do you um, regret that now that you've kind of seen how much of a mess both uh, well, no. all me, Tommy, and Neil are like? I like them shirts. It's just, fair enough. Eerie. 
Um, it is <laughs> a Netflix a, again. It might be. It feels like one of these movies that's been set up as on its own thing, but no one wants it. So Netflix has taken it. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 Netflix, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've found releases a lot of shit. Yeah, yes, they, 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 they take. They'll take on our garbage. Exactly what you've just yeah. said. Um, and through the trailer, Tommy, you were saying you've seen the trailer, didn't you? I seen. I seen. Uh, I didn't see the trailer, but it was like it's one of those. It's one of those recommended things. for you, and you say why? Yeah, it's like it's on Netflix, and as soon as you see like the actual the, the you know the picture for it, mm-hmm. I'm like I've seen enough crappy horror, forgettable horror films that will make no impression, and after ninety minutes, I'm probably going to say it was kind of alright or shite, but I'll never think about it again that that is probably what that film is. And yeah, I bet, it's not a horror movie, but I bet there's still like a situation though where you're sitting there. And that's what you stick on. Because yeah, no, but I'm not saying I'm not. On, as I said, I, I watch movies because I want to put on something when I'm, I'm with Ailey. I'll just put on something that I can put on yeah. and watch it. I do watch enough of it. But you that's don't really need a bit more, actually. Yeah. I think she was having a nap. Yeah, um, but that's so what I'm saying good. is like, there's sometimes a film like that where it didn't make the cinema, but for, you know, it's on there. Mm. Like, uh, I thought Would You Rather was better than what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was fine. Um, I, I, I actually thought like it was going to be proper shit. Was yeah, you see, see the uh, yeah. the Martin Freeman movie Cargo? Is that any good? I, I, I did not dislike it. Okay. It was, uh, <laughs> uh, it's the post-apocalyptic zombie. It's, yeah, like he uh, he has he been infected and he's got like a kid. Twenty four or thirty six hours to get his mm. child, child to somebody who can look after him. Yeah. Yeah. It was fine. There wasn't a lot to it. Again, it was another hour and a half. So, what was the plot to this one? So down a dark hall. Feels like it's trying to be. What's the plot of this? What do you think it is? Something's down shit. a dark hall and it's maybe fucking possessed. So there is a character called Kip who is seen as. If he's not he a robot is... car, I don't care. No. Also, we're Who's been seen to be gifted. So get sent to a school for the gifted. Well, gifted as in. X Men gifted or gifted as in. I could be a robot gifted. car gifted. <laughs> uh, uh, X-Men gifted. Right, okay. She's obviously in a big mansion in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. Oh my God. She goes there and has this teacher. They're all trying to learn music or they're all learning art or learning mathematics. Mm. She goes, tries to play piano. Can't play a note. But then at night she starts, she's got a piano and she can play mo- uh, Mozart. Right. No. Play piano. Yeah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um... And there is nothing horror about it. It is basically. I'll tell you. Is it what actually just her playing piano at night? Is that essentially yes? What happened was I watched this film and then I said it was based on a novel. So I went and found out what the novel was. The novel was a nineteen seventies young adult. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, so it was written in the nineteen seventies, and it was a young adult novel in the nineteen seventies. Right. I mean, the trailer. Makes out as a bit of horror. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. is one jump scare in it, which is the most generic you jump scare. You mentioned this earlier. Yeah. Actually, I remember this now. Told you it was a couple of days. Yeah. In fact, like the day after I watched it, where the camera is focused on her face, she looks right. Or whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. She looks right, and the camera follows her face. So the back of her head is the edge of the camera, right. and you know she's going to turn the other way, and you know it's going to be and there. And good. she turns around, yeah. and there's a guy going, "Ah, yeah. that is it." My notes I have. So hold on a second, man. Like in the actual context of the film, then what's that guy doing? Is he just screaming at her for no reason? No. So if it's not a horror, like, of this, he that's it. Is he a gifted? No, he is actually a ghost. 
So basically, you know, I mean, the only note that I have on it, uh, what, uh, what I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Can we move on for this? This is harsh. I I'm you, totally harsh on my boys. Yeah, that's the rules. So what it is in this gifted school is there's the ghosts of artists that have killed themselves too young. Oh, yeah. He's possessed her at night or something. Yeah. That's why she so played this. It uh, stars Uma Thurman. Right? Of course plays, it does. Who plays this mistress of yeah. said school who brings these gifted kids in because they have a link of some sort to mm. the afterlife so their art can be portrayed and continued. Of these, that of these people that have died too young can be portrayed through these young people do you know that doesn't actually sound that, that bad to me man really terrible literally like, is is it, they, down a dark hole stars on. in my thumb and it's fucking shite okay. that is it but like, <laughs> it's all written I've got a question for you though right uh-huh. did you dislike it as much because you wanted and were expected a horror and it wasn't that or is it genuinely that really bad? bad right but if you're going to market something as a horror it is marketed in the trailers as this horror movie with an 18 certificate which I do not get. I don't mm. know if Netflix certification is a bit different. Maybe just because it deals with like kids killing themselves or there's, being killed. There's one. There's a suicide where because they've adapted these personas of these people that are troubled, meant to be troubled. I, I, I don't think it ever specifically mentions. Maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. I don't think it specifically mentions like your Mozart's or your Van Goghs or anything like yeah. that. But alas, she tries to kill herself. She fails, but then she fucks herself at a window and dies. That's is it, that yeah. enough That's to make an 18? No, I, I wouldn't say that. So I thought it was going to be some kind of, in the way it's marketed, it would be some visceral, nasty horror movie. Yeah. It is literally Twilight, right. a wee bit of suicide, and some Mozart ghosts. Now, now you've maybe not want to watch it, but like, I, I was bad. actually thinking I was going to end up putting this on. And it's yeah. nearly, it's, it's, it's too long. I will give that. And I recognise recognize yeah. the main actor. But you're, you're well. reminding me of, like, you know, why is it an 18? You remind me of a, a joke that I love by Sean Locke where he talks about how he was wanting to stick on finding Nemo mm. um, to get some peace from his daughter. He's like, I'll stick that on, I'll go a wee nap. And he's like, five minutes later, she's shouting and screaming, Daddy, Daddy, this is horrible, this is horrible. <laughs> um, he's like, his whole family's been killed. And he's like, oh, well... And he's like, I'll, I'll tell them maybe it's the wrong certificate. It's like a U that says contains mild threat. Mild, and he's like, mild terror. My, mild terror. He's like, now losing your family isn't great. He's like, this <laughs> barracuda decimates his whole family. And he's like, is that, that's not mild threat. He's like, mild threat is opening a beer can near a bride. <laughs> or he's like. One of the only movies I've ever walked out on. Find a new Oh, oh that's a great movie, man. Find the Nemo, Nemo, Garfield, and Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. I mean, those other oh, two movies. I can understand, too. Those, those other two movies are terrible. Find the Nemo is a fucking that's, great that's a great Never took it. Oh, I preferred Wally. Wally's also Wally's really good. Also good. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Wally, a mutually yeah. exclusive. Uh, Coco. The, I found Coco really boring. I didn't mind I it. Really liked it. Um, I just don't visually like the, the whole kind of dragon dog thing that they've got. Just well, visually it was I nice. I just the, the, sto- the story was just really dull. Yeah. I'm really worried about Toy Story Four. Yeah, I, I saw the trailer for <laughs> that the other day, and yeah. I just don't really care. I was like, man, I I used to be jazz balls about <laughs> Toy Story, and then it was like when you see Toy Story Four, you're like, I'm this looks like it's repeating itself, and I don't know if I care much about it. But sorry, sorry. there you go. Right, okay. Like, so we'll yeah. Talk about Endgame next. Yeah. So yeah. 
So let's talk about. Let's talk about. Who wants to start? Will we do a, a plot synopsis for the one person in the world who has not seen? All right, Paco, give us a plot shall synopsis. We, shall we let the people know that we'll try to be non-spoiler, but then we're going to spoil each other? Yeah, like we'll specifically say spoilers after this point. Uh, yeah. So at this point, we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame. We are not going to spoil it. We're going to keep it. Do very we brief. spoil Infinity War? Oh come on! It's, it's been years. Is it, years. it's it's a year old. Old. Is it even right. possible to talk about Endgame without spoiling yeah, Infinity War? It's a year no, old. Infinity War. Fuck no, 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 no. Right. So yeah. So go for it. You go for it, Paco. So at the end of Infinity War, uh, the big bad guy manages to collect all the MacGuffins and kills half of all living things in the universe. Yes. And then this movie picks up. Five years after that? No, 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 no. But no, initially, no. like immediately after, it's, 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 three, it's like days. three months or something. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. 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 And they, <clears throat> basically, it's just all the survivors dealing with what they've lost and not being able to cope with it and trying to formulate a plan to undo the damage. And that's yeah. the story for Endgame, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who wants to start? Uh, okay. Well, I mean, this is well. 11 years Gen- general thoughts on it first general thoughts did you like it absolutely Neil? Um I thought it was very very good yes Andy perfect uh, close to perfect I thought well, it was close to perfect, perfect yeah, yeah. I mean, but, a couple of things done yeah I, I, what I'll say is I can't remember any time I've been in the cinema and by the end of the film I'd felt like I'd been like done 8 hours in the gym or something I was mentally and emotionally exhausted and shattered because we were originally going to watch it at 28 Paco and we decided we'll go earlier we'll keep the 28 booking because it'll probably be amazing let's watch it again but by the end of it you were like will we do it and I'm like no I can't deal with that just now and it is a film that kicks you right in the fucking gut uh, it's also though it's a film that for a long period of it it's quite light yeah. and there's a, lot of, there's a lot of brevity there's a, absolutely. There's a total caper for like the, at least a good third of that movie yeah, don't considering how grim the entire thing is there's a lot of joy like, not yeah. out of place comedy in there like all the comedy works yeah. mm-hmm. Thor is great in it in terms of uh, uh, the fact that he's pretty much the, the comedy side character for a lot of it he brings a lot of light funny elements Mo- to... I mean most of them do though like, uh, yeah, despite the fact that they've all kind of lost it like a Hulk, Thor, Captain America, even Iron Man, like after the kind of first act. Like they're all like quite kind of yeah, her movie. Yeah. It's, it's I when, I know, I was going to say when like you're, when initially when you're saying yeah, we need, they need to undo what's happened and then you see Thor and how he is, like that's generally when I first started to kind of smile and mm. thought it was quite funny yeah, and quite the, joyful. The, like because it opens up and it's, it kind of kicks in the balls. The first movie hour of it, yeah, is like pretty, it's, it's pretty, pretty heavy down. going. Yeah. But once and then it kind of it takes on the lighter tone. Yeah, and once the, a plan is formulated and the Avengers all split up into teams to do things, then I think within those teams, everyone has like a lot of individual funny stuff. Yeah. Captain America, possibly the funniest he's ever been yeah. Uh, yeah. in uh, all of the films, and yeah, Thor was really funny. Rocket is great. Um, but yeah, again, like continuing on that trend of Infinity War, where there are so many characters and so many different tones to those Marvel movies mm-hmm. over the past decade, and yet somehow they all work together in the same yeah. environment, yeah. like really well. Man, I mean, something I think Neil said this as well, and I completely agree with it. What I didn't expect from this film was, yeah, this is 
11 years where they're going to they're closing out what started out with uh, in 2008 with uh, Iron Man it's a film that celebrates all of those, all of all those yeah. 11 years yeah, it, in which we got to this it, point and I didn't expect it somehow, it somehow it manages to touch upon pretty much every single film that they've made and not in a kind of fan service fan yeah. service nod to the camera yeah. It's always been a perfectly logical reason for why that's there. Yeah, yeah. And it was it's a really impressive piece of filmmaking. Yeah, just for that alone. Yeah, you you were going to say something. Didn't you? Yeah, I felt like, like you were talking about Infinity War in terms of all the characters that were in it, and you mm-hmm. managed to knit them all together. Mm-hmm. I felt this was a bit tight on that because they didn't have such a vast array to go through. Because yeah. obviously they've all been. Oh, it, was, it, was, yeah. it was definitely more of a focus. It was yeah. more of a character focus. Yeah. Oh, not not yeah. so much character as in them like. Pre Infinity War, uh-huh. as they were, but just dealing with other things. Yeah, absolutely. Whole, I, like, I it given, somber, very somber. Yeah, thing. given that this film mm-hmm. is not five hours long, given the cast mm-hmm. and the amount of characters they have to go through, it's what three hours, just over three hours, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and then including credits, what does it make it three and a half hours? No, it's, it's, it's three hours and one minute. Three hours and one minute, right? And in those, in that three hours and one minute, which for me, I don't want to say flew by, but everyone gets something to do or to say and it isn't like I, I didn't at no point did I feel like oh that was a bit cheap on that character I yeah. thought everyone had something to do yeah but I think that's all that's they're, they're able to do that more in this mm-hmm. because they don't have the extra characters in yeah. Infinity War mm-hmm. they're allowed it allows them to make it a more focused yeah kind of tighter story because of that yeah because there's again certain things happen within the first like 15 20 minutes of the film so basically the trailers yeah i yeah, mean like there's well like, again with marvel have done brilliant yeah they, you sit and you watch a trailer and you go are they giving us too much in that and you actually when you see either scenes that are in the movie or aren't yeah. even in the movie at all you go well that's brilliant actually yeah they, they within, edited yeah. that and taken bits out yeah or bits in. within the first like 15 20 minutes of the film uh, or even half hour mm. certain things happen to certain characters and then it's it which you didn't expect, mm. and then from then on, still manages to include enough of those characters, given what the plot becomes, where you're like, you're like Neil said, an impressive piece of filmmaking that they're able to juggle all this, where it doesn't feel tacked on. It all has a really natural, even flow all the mm. way through it. At no point did I feel like, oh, we need to trim the fat. I was like, yeah. no, this is but this also, is very, yeah. yeah. To be honest, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 more, more kind of quiet moments and stuff in it. Aye. But it also like has for how much is packed into it. Also has like a lot of like kind of little personal moments that a lot of other people would have cut out of that film. Uh-huh. Like there, there are moments in it that don't like immediately serve like the bigger plot. Yeah. But they totally add to it, like in really enjoyable ways, like the ways yeah. that pay off massively, yeah. considering like a lot of how much time we've spent watching these movies over the past decade mm. and a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of blockbusters that would have just went, okay, that's just we don't need that. Oh, the, the film's three hours. Film's three hours long. Aye. We need to trim the fat. I would happily watch a four-hour cut of this. Or yeah, five yeah. Hour cut, because it is, it's, it's more of a character movie than Infinity War. You watch yeah. Infinity War, and it is. Exhausting in a different way because it's just continual. It's yeah, fights, yeah. It's, 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 the stakes get higher and higher. Uh, yeah, and you're sitting, you're going, yeah. "That's not going to happen." Yeah, yeah. and then that. yeah, he's... and then you get the fucking the, the kick in the balls right at the end of yeah. Infinity War, where we're like, "Shit, that's he, 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 like, he won." 
Huh? Oh my god! And then when you, does a bad you, guy ever win them? You kind of have that initial thought where Empire Strikes Back. You kind of you have that initial thought of shit. He's won, but because the internet is a thing and we are privy to a lot of information, yeah. and when everybody starts turning ash, like, well, we know they're not actually going to yeah, go because yeah. there's a film, there's that slated as a film, and that's going to be a sequel. So to the point where it's like, yeah, some of these people are going to stay dead, but who? That is the big question. But yeah, whereas when you're watching Endgame it not only surpassed expectations it played with them as well and I and I, I, that's why yeah well, I, that was something that kind of struck me whilst watching the end game is that I, I went into that just expecting it to be brutal yes and really hard going for pretty much the entire running time yeah but then it, it, when it becomes the kind of mid, mid-section and it's kind of and it becomes like a caper kind of heist movie yeah it become became a totally different film than I expected it was yeah, going to be. Absolutely, and it was it was better for that. Uh huh. Also, yeah, definitely. One one of the things that's kind of surprised me about it again, try to stay as spoiler free as possible and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've kind of already kind of touched on it and stuff, but like all all the kind of lead up to this movie for like the past year or whatever since Infinity War came out, like everybody kind of knew that time travel was going to be involved somehow. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was always expecting the characters to be brought back. But like whenever I thought of time travel being involved in the movie, I always kind of thought of everybody going back to one time, yeah, and like then kind of righting the wrong that Thanos had done, and like this instead plays out way more like a greatest hits kind yeah. of thing, yeah, uh, in like a really satisfying way where it's like, yeah, people, I, I, yeah, it's hard hard to talk more on that without spoiling it and stuff, but like just th- there's more locations and storylines and stuff going yeah. on than I expected mm-hmm. it to be definitely yeah. yeah I mean I don't really know if we could say anything I, I thought it was going to be like a from, lot more self-contained yeah mm-hmm. I mean apart from everything we've I think we've discussed as much as we can mm-hmm. without spoiling it so how about we get into I, I, I mean, we can probably talk a wee bit more I about heard it. someone describe it as a movie of three halves which I thought was <laughs> before I'd seen it I know it doesn't work mm-hmm. technically um, but it, it was like it felt you had the the morning at the start yeah, yeah. you had the, the the kind of people that had failed like, who yeah. don't know how to fail these characters who are mm-hmm. so superhuman failure isn't failure isn't an option mm-hmm. yeah. you would describe then you have the kind of light hearted middle section yeah. where like the plan's in motion yeah mm-hmm. Aye, exactly. and then like the, the big then, battle then, yeah yeah but and it, it didn't feel like any of those bits didn't fit. Like, yeah. Everything yeah. just clicked. Yeah. And everything was... I thought, personally for me, off our first viewing, and I've literally been two hours since I've seen it, Yeah. in terms of a more rounded movie, better than Infinity War. I would agree with that. Right. I... Because I, for I, me, I, Infinity I, War was an action movie, and it was continual action. A lot of story, of course, mm-hmm. I... But there's so much in Infinity War in terms of... State is uh, you're saying you know, states getting raised mm. and the just the, the, the general kind of tension of that and I mean I remember before getting into Infinity War having the same anxiety that I did the day before going mm. to see this sitting going oh who's going to who's, who's going to be the ones that are going to get killed off everyone's saying oh the contracts are up blah 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 yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah and we think about it logically that wasn't in the movie that had the stakes. Mm-hmm. Because we always knew there was going to be a second part, so there was no way that there was going to be such and such a mm-hmm. certain characters. Mm-hmm. And then this is the one that now has actually the real stakes. Yeah. But also has more 
more of a type of a, a varied type of movie. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I can think of to say without spoiling it was it's it really says something about a film where it feels like a global event. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not just it's not just this is a film. This is something and again it is the end of a, a, a you know it's an 11 year kind of saga but it is going to end this thing that we've all came to love and enjoy well most of us came to love and enjoy but part of me kind of felt like this must have been what it was like when the first Star Wars movie came out where it was a global mm. event that everybody was anticipating or maybe like I don't know did, did New Hope do particularly well in the cinema though fuck yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, was it, a, it wasn't expected to but, it was a cultural phenomenon I, I would say more like when Empire Strikes Back when people knew what they were getting it was probably more like this no but, yeah, thing, yeah, but Star, Star Wars I nobody am. had ever seen anything like that ever I mean invented things that we that are now a huge thing in cinema in terms of like cameras and special effects thing that was never seen before so it was a massive thing whereas the thing with Endgame is it's a global event for everybody it is the kind of thing like everybody goes to cinemas and they talk about films you see that film but it is the thing now that folk are, are talking around the water cooler like and you don't want to spoil it I mean there's times where I'm talking with someone in work about it mm. and I know that so and so hasn't seen it says right listen we can't talk about it mm. right I was like right come on in this room we'll talk about it because you don't you don't want it spoiled for it because you're like you want you should see this film if you really love the Marvel movie the Marvel Cinematic Universe but at the same time it, it's gonna it's gonna shatter you to pieces yeah. as, it, is, it is a draining film like, yeah. absolutely I think if you um, even if you're not a massive Marvel fan see, as long as you see your kind of base ones like your Civil War your Winter Soldier Infinity War mm-hmm. people that haven't seen like Ant-Man 2 Ant-Man's Die exactly and I made my mum and dad watch Ant-Man do that I mean Ant-Man 2 is fine it's possible but you should still see this because it's a cinema many times you get things this size Thor Dark World is not a great film no but in this film this makes it relevant in this film that's what I was going to say it makes it relevant because it tells you what you need to know about the relevance of what's about to happen in this film in Endgame to do with that, uh, to do with yeah. Thor Dark World. And again, I really fucking giggled at the bit where Hemsworth's talking about... Hey, careful. All right, okay. Yeah. Right, okay, we'll, we'll get into that. But yeah, sorry. So yeah, it made it, made it like what you're saying about a greatest hits. It made the shit ones feel... Really yeah. 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 That, that's the thing as well, though. Like, it, this also kind of muddies the water in that part for like people who somehow didn't watch a lot of these movies in the mm. past decade and stuff but like now because of how big this is and how relevant it is if they want to get on board mm. like before this movie you could have been like don't bother watching Thor 1 and 2 don't bother watching Ant-Man 2 don't bother watching Iron Man 2 I mean the Russo but now, said watch the Russo said watch our movies basically yeah. <laughs> was, I was like oh you need to watch the Civil War Infinity War but like now um, though well, now though I think it's like the more of those films you've seen, the more this is gonna. Yeah, the more you get. You need to watch Avengers. Yeah, you need to watch all of them. Like even Maybe even you need to watch Ultron. Oh, yeah, 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 you do. Yeah, all of them, yeah. absolutely every single. They've managed to make it so that every single one of those movies has. If you've yeah. seen it, it has a bit of a payoff that just mm-hmm. adds to the overall effect yeah. of this film. Like they've done it really expertly, man. I it's think... like under three hours, and they've got like, you know, such a. A satisfying film under mm-hmm. their belt like that's I mean that really is the main word for me for it is like at no point 
was I like dissatisfied or unsatisfied with what yeah. was going on? Mm-hmm. Like the the payoff, the setup, the plan itself, like the the whole kind of somber tone at the start after everything's just been mm-hmm. fucked. Like every all the the whole film done exactly what you wanted it to do in all the ways you wanted it to mm-hmm. to happen. It's a first time as well. First time I mean nothing's ever went this way in terms of three movies a year that have been leading to something. Yeah, that, that kind of long long storytelling payoff. Yeah. In fact, like um, more to the point, man. Like, like after like the original success of Avengers and all the rest of it, like other people have tried and failed at mm-hmm, every yeah. fucking turn. Yeah, like, DC, how yeah. many other like connected universes but have yeah. all just fucking yeah. shot themselves in but the yeah. foot? Like Marvel, like really kind of they they've set the mark, and everyone's trying to copy them. The Conjuring vs. DC. Like we're talking about how how well Marvel has done it, and this is credit to Disney for this. Like Disney distribute it, but they let Marvel get on with what they're doing because they know what they're doing. Yeah. Warner's being owned by DC, uh, sorry, or own, owning sorry the, the DC distribution rights and things like that. Mm-hmm. There's still a studio that is, that is looking over and yeah. maybe like, well, we need this, we need that, as opposed to DC having their own uh, their own uh, studio. Aye. And again, it's the same as like the Disney owning Pixar. They let Pixar do what they want because it's a winning formula. Marvel exactly. are a winning formula. So they they put, in, they yeah, it's like yeah, that's their yeah, it's their stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's their stuff. They know what they're doing. Just let them go on. We'll distribute it. We'll take some cash from that. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I remember when the first Avengers movie was coming out, and I said, "How are they going to fit four superheroes oh, into yeah. one movie? That's not going to work." I, I, yeah. Sitting going, this is going. To, I mean, I really hope it's going to be good, but it's not. It's, it's going to be a fucking shambles. No. And then yeah. you went to, you went. That was. But yeah. Pitch, tone, everything, yeah. action. Again, perfect. you know, like again, I remember coming out of Avengers Assemble, and I'm like. I'm going to go watch I could watch that again yeah. immediately mm. that's how yep. much I fucking enjoyed it and same as Gardens of the Galaxy when I was like I could sit in there again and watch mm. the whole fucking thing because it was just like you said the perfect mix of everything mm. I will say as well like something I think that they've always done a good job in with the, the more kind of collaborative movies like the, the bigger Avengers and Civil Wars and stuff like that yeah. is like even the characters who don't have superpowers feel in some ways even more relevant than yeah. a lot of the ones that do yeah. like a Black Widow Rhodey in this one, a uh, Hawkeye. Specifically, this movie. Yeah, no, like not just this one, but like most of them. But like this one especially, mm-hmm. like a uh, Rhodey, Hawkeye, and Black Widow are all like Massive. mega, right. mega important to this. Like a uh, Rhodey more so than anybody else. He's always been like the bit part, yeah. kind of side character. Like, yeah. uh, you know, like they even make fun of him in Age Ultron about how like his impressive stories are nothing compared to the stories of everybody <laughs> yeah. else and stuff. And in this one, like he is such a key player for like a big chunk of that movie. Mm, yeah. Uh, when even for like, when, when even for like, Captain America are kind of just there, like they don't really do anything for like a big chunk of it. And and he's the driving force behind. Like he's even like the one that kind of brings them all together mm. at a point. Like, I, I, I think they made a conscious effort in this one mm. to have those maybe what you call them side characters. Yeah. To have yeah. That, a proper arc like your Hawkeye arc was. Mm-hmm. Aye. one of the best bits also Aye. one of the fucking best scenes in that movie for me like was when you when you finally see him like it was in the trailer the reveal of what he looks like and stuff but like Aye. that whole oh, sequence, sequence like the, the whole bit oh. in Tokyo looked absolutely brutal. great it was yeah. excellent I mean you actually see like, the thing is well we're talking about like we were talking earlier on about uh, 
kids movies. Yeah. Kids are allowed to come in to see this. This guy is literally there's blood aye, coming out his aye, throat. Like, and yeah. he's sitting going you see yeah. somebody get their throat slit and then it's implied and there's a big slit across their throat it's, it's implied they get stabbed through the face yeah. Yeah. That, that was that, one thing yeah. Yeah. the angle of that sword could only really right. mean that yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah like, uh, there's not too much more I can really say yeah. about it without going into spoilers yeah so from now on we are going to go into spoiler territory so if you haven't watched uh, if you haven't watched Endgame or Infinity War yeah, well you should have you should see both but Get Endgame watched uh, and then listen to the rest of this podcast because from now on we are going to spoil it and talk about it in Chris Evans's ass in great detail. So see that bit. Right. So see that bit where four beheads Thanos, man. What? Oh, yeah. Genuinely, yeah. I was not expecting that earlier on. Mm-hmm. I spoke, to, spoke to Paco about. I thought personally Thanos was going to be a bit part player. I thought. <laughs> I thought the way the film was going to go is it was going to be a heist slash chase movie. Yeah. Right. As in, they are travelling through time trying to get either Infinity Stones or something to... To give them yeah, the upper hand. Yeah, yeah. And he was going to be coming after them. Yeah. But I mean, that, that is essentially what you got. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of yeah. similar, but it wasn't as much yeah. of the Thanos I, part. I quite liked as well, because I, I, <laughs> I liked how they referenced it, but I was, and as I said, uh, I had recently watched Back to the Future 2 and I was like this is Back to the Future 2 I was is like, this not Terminator? Yeah, I was <laughs> like man, yeah so like this guy did a thing it's not the sports almanac but he needs to go back and stop him from fucking Aye. getting the shit and I was like don't yeah, have sex with your mum yeah, 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 yeah I was like man <laughs> yeah. and again when we're talking about the splitting of teams uh, like we were talking about like what I was I nearly said about he- like Hemsworth that I really like how he talks about uh, the briefing when they're talking about right we need to find the Infinity Stones at this point in certain times and gather them all before Thanos gets them and then at one point Hemsworth is like so I had to defeat these things called the Dark Elves ooh (laughs) I like how he kind of rips them because there's nothing they are kind of seen as a joke villains because they're kind of rubbish it's not really a stone it's more a kind of gloop Ah, it's like a gloopy (laughs) yeah like he has a go at uh, Captain America for having said stone and again when we're talking about the whole Back to the Future 2 thing and a lot of things was nice it was really cool because when those characters go back to certain events like in Avengers Assemble they go back to the big New York see the, the Hulk and yeah. you see Robert <laughs> Redford's character I, from yeah. I was like great Natalie Portman in the Thor's part and that, I was like that was yeah, that like, see, cool. see when they don't, even, don't even give yeah. Natalie Portman oh, yeah. lines no <laughs> and then literally oh there's Portman yeah. oh, right. okay, and right. even when before that when they go to New Asgard and you see Korg you're like yeah man everyone fucking loved him in Ragnarok's good so a couple of things uh, I was expecting an after credit scene where you see Loki again because, like, they make a point that he's alive. Like, he yeah. grabbed it, he grabbed this fucking tesseract and he warped out in the past. Yeah. He's alive uh, well, again. We've got a Disney streaming show. plus. Show yeah. yeah, but like, I was expecting something with him again, and it was just like because that was the point where going from like what I originally thought the movie was going to be, where everybody goes back in time to the same point in time, and then it's like yes, the movie just yeah. goes linear. Right. Like uh, when they all split up and stuff. And then, like, at that point where Loki gets one of the stones and then uh, Nebula has, like, a link to Nebula in the past. Mm-hmm. So Thanos finds out the plan. I was like, holy fuck. So, like, past Thanos and Loki are now running around. And, like, I thought it was going to be, like, a thing where it escalates. Like, the plan like was so simple. No, no, not even that. Like, just, like I just thought it was going to be, like, a... turns around and says, by the way, this prick kills you. <laughs> Eventually, this or, or even just, like, is, is that thing where just all the villains from the previous movies... Uh, taking it out of context like they got beaten once 
but like mm. in comic books like villains rarely die in a way where like you know yeah, at the yeah. end of the thing so I thought it was going to be like no, nobody really dies in comic but, books but no one's ever really gone <laughs> was there um, was that an actual kind of Loki heist was that made null and void by them going back again yes no, well, no, 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 actually, no, because no. that was a thing. Timeline, yeah, because Hulk explained rules right. of when you go back, that is still technically your future. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I wasn't sure if that was If anything, that's even that, that part where the Hulk is explaining about like, the corrupted timelines to mm. uh, the ancient one, which again. Tilda Swinton, it was really good to see her in this. Mm, like, I, I thought that was a, yeah. a good, good section yeah, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that, if anything, that opens up more for what's possibly going to happen down the line. Mm. Where now Loki has one of those stones and he has fucked up a timeline. Like, who, who the fuck knows what happens after that? Like, because even then, when you think about it, after that point uh, in the kind of timeline, not just that, but like Captain Marvel dealt with the Tesseract. Uh, in the kind of yeah, recent yeah, film yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. how does that play out yeah. now that uh, Loki's got it? All well, that, that stuff. There's like Captain a bunch Marvel of stuff. Was in the 90s, so not not that part. Well, was it again? Yeah, Captain Marvel was in 2012. Captain Marvel was the Tesseract in the 90s. Again, so she should be still hench as fuck. But not only that, you've also got when we see old Steve Rogers who lived his life. Yeah, like how did everything he do? How did like you know his? How was his timeline affected? Given that no, because, because old, Steve, old Steve Rogers was young Steve, like that time Steve Rogers is future. Yeah, right, I've right, heard right. though as well. Like maybe he because Peggy Carter's always been married, but he's always been anonymous. Maybe he's um, went back and he's just said we'll just we'll always live our together. Yeah, yeah. she said, oh, but she's agent of shield, but then we'll. She's, she's the only, head of shield, but well, she, can make, yeah. she can make people disappear That's if right. she wants to. Yeah. And the only time he gets to see her is when she's got dementia. In, uh, in, uh, in Winter yeah. Soldier. Exactly. So yeah. when he's looking she's like, oh, Steve, you know. Is, uh, that, you know, that is actually a good way to explain that terrible line. Yeah, how, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go through it like, chronologically well, in terms what? of well, the movie? Because I think it's because the way the movie is, chronology and the way it talking about it is quite well, important I know, yeah we could do that I, I, no, wrote, I don't, no, so I just I wrote down moments where I'm going to say a moment and just yeah. how you felt about that moment um, but we could do it your way as well no no, no you're here I'm not what would you rather either or I'm man. a Padawan right. I mean, s- sloppy, sloppy and all over the fucking place because right, again there is a lot of fucking as we said about this film there's a lot of times where you felt joy you felt happy you felt fucking shattered beyond fucking repair. So here's a here's some of the. I'm, I'm no doubt I've missed some. Captain so, Marvel's new haircut. Uh, that wasn't a moment. But how did you feel about it? <laughs> I thought uh, it was dead good. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a haircut, and I didn't right. care. Plus, when she's so, crashing through ships, her hair's not gonna get caught yeah. in it. Man, that yeah. that was like a cool bit where like she just <laughs> yeah yeah. So before they go back, we learn Iron Man's got a kid. That was so, excellent. So, no, I, stake, I liked that. so you talk about the stakes getting up. So you're like, man, he's yeah. made a life for himself. Aye. He doesn't want to help them yeah. because this mm. is life now, and he's got a kid. And he's kind of got everything he wanted. Because that does like it's one of those things where if this movie had picked up just the 23 days after Infinity Aye. War, or whatever, like all everything, everything is like so kind of yeah. raw to everybody. 
that like what you're thinking about is undoing the damage but like five years is enough time for people to yeah, move, to on, move on, on and for like for other things to become important like yep, it's, just, it's just this is the world we failed yeah. and that is just what we yeah, got yeah that's got, such a got. that's such a more complicated standpoint than just picking up where they left yeah. off from <clears> and then you see Cap and having a group chat about like with his pals or well not pal but it's, like, it's almost not like a it's like an AA meme but it's not AA yeah, it's like they're basically talking about yeah, yeah this is how so yeah I went on a date and this happened and that happened this, so, so yeah. one of the I knew it was one of the Russo's I couldn't tell you which one the one issue I had about is when they're panning over cities is the fact that there's cities of like 30 million people yeah, it's decimated. Yeah, you know, there's still yeah. 15 million there. That's being permitted. They do make it seem more apocalyptic than it maybe should yeah. have been at that point. Um, well, I still think, like, like when Scott Lyon's going back to his house in San Francisco and there's trash everywhere, and it's like five years is enough time to get public services back up and running. Plus, still get cable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. The electricity still that's, on. That's maybe one of the bigger grapes of the whole film. Is like they don't do a good job with the world building with that specific thing. Yeah. Where like the they want it to be like that Thanos' finger snap, where half the people, half the life forms died. Yeah. They want that to seem really grave, but at the same time, they do still have like an alarming amount of like there's still a guy, a man in a security booth, mm. a, a a a storage locker yeah. place. Do you mean like nothing had happened? That sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, parts of it are still like really mundane, but other parts are apocalyptic. It kind of did feel a bit weird right. that way. But that's such a me, such it's, a it's fucking. Pernicky, isn't yeah. it? It's been it's been picky for the sake of yeah. it because yeah. it, it doesn't nothing. draw you out of the narrative. No. Yeah. So again, distract me too much. So I, no. I, I noted it and then went yeah. whatever. Do you know nah. what? I'm on yeah. board with that. It doesn't um, matter because people might be fucking underground. They might be just. Mm. Yeah. Just, it's a whole different life that we wouldn't understand anyway. Yeah. Again, it was. We were talking about like little moments, and again, kind of talked about Dark World, but Thor getting to see his mum, knowing it was the last time. Her, her knowing straight away, I thought yeah. was like a, a really good kind of part of that. Like she, she basically very, knew very she good. was fucked that day. Yeah. She knew she She's was like, going to die. Live your life. This is you have to live your life and be who you want to be, kind of thing. That mm-hmm. was all great. Uh, well, well, if you're going to talk about Thor, Thor you to talk about the fact that he's Thor. Thor. <laughs> that was fucking great. Yeah. That was really funny. Yeah. Like. I talked earlier about uh, having a really good comedy side character, and that's something that for Thor, for a lot of the films, they didn't know what to do with. Ragnarok nailed it, and yeah. then yeah. Uh, Infinity War again, brilliant. Even in Assembly, he's got his moments. But Even really like in the... this one. He has so much to do and he looks like he's having a fucking ball yeah, doing it. Yeah. He's got a dad bod in New Asgard. He's <laughs> drinking beer. Innocent gun and iron brew. Yeah. Probably he, a deep fried mouse yeah, The yeah. fact that he's like so fucking shredded and makes all of us average human beings look fucking dicks. And then you see him and he is just a guy with a dad bod it, having it, a beer. He looks like a 1980s wrestler. He does. <laughs> he does. He like he is. He's kind of muscly, but he's fat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just a, just a kind of barrel that. kind of belly. Yeah. Yeah. It's even it's solid. Side. It's when he turns yeah. his back and he's got the side bits. Like, even even eye stuff eye. like uh, all the the kind of little kind of shorts they've done. Uh, between movies where like he's got like a flatmate and he's just living such a mundane <laughs> life the fact that he's like this all powerful fucking demigod from another planet and he's just he's wasting his time sitting playing Fortnite like a uh, arguing with kids online I, is, was it Fortnite they were playing yeah, Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah. I mean, of course I it was, was fucking Fortnite Thor because Thor had had his kind of dramatic phase yeah. the first time he'd ever really seen a proper dramatic phase for him in Infinity War yeah. Thor, so, Thor always works best in selling the comics is when it's kind of 
a more light-hearted kind yeah. of fantasy romp. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a bit, he's a bit of a ridiculous yeah. character yeah. the way he talks and everything yeah. in the but comic books. But in Infinity War, he actually had a, yeah. a a narrative that was dramatic and it was yeah. a bit a, a bit more. Well, yeah, because he still had it in this movie, but yeah, that's brought him back in. Quick, quick, quickly, side. it's kind of like they find Thanos. And he beheads him and kills him, and then it's like I, after taking, his, hand off. After taking yeah. his arm off, <laughs> and, and he takes his arm off, then his head, and then he's left with this fucking guilt. And you're not, and when they're in New Asgard, you don't say Thanos, and he's going through all that, and he has a nice wee moment. Him and Rocket have another nice moment in this yeah. film. They have it in Infinity War, and in this, they talk about like you know what everything was taken away from me, my family, and everything. Only I only ever belonged here, and it's up to you. You gotta help me and things like that. Loads of little really fucking nice moments. Thor was really funny and mm. it was pro. It's the best he's been in the film. Just it's really, really. It, it totally like th- this performance as well as Infinity War and Ragnarok really hammer home just how fucking wasted he was in like a Thor every one and other, two. Yeah. Every, every yeah. other Thor yeah. performance. It's, he's so fucking dull in those first couple of movies mm. and stuff. And like you can even see Ultron it. Even in Avengers, he's very underused. Even with the Loki aspect yeah. in Avengers, Lee, Lee it's per- still just. He's yeah, Lee McPherson said it best. He's like, Joss Whedon hasn't got a fucking clue what, what to, do. to do with Thor, and I was like, that's absolutely true. When you watch mm-hmm. Assemble and that, he's like, yeah, he doesn't know what but to like, do. See, in this one, especially like the the very last scene where he's aboard the Guardians of the Galaxy ship and like he kind of having his back, he's, yeah, he's having his back and forth <laughs> with Killer, but uh, we all know who's in charge. Yes, like, do. Yeah, that that whole bit, like Chris Hemsworth is such a fucking good comedic actor. Like yeah. it really shines through in that moment. Like to have him be such a fucking droll person uh, for so many of the movies, again, like so fucking crazy. Yeah, something I didn't expect because again, Hemsworth's contracts up, and I'm like, I will happily see him in Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah, I was like, yeah. that will be a fucking welcome addition to that uh, franchise yeah. in that film. The bit that I was ready to go, so Tony had died. Well, I was gonna. I'll read. I'll read out. Hold, some hold on, hold on. All right, on you go. So we'd already had a lot of drama, dramatism, dramatic, dramatic scenes mm-hmm. and he was standing on the edge of that cliff with Tessa Thompson oh, yeah, yeah. and I was sitting in he's going to fucking Odin us just I was vanish. prepared for him he just goes yeah. you know what I'm done I'm tired Force ghost it. I, 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 I'm tired I just need to I need to stop I need mm-hmm. to be with my dad and I'm sitting going don't you fucking do it man I'll yeah. tip me over the edge and I uh, thank fucking ever but yeah. I was totally prepared because it was set up the exact yeah. same way as I never even thought Loki, of that, but yeah, you're right. Loki and Thor with Odin, yeah, and he just he just looked as if he was fucking done, and I was yeah. like, don't don't you do it? Also, like <laughs> just when we were still on the topic of Thor, uh, when they first introduced him and like he was all fat and stuff, like it was really initially funny in that, but I like was absolutely expecting them to do like some kind of montage where he gets back in shape or yeah. just some MacGuffin. <laughs> like, like see, see, they keep see him fat. the final battle where he where he get, calls a hammer. And he's letting his normal gear and the hammer turns and now the lightning goes and he's in his proper costume, but he's down. He's still fat. Yeah. He's still he's brown. His beard's been braided. Uh, it's been braided. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really different. Lightning braids his beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they'll do that with Guardians 3 where you'll get a montage where he's uh, just back to normal buff. Yeah. And Quill just and Quill's like try, he's trying to keep up with it. Yeah. I really hope they go down the line of Parks and Rec where they make the joke about Chris Pratt going from being a fat guy to, to being yeah. skinny. And the joke is, yeah, just... He, he, he drank some beers. He could probably yeah. do with like a ten minutes at the start because obviously in Infinity War they were talking about how he's like chiseled from aye, cement aye. and, and they, they call one sandwich. One sandwich fat. Be fat, yeah. And then the first ten minutes is Quill just being like, "Fucking look at me!" And then Thor just decides to do what he does yeah. and he's yeah. a god. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'd happily, <laughs> happily take that. Uh, the next kind of moment is when Romanov and Hawkeye go to find go to get the soul stone and Romanov dies. I really like Neil like you said earlier on there was too many fake outs in that but that was no, was no, you? I well, don't, I didn't think I don't find there was, as much. I, I don't find there was too many fake outs. I just I don't know what, I think there was there would have been more impact if Hawkeye had died. Uh, no, I know because of the family. But like it totally makes sense. Too similar to the Gamora. Um it was bit, in fact it was pretty much it was Thanos and Gamora side, but they were trying to instead of him wanting to sacrifice her, they were wanting to sacrifice each other. Mm. There was too many fake outs like, mm. Oh, I'll trip your leg up, then I'll trip I know, your leg I, up and then we'll fall over and it looks like I'm gonna go. Mm. I think it would have paid off better if at that point It was just more sudden she you? just went. Yeah. I thought that would have been a better payoff because I was I was when it was happening, all these wee fake out bits and grabbing each other and all that, I thought she's gonna die. But it was in my head and I was already known she was gonna die. It wasn't as impactful as the Gamora saying it's also because I didn't expect the Gamora thing. I, I quite liked I quite liked it though, like from the get go, as soon as you see the two of them board that ship and they're off to Vormer And they're already unhappy about it. Aye, yeah. Like they, they don't know what what's in store for them but all the fucking audience Why did. No that's I mean, like, I think like the only person that really knew was Nebula. Really, like well, nobody they, else knew what was in store. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, like Tony, Tony, Tony knew didn't know. Gamora never came back. Yeah, but because they explain it at the end, and then I would imagine when they're playing that football thing that they would have spoken about something. But uh, yeah, like that that whole bit, like as the audience had known that the only way they're getting that story is by somebody dying yeah. and like that's something that they have established since the very first Avengers movie is how close the two yeah. of them are yeah. so that whole thing like from the get go is like how the fuck is this going to play out and they, this isn't like it's a long way to Budapest yeah because like you, the last thing that was ever going to happen was like one of them purposefully killing the other one so you knew it was going to be coming down to a fight of who the fuck mm. kills themselves and both of those characters are in positions where they're both like racked with guilt in a way that they both mm. kind of want to die. Yeah. Like, because Romanov's whole thing as well has been like from the get go, she's got read in the ledger and she wants Aye. to pay it off in that. And, like, that she has her whole speech about how for a while she was terrible, then the Avengers came along and it raised her above and made her mm. better than she was in that. Yeah. And like, all, all of Hawkeye's <laughs> problems, I mean, as much as you're right, like the fact that if he still had people to care about at the end, kind of thing, it would have been kind of impactful, but. He's been put through the ringer for fucking movies now, man. Like in Age Ultron as well. Like just there's so much of it is kind of about him just being the kind of old guy that's out of place and hard to keep up with everybody else and no, stuff. Maybe and then, like, I just want the ending of the mist in every film I see. <laughs> I, I I like the way, the way this paid off, especially considering you do kind of expect it to be him just because he is the older guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the fact that it was her and like yeah. such a out of nowhere because like that's. I would never have thought that would be the way that she dies mm. in those yeah. films. I didn't even think she was going to die no, in those no, films. She wasn't one of the ones I had in my list. Yeah, yeah. same. Top five. Yeah. She wouldn't have been in it. In yeah. terms of Again, going to die. Mm-hmm. Even when... And after, now she's one of the only ones who are dead. Yeah, after... Actually fully. After she died... Mm, she's getting her own solo movie. Yeah. Next couple of years. After she <laughs> died and they have that scene where they're all kind of mourning it. I think it's just maybe because I was so... I was, I was so into the film... I was just like, she ain't really dead. And it was only really like when yesterday Banner, or right. yesterday, even the day 
where I thought about the folk that die in this film and I'm like, no, man, they fucking killed them. Wow. Like, it really kind of hit me. I was like, man, Romanoff is such a good character, but she's also quite a tragic character. That mm. She almost died alone and had a lot of other unresolved stuff. And it really, I was like, man, that is... And Especially again, I think there's a line where it says, she didn't get to see us... Thing, but Scarlet Witch like no she knows kind yeah. of thing but I was but like e- even like the, the bit near the start like the first act where she's essentially now Nick Fury's kind of mm. character like she's the one yeah. kind of organising stuff behind mm. the scenes terrible bitch e- even that <laughs> but yeah but that, like she just looked everybody that bit looked yeah. so fucking run down oh, and bummed yeah. out yeah. so like it, it worked it added to it oh. even um, but like seeing her as like the one pulling the strings like that was also like a nice wee payoff after just all the you know, stuff that came before yeah. it and that mm. She's trying uh, to just bring some form of yeah. um, cohesion. Just yeah. She's just trying to keep everybody uh-huh. together, and it's like, oh, we've got cartel members that are getting murdered. Yeah. Mm. The okay. Uh, and you get Carol, who is trying to sort out the rest of the universe yeah, yeah, on, her, yeah. on her own. I'm sure it was easier if you get a, a bit of a buzz cut. Yeah. You get uh, Rocket and uh, all these stuff, and she's. She's the one like, that yeah. is. She's the natural successor because there's fucking nobody, nobody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even Steve like Steve is the one. To do it. Uh, after Infinity War, I remember saying as well that I hope that Endgame starts with them fucking destroying the time crystal because that was everybody's. Oh, the time crystal, the time crystal. Mm-hmm. Just gonna fix it with the time crystal. And then sure enough, man, not just that one, but they fucking destroy all of them at the start. Like, I had a fucking huge grin in my face when they turned that gauntlet over and there was nothing in it. Yeah. And he's like, I, I used the stones to destroy the stones. I was like, fucking yes! That was, that was an incredible opening scene. Yeah, I thought like, they got that the, pitch yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Where the fuck do we go from here? Because it came so early. Yeah. I didn't even expect to make it near Thanos for a while. Yeah, yeah, same. Like, Thanos wasn't in it massively. Yeah, and I fucking... said to you, I thought, I think Thanos is going to be a bit part player. And as I said, the way I thought it was going to be him chasing them. So that didn't work. Mm-hmm. But we've just gone there and just yeah. gone, do you know what? You're a fucking, yeah. you're a pussy now. The, the, yeah, they get him. They catch cool. him. I, I, I will say off. though, like, the, he, considering he, how... He's done as well. He considering was. how easily they kill him at the start of that movie, that kind of does... Like just make the end be a bit contrived where he just takes on so many people without any stones on his own. No, because fucked. I think the thing is that he's used the power of st- because at he's the end weakened, of Infinity War, yeah. it's just his arm that's done. But you see, you see his face, and his face yeah. is gone. Uh, I think he's just a and, guy that and just it was like wants. A total... if, if I die, I die. I'm just done. Yeah. Like yeah. I've done what I've yeah. set out to do. He, he was also surprised as well. Yeah. He was surprised, I. And yeah. I mean, he's just kind of like. I'm done now. But yeah. when the when he yeah. at the end in the end battle, he is someone from what five years, nine years it was. I mean, he's a titan. He's a yeah. god essentially. He's well, a, the same power as Thor yeah. from but yeah, from what I understood anyway. Yeah, the ne- again the next moment we kind of talked about it just there and we were briefly talking about it with Thor that like end fight Thor. Thanos is getting pretty fucking down to it. Oh, and then, yeah, and man. then the biggest pop in the cinema happened for us where the hammer starts moving yeah. and it comes yeah. to that. And everybody's everybody, man. Like, everybody was And I was fucking... sitting there like, fuck, Because it's not even like, because it's, it's not even like everybody, like before this came out as well, there was like all the kind of internet, IGN and all this, were like, will Captain use Thor's hammer? And like, you always just think like, if he does, it'll be like a total joke thing and he picks up and uses it once. But he fucking, Bones like, yeah. absolutely <laughs> does a, a good job of just wrecking shop with that fucking 
fucking thing yeah. for a good couple of minutes. And the music plays, and he's fucking, you know, ready to like go. He, he looks like he should have it, which yeah, is the big right. thing. Like, and then and that, the, that and the shield together. Like, like, yeah. Yeah, and and then you've got that kind of scuffle, and then again, it shows a really good shot of uh, Thanos saying this isn't personal, and Cap is standing there fucked. Shield's a bit fucked. He's got the hammer, and then it is, yeah. And then it's like Thanos is like, "I'm going to enjoy this." And then you just see like the fucking Chitari and all his fucking army. You're like, "There's Cap standing," and then the portal start open, and you're like, "That was fucking incredible." Coming to the next moment, well, I would uh, say, like, see for that part, like, I did not recognize that that was Falcon talking to me. The comms, I thought it was Rhodey. I I wasn't even sure. I didn't click with you. They just all fucking. Yeah. The one thing I. From both oh. movies, right. Shuri never got a death or reimagine the scene. Shuri was Shuri's brilliant. Yeah. Like, she should have had an on-screen death. Yeah. She just kind of she got knocked over by that fucking Corvus. Corvus for yeah. Corvus, aye. Yeah. And one thing, no matter how many times reality changes, one thing is consistent: the Black Order are fucking rubbish. so bad. Like also, they're, they're better in this than they were yeah. in Infinity War. Well, Briefly, uh, I mean, you see yeah. Corvus Glaive getting fucking speared by somebody. And yeah, like, so, oh god! Yeah. Then, like, see, like that, that was another part. Like uh, when when they do kind of reveal what the plan is, and they're going back in time, and it is that kind of moment of oh shit, hold on a second. Like the Black Order are still alive back here. Right. I had high hopes for that. Like I totally yeah. thought it was going to be like they purposefully made them kind of shit in Infinity War because this was the movie they were going to be the threat in. Yeah. But then it's mm-hmm. like Ant Man stands on Obsidian Cole. Oh, does he? Uh, I didn't even. Yeah, that. yeah, he just fucking stands on him. Well, what and then like, she's not even in it. She gets she seen while they all stand. In it, yeah. They all stand yeah. at the front as if I would. Now we're going to show you what we're going yeah. to do. Look, and. Obviously, uh, gets stabbed by one of the main characters. I can't remember exactly who it is. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it's from Wakanda. Was it not uh, Black Panther? It was uh, Akoye. Yes, I think. It's, I think Akoye. that's just get stabbed off. Right. I, I don't know. Oh, that seems like seems what, familiar. What even happens to a uh, Proxima Midnight? No, no. She, the the mall one. What's he his face? he gets dusted. Right. Uh, he he's uh, sitting. He's floating in rocks or something. Yeah. That's if, if I was to um, say like if there's any kind of big-ish feeling of those two movies is that those oh, villains are them. fucking so just um, they were so hyped up they were told we were told before it that these people individually would be a match for the Avengers it's because they should they should have been they're, yeah. they're amazing characters they, in the comics they, they, they should have been they should have been laced throughout the other movies there should have been like several encounters with Avengers over the course of a good five or six different yeah. films where they actually like if not win at least fuck up yeah. the, the heroes mm. enough I mean, to well, become like a threat I mean the the Marvel Cinematic Universe is 10, 11 years 11 now, years. 11 now like. and, but the whole Thanos thing hasn't been since Iron Man 1 I mean uh, Joss Whedon put Thanos in at the end of the Avengers mm-hmm. just as a fan service thing he, he's yeah. even said that he said I just put Thanos in you because everyone see, will go fuck that's good see the amount of people he, he put, uh, <laughs> uh, to challenge them is to quote death see, not quote death at all it? it's not got his comic book arc in there yeah. so they're kind of developing yeah. it for six years I, I will see that so, as well actually like not his motivation I said this after Infinity War as well his motivation just being 
like the whole kind of obsession with balance and like uh, trying to keep some kind of perverted order kind mm. of thing to the universe is way better than the comics version of yeah. he's doing it to impress a chick. Ah, well, see, why, see, yeah. yeah, and he's also got a, a fun helicopter in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> see, his, com- his comic fucking motivation is fucking see, lame. See, in the, see uh, the end of Avengers Assemble when you first see Thanos. We like worked. I thought this, it was Red Skull because we we worked at the cinema the and see them in the photo. They're like, "Oh man's a Hellboy." I was like, yep, fantastic. This is the yeah. crowd we are with. Right, I so, genuinely <laughs> thought it was Red Skull. Yeah, because I didn't so, know enough about the comic. We talked, right, so I, t- I talked about the portal opening, but I'm going to take you back to one of the best lines at the start of the film. And it's when Tony Stark and uh, Nebula are rescued and taken back to the Avengers compound. And when Tony... Is it when she says, watch out in the landing, Rody, there's an idiot in the landing field? No, 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 no. No, no, no. It's, when, it's when Iron Man and Cap are kind of reunited and he's like, I lost the kid. Yeah. And Aye. then when the portal's open and you see Spider-Man and Iron Man Aye. embrace, that was a hell of a moment. Uh, Mr. Stark, we were dusted. And yeah. then he said, like, Doc, hey, Doctor Strange, he told me it was five years later. Yeah. And then we need to help you. And he just cuddles him in and <laughs> I was like, fuck. Because again, that bit at the start, he's like, the first thing he says, I lost the kid. It's like, right. just, I really fucking love that. Because he's all, I mean, homecoming, Cap, having the Cap's, two of them. Cap's response to that line is also we really all, good. We lost we, that. We all, yeah. we all lost. But again, I was like, I know that, just that one line, I mean, Downey Jr.'s really good at being, he's mm-hmm. just a good actor, but he's really good at being Iron Man. But I like Tony kind of masking a lot of his emotions sometimes and sometimes it's just a line or something it's kind of like when Coulson dies and he's like we are not soldiers and all that and like you know he said you know he says his name was Phil and all that something where it's like it's guilt lurking in there and he feels personally responsible and because Spider-Man and him had built this relationship up relationship up and when he's like I don't want I don't want to go Mr. Stark and he loses him in Infinity War to have that moment reunited in amongst this giant fucking battles about ensue was really good. Yeah. And also, it, it really like, fucking I had a lump in my sticking with uh, uh, Tom Holland, like his reuniting with Ned in the school was also yeah. pretty fucking uh, good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was, he's well, yeah. yeah, very, very so, good. So, see the upcoming Spider-Man film is that set after? Well, we don't yeah. know. Endgame uh, is, I, is, I, is it? I don't know. Fury's his mentor. So Tony's just dead. And Kevin Feige has said that that is the actual end of this phase three. Yeah. So you go. Um, but again, yeah, that was, that, that was phase a... one, didn't they? When said Ant Man was the end of phase yeah, one, yeah. and you're sitting going, it's, yeah, it's, it's not really, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of, I'll say that, yeah. but I mean, this is the end of phase one. Oh, yeah, yeah that's a d- definitive end because as I it's an, a 10 year character, that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I never really put much thought into this moment, but it is again, like, fuck, that's heartbreaking as well. Is when we get when. Quill gets to see Gamora again mm. and it's not his Gamora and then but she does, she does that but also when you know that happens Who and, gets he's, and, he, and he's searching for her and it's like no man she's been dusted Aye. and then because he, Tony had done it because he was taking out Thanos I was going to that was generally going to specifically mention yeah. it Tony's went ah you're one of Thanos he's fucked you exactly now. and again you see him kinda, <laughs> you see Quill searching and it is a bit of a moment and then Thor comes in and it gets getting light hard and that. Yeah. but again even then it took me a while really I was like fuck I kind of almost forgot yeah she's dusted man she, she's he's, gone he's not going to find her yeah. that was again it can't be the I, 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 I kind of thought I was like fuck I mean then it hit me as much as like it might as the, some of the other moments again tell you what else just, actually see I don't know why it's made me think of this just now 
but uh, all those Avengers movies, there's like loads of kind of shots where they're not at the same location, but they're all talking to each other over comms and stuff mm-hmm. to coordinate. Mm-hmm. This one was really good, having Thanos speaking to Corvus and uh, Ebony Mon, all the rest of it, like in the same way, like they mm-hmm. all had like the kind of yeah. the, the the same kind of setup. Yeah, and again, like we were talking about briefly about contracts being up, and it was like. Evans said a big buy on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I, I've had a pleasure playing this character, and that's it. Hemsworth's contract was up, and again, in my, I was like, right, what's going to happen? Is Cap's going to sacrifice himself? He's going to fucking do it for all of us, and that. Mm-hmm. And then we get the fucking huge gut punch at, at the end. Once you think you're fucking fine, yeah. After you've kind of got over Tony, yeah. And then see, see, you soon though, like. Like we mentioned it in the show last week and stuff, and you kind of spoken to us about it about him getting stuck in the past. As soon as he was the one returning the stones, it was like yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, so that, kind of, I'd guessed it. I see. I, I, I thought they would have found a gravestone. I I thought I would have guessed Stark when it's like he's got a kid and a wife now. It's like so he's the one to lose everything, Aye. and then Doctor Strange says, "I can't tell you because it won't happen." And then he manages to he, yeah, and he manages to get the gauntlet, and he says. An infamous line that kind of all fucking had us excited all those t- years ago when he goes, I am Iron Man. Mm. He clicks his fingers. Thanos' army is no more. Thanos f- goes away. And Thanos then, doesn't actually, like, he sits there he for sits, a I, fucking... He, he I was sits like there. Some he, kind he, of fucking he's a, he's someone he's a Iron Man. So he up, goes, yeah. and then I'd like someone Iron to Man to him, dies. Yeah, and said, you know, I'd like someone to go towards him as he's dying and saying yeah. you fucking failed yeah. and then he dies it's maybe it would have been or, out of context or how about they have uh, someone go up in a roundhouse kick his head off Jesus. like Kevin Bacon yeah. like again, one of the greatest movies yeah, ever another, another completely completely minor nitpick as, as well I really dislike how one of the Russos must have been watching The Matrix uh, before they'd done the script for this because the way that Josh Brolin says the I'm inevitable line uh, is almost uh, identical yeah. to Hugo Weaving yeah, in the yeah, Matrix movie. I, I kind of thought like that, that, that just, every time that he said it, like, which yeah. is only twice in the film, but it completely fucking took me out of the movie because yeah. I was thinking of the Matrix when, when and Iron, how bad that bit was. When when Iron Man is lying there dying and then Spider-Man, the kind of roles are reversed, he doesn't want him to go. I was like, this is really fucking heartbreaking. I thought Paltrow's line was terrible when she's like she seemed alright when I'm dying she's like yeah so, you I'm, can rest I'm, easy we're yeah, fine now we're alright we've, we've now got all your father of my child I think, and I'm it, like, I think it was maybe off. it was maybe do you want a vagina egg <laughs> <laughs> I think it was maybe delivered wrong in I the thought, context yeah, of the movie but I think what it should have been was she understands what he's been through yeah he's fucking knackered and like, he's had this hanging over him for six seven years yeah and he he just he's done and he's done what he's had to do yeah and he saved everybody he mm-hmm. brought the boy back as he said five years yeah. like and it's just which i suppose for him for us it's been seven years since the first avengers so it's what 12 they, years they say nine in the movie like that it's like it's spe- specifically when uh, when they're in the past and a uh, thanos is there like they say, that's Thanos from nine years in the future. That's right. what they say. Right. Yeah. So he's had that hanging over him for a wee bit longer. Yeah. He's had the, the, the premonitions he's had. I think she's... It maybe wasn't delivered right. I can agree with you. Yeah. But it, the context was supposed to have been... She she was always... You just need to, yeah, so it's supposed to be reassuring to her. Um, yeah, 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 like, she, he, he says nothing. That was the thing I found the most difficult. She, she's most played the part of like the, the kind of nagging wife in the Iron Man stuff like the mm-hmm. past two or three films where like, despite the fact that he's actually saving the world and shit, like she's yeah. like more concerned about 
like a her feelings towards him and like their life together kind of uh, thing. So like this one, over. yeah, this this was yeah. like the kind of more for her like an acceptance of the fact that like he had to do it kind of thing. It was like you know, yeah, it was the greater good thing. The other he's thing to save his daughter, who yeah. maybe they wouldn't have existed if this hadn't happened. Probably. Yeah. The other thing, I mean, like when we were talking about the battle, and I was saying everybody gets. I like the the whole passing the ball kind of thing of having everyone mm-hmm. have a wee shot, try to get the fucking Infinity Gauntlet from one way to the other. Having everyone have a wee part to play that they maybe right. didn't have much to do. I thought it was kind of cool because you're like, yeah. Everyone get uh, someone gets another a nice wee bit to do during this big fucking mental battle who we haven't really seen much of in this film. I quite like that. Mm-hmm. And again, the the funeral of Tony Stark, where you see everyone attending it, even the wee boy from Iron Man Three. Uh, do you know what? It took me a while I, to think I, about who that I, was. Who the fuck it was? I, uh, I had to ask Alan Kerr. I said, uh, yeah. I'll just stay. Sent him a message yeah. going, who, "Who was that, you guy?" As we as we messaged his daughter, "I love you three thousand uh, times." Fuck. All those things, I was like, this is fucking Just that Tony hard. Stark is a yeah, mm-hmm. hard. Aye, that was good as well. All brilliant. And then, again, a really fucking great bit, and that is when Steve Rogers gets to go and have the life he, yeah. always, what he, always, he always should have had. And you see old Steve Rogers talking about it, and part of me's like, when, he's, when uh, Falcon's like, you want to tell me about that? I'm like, please be Peggy Carter. <laughs> and you right. get that very last mm-hmm. shot mm-hmm. where they're dancing in the house. And they have a wee kiss, and then the film ends. And I was mm. like, "That is fucking great!" <laughs> and I was nearly greedy because you always want Cap. Oh, he, no, I was, I was a good you, you wanted Cap to have she the fucking life he deserved. Yeah. He has fucking sacrificed so much, and he's not had. He's you know, like the love of his life gone. The life he had was gone. And I was like, man, he got to go. And what was he said? I went and did some of that living life. Yeah, and I was like, man, that is fucking. Excellent. There were so many like fucking totally standout great moments though. Like, uh, yeah. And then of I've, course the passing of the shield uh, to Falcon. I still, which I, I still don't like. The, I, I thought it was going to be Bucky because yeah. of comics, but at the same time, like this makes absolute sense. Yeah, because like, Bucky's not really been his partner. Yeah, Winter Soldier. The, Falcon talks about it's been a privilege to be recruited by Captain America, yeah. and he does lot. He thinks he's great, and he's wanting to help him. Through all this, I'm like, yeah, mate. My, in the, my in one universe, problem with it, it makes sense. My one problem with it is that, like, he does not have like super strength or any of that sort of stuff. He is just a normal dude. So, like, him being Captain America, just it doesn't for me. It doesn't feel like it should be. Well, what's gonna be like in? Bucky being Captain America? Captain America is an idea. Oh uh, fuck off! Uh, Everything uh, good uh, about him uh, came uh, out of uh, ball. The other, the other <laughs> thing being is this, right? We know that there's gonna be a Bucky Falcon thing, so yeah. Bucky will be. Captain America's yeah, but uh, Bucky's better off just being Winter Soldier for me. Yeah. You'd need to imagine at some point in that TV show as well, Bucky will be Captain America nah. for some yeah. reason. Like they'll, mm, you know, they'll, they'll yeah. take a shot each. I'm knackered the yeah. day I had a late night last night. Um, those were I've the ki- yeah. those were the kind of big moments. Uh, I'm just thinking about the little moments that we kind of touched about, touched on about when they go back in groups and they all have their little fun moments when Cap, Iron Man, and Bruce all go back to the Battle of New York. Mm. And Cap's like, that suit does nothing for your ass. And then when Steve Rogers fights Steve Rogers, that was great. That, that was one of That was one of the highlights of the movie for me. Was that that Aye. bit? Because like, I mean, it's something like Marvel always kind of managed to shoehorn into their films somewhere. It's like 
the good guys fighting the good guys. Like mm-hmm. every single movie's got like something in that. Yeah. And for this one, like for it just to be yeah. Cap America versus Cap yeah. America, I can do this all day. Like yeah, I know. Yeah. And <laughs> also, <laughs> again, a moment that we all well, I mean. We, I know us three, and I'm sure you do love as well, man. Is in Winter Soldier that elevator fight, and I yeah, thought we we're gonna well, get it, but it's like, it? no, I know, like here we go, but instead he goes Hill Hydra, <laughs> like they got captain. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm guessing one thing he that's, would that's not say to it was so good. Yeah, that's yeah. Say, like uh, Neil would probably appreciate this more than like than you did, uh, but like that was a recent outrage. Ah, uh, you uh, said, uh, yeah, where yeah, the, the the Red Skull got like a hold of. The reality stone or something, or the soul stone, and changed yeah. it so that Captain America was actually a Hydra agent, and yeah. everybody was fucking pissed in the real world. Yeah, that, which is uh, stupid. It's actually yeah. a really good art. I, mean, yeah. I think was waiting for him, saying before we start. Does anyone want to get yeah. off? Yeah, because <laughs> well, Frank, off, like Crossbones is there. It's like, oh man, here we fucking go, and then it is just. The real Hydra. I was that like, was that, that was, was fucking great. great. It was so perfect. It was I know, I, I know. great. I've got an issue with the Steve Rogers end. What? I think it America's been, ass. How, how dare, dare you? you? With yeah. the ending, I think it would have been more impactful if what I told you. What I the gravestone. Going there and seeing the grave, and then it was like, it, it's, do you know what? It's the exact same kind of issue I've got with Dark Knight Rises. Um, on a similar kind of level, and I'll explain that in a minute. Okay. I think there should have been either maybe on the area where Tony's had his his a uh, wreath. Mm. The lake. You turn around and they see Peggy and Steve Carter. But then there's like. I think that would have been better than what. Nah, the, yeah, it's I, rubbish. It's personally for me anyway. I mean, yeah, I, no, fair, I didn't fair really play, but. The, yeah. the old guy bit at the end. I, I wasn't. I, like, I, 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 I like the fact that he's got to live his life, but I'd have preferred maybe. I think. Because it would be more impactful in terms of emotional, in terms of the movie. For the characters, it's better because they get to see him. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same reason I. The, the issue I have with the Dark Knight Rises, which is, they should have ended that film one or two ways. They ended it the wrong way. They should Do you have ended when, when he sees uh, so, when so Alfred the, sees him. Right, so that was the worst way they could have ended that movie. They either kill off Bruce Wayne and goes in, Bruce Wayne is dead. There's no coming back for that. Or when Alfred nods, you fucking finish it. Because oh, they did actually show Christian Bale, didn't well, they? The thing is, you could mm-hmm. argue you could do it that way because. Alfred, Alfred talks about how I have this dream that I'm doing I, this and you're sitting there with kids and a family and it's all I, good. Yeah, I can understand you doing that, yeah. So it's kind of, for me, that was a kind of similar, because maybe I'm just being, again, I'm being pernickety because there was nothing, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're picking there was, there was something one, that was close to the exact way you wanted yeah. the movie to go. There was, there was Rogers, one, but I there think was, would have been a bit more impactful as mm-hmm. a generalisation if that had been the way that maybe not even that uh, even not the gravestones at that point but if it doesn't come back and then they somehow they think I, think, I think to kill would off, have been a bit tough, right? to kill off Steve Rogers after you've just killed off yeah. Tony Stark would be just a wee bit too much it, it would take a wee I, bit away like, from it would have been a wee bit too much right now but like that's the sort of thing where the more, the more time you think about it no. like down the line you're like do you know what man fucking they had the balls to um, do it. I, no, I, I, I like that. I like they passed the torch because he was born. Yeah. And I like that. I like that they had him as an old man. Cause what is he meant to have been like over a hundred? Aye. Yeah, he doing. Yeah. I can't mind because he's near enough to death then. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. So, I suppose it's still as technically it, it is still. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. As you're saying, the kind of proverbial See, passing of the baton. Yeah. But, See if the passing of the baton had been the last bit, I would have been a bit because again, I was waiting to see the wedding ring because I'm like listen 
please be Peggy. And you knew your heart of hearts it was, but you got to see them slow yeah. dancing to the dance that he always promised her. Mm-hmm. And they, they embrace and they get to love each other. Tell you what. It should have been. I was like, man, that is like, that makes me feel all warm and fuzzy yeah. and happy. And I Peggy's wanted that. Takes me dead that. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's done that and Peggy's I'm alright. I put my life in just a nine years. Also, like the resolve of Tony finally getting to like talk to his dad as like, that as was a great. man. That was great. Uh, was was really good. Right. Howard, really good what did he call himself? Howard, Howard Potts. 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 Yeah. Potts. He, that also, was... he also makes the sacrifice play that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dad. Uh, yeah. I know he kind of does it at the end of Avengers. And Steve, is it Steve Rogers? It's yeah. him in the first Avengers. You'll never want to make a sacrifice play. Yeah, yeah. And that's the one he makes a fucking. Yeah. And again, mm. it was cool because you see him having a chat with his dad, and how similar they are. And he's a beatnik with a beatnik beard and all that. But you also got to see Steve, which I thought this was kind of weird. Is when Steve Rogers sees Peggy Carter, I'm like. How is she not looked up? Because he's like, I was a well, window pane of glass. No, he's he's in a dark room though, and she's in a lit room. So that shows you the camera angle for her side. Though, and you can see his face. If you're going to if you're going to pick up on that though, surely should be picking up of why does Howard Stark not question a guy he does not know <laughs> who has no idea. Yeah. in a Plus, secret government facility yeah. why or, why the, or why the Tesseract doesn't just burn through that fucking leather suitcase mm. it's, in, it's in not like a particular thing uh, yeah there's no things you can do plus the wiser they're talking reckon but again as I said I, I'm, I'm not nitpicking I, was like, I thought it was a really nice moment that Steve got to see her something that's the last time you'll get to see her man that's it but then we got that fucking brilliant shot I was convinced shot, he was dying I was convinced I was like yeah Cap is going to die he's going to make the sacrifice that's what's going to happen and then when again see by the end of it I'm like no because Tony introduced the fact that Tony's got a daughter and a family the stakes are higher he's going to die it see, makes I sense that he dies next I, I don't know I just because I, I thought it was him being able to move on to the Iron Man persona and especially when you've seen Pepper as well she, yeah. I liked that I, my wife didn't like that I liked when Pepper fucking rocked in with Iron Man oh, I, 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 I didn't really I was I like, man, like I don't know, I'll I, was, I just I liked that I don't know, like, before, I know. before we started recording like I mentioned though like I, I found it really difficult I know she's like a medic like though Paltrow. isn't she <laughs> Um, like she, she like purposefully like yeah, goes around healing she's people. More a healer, yeah, healer, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I'd heard of people disliking Gwyneth Paltrow for ages, and I never quite understood why because I always thought she was actually pretty good, especially as Pepper Potts. But like before this film came out, I found out just the extent of just how much of a shit person she is in real life, mm. and I found that distracting that I couldn't separate that in real life from her in the movie. So whenever I saw her, all I could think about was how much I don't like her. I. But other than that, she was she was fine. Uh, the only thing, but the biggest thing I disliked in the whole movie, and I'll say it briefly and move on because it's totally flogging a dead horse here because I've brought it up I think countless fucking times in the past. But like they were doing such a good job with like everybody having their, their bit to play, like all the women in the the thing kind of just you know having important parts and stuff. Then for no fucking reason had that shot where all the women came together and it zoomed out and there was more women and zoomed out and there's even more women. And then, it felt so fucking forced and unnecessary. Completely fucking cheapens. Like I mean, one of the kind of big things about movies in general, or like just making a good character, is a whole kind of show don't tell. And up until that point, all the women were doing stuff that was impressive. And at that point, it was like a total just highlighting for and the sake of fucking, for the sake of PR. Was great in the, in yeah. the battle. 
they, they were all they were all doing fucking great, and then that was just a fucking cheap PR stunt, mm. kind of, and it completely stood out as just something that should not have been there. Yeah. Uh, but again, I've brought that fucking shit up countless as, times. As a man who's read full volumes of A Force, of which most of the people that on that in that shop consisted of, I would be putting that more as fan service. It's part fan service, part this is a film that's probably going to get made. Right. Which, again, fair enough, but like, for me, not really having that context, though, it just felt like Disney, yet again, monetizing important issues, but doing them poorly, mm. uh, which has been a grape of mine for fucking years. I think, um, uh, <laughs> what, just before that scene... That was really not wearing these woke cat. Yeah, yeah. not but, but before that, Before that uh, scene where... It's women. And we said it before we came on here. And definitely. I mean, like, I like suppose... No, I'll, I'll dig my hole a bit further and say that one of my favourite bits in this movie was when uh, Captain Marvel squared up to Thanos... Is it very sticks in nothing? No, no, he's about to she's about to overpower him, so he takes the power stone off the gauntlet just so he can fucking <laughs> hook her and she goes flying. Like see when he done that, I was like, fucking hell, like, that's yeah. absolutely no, great. See before the scene, just before like uh she's like, Oh, she's got backup and the, it has the scene you're talking about. I was like She doesn't need it. I was like, she just <laughs> annihilated Thanos's ship herself. Oh, Really, she could probably just fuck everyone yeah. up right now. Also, it was, play just, of the it was a scene played for a scene. Yeah. Aye, yeah. It's like, mate, I've got my honours, you got your honours. I love man. the Valkyries coming in. I thought that was uh, good. Uh, that whole good, scene yeah. where Steve's sitting, you're yeah. sitting going, fuck, he's going to get stabbed right in the heart. Yeah, uh, he's got half a shield. Uh, and then that was great. Like, watching left, Thanos wreck that shield was great. The yellows, the, the fucking the spirals just uh, the start everywhere and the Wakandans coming through. That was perfect mm. I thought the, the, the actual battle scene could have been actually a wee bit longer I think in yeah. terms of the whole fight could have been a wee bit longer for me personally mm. um, but it, I, I thought it was it wait was till the super <laughs> 5 hour edition comes out in Blu-ray Infinity War 4 <laughs> Infinity again oh fuck <laughs> Mel Gibson's back yeah. overall though man like that was like a mega impressive movie it really was yeah. like, it, it felt like such a fucking satisfying conclusion to everything that they promised right. yeah what um, for you is, was there anything that didn't pay off what mass what no, I, I, no, I, I was satisfied with the Loki bit, I think, is like, just, uh, like, at that kind of halfway it's point, kind of in, at that halfway point mm-hmm. in the movie, I was expecting him to then play, like, a big part in it, like, just kind of going forward, like, just them having to fucking just deal with him being mm-hmm. on the loose again and stuff, as well as Thanos and that, yeah. and then, like, he just, he's never in it again. Right. Uh, so just that, maybe, but right. even then, though, they're just so much other stuff going on in the right. movie and the way it panned out was excellent that I don't really mm. mind. I mean, for me, the, the, the Natasha death didn't I, I pay off um, massively. Like, because, as I said to you earlier on, there was a couple a couple too many fake-outs. It was literally like five mm. or six. They're tripping each other up and then one throws one and then they grab each other but, with a rope. And I understand it's their, it's their dynamic. Yeah, like see, the see when you go back to but, Avengers Assemble though, when they when Clint has been taken over by Loki's staff and stuff, uh, like they've got that same kind of thing there. Like yeah, the, the no, two of them fighting the caring mm. for each other kind of thing was because yeah. I understand it, but I always knew that what the 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 end game was going to be was she was going to die, and there was just a couple too many fake outs. And also, I thought they'd done a good job with that. I, like I, uh, I genuinely didn't know which one of them was going to die at that point. Mm. Uh, but, uh, well, uh, uh, but the other one I didn't like I did not like Professor Hulk 
No, I really, I really enjoyed that. Uh, I know it's a comic book thing. Yeah, as well, I thought it was. I, didn't, I, I thought didn't, it was one I of the. A massive fan of it. I thought it was one of the weaker parts of uh, the whole thing, and I think that that's maybe in agreement with always purely because we have spoken about this movie now for like fucking over half an hour, and no one's even mentioned them. Mm. But like, I did think I've that, been that picky again. I, I did think that he was actually pretty good in it. Like, I thought that he had a lot of good jokes. I, I Aye, quite like the idea. I thought it was of, a good kind of continuation of his character from Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just, I was not the, the, the only, keen. the only thing I would maybe say about Hulk would be that it, it didn't really, didn't really tie up what was up with him from Infinity War in a kind of satisfying way. Yeah, it was just a kind of yeah, it was just kind of here's a, here's a line. This is why this is why I was bought by I couldn't work. Now I work. Yeah, um, it so it so never gave the whole. Why did they come out of the wall? Because he got beat by Thanos, yeah. he never wanted to come there back no out. There was no real explanation of really. Aye, so, but he still knows Thanos is out there, so why is he came back out? Yeah. No, they, that's like, did the Russo brothers not actually openly say that that wasn't the thing at all? It was just because the Hulk was sick of Banner treating him like I'm sure they said this. Like they, 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 well, I mean, Russo if brothers, they said that, then yeah. but that's but still no... They, that's them, no them, the them saying it in, a, in canon... On screen, yeah, yeah. You need, you need yeah. I, I, like, uh, I, I thought like he had like a couple of kind of good, light-hearted moments and stuff. Oh, especially like the part where they go back to New York, yeah, and right. they, uh, they see like the old Hulk <laughs> just trashing things, and like he looks all embarrassed and stuff like that. Like they just watch like a, a video of shows. Yeah. yeah, and it's like he goes, "Oh, I guess I need to smash the stuff a bit." He's like, uh, and, like really half-heartedly throws a car. Yeah. He's like, just <laughs> that was my. I was about to say. That was the biggest laugh for me from Banner Hulk. Yeah. It was just because I think, yeah, because I think he said he says at one point he's like, you know, mind go smash some things. I think it's like Stark or Cap says something. Now, and he's like, oh, it's so, he's, yeah, and he's like, oh, it's just so derogatory. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like, it was just, it was the, again, I get the point in the characters, there, but as you're mm. saying, there wasn't there, there was it felt like there was a section missing. Yeah, how he got from being, I'm not coming out to. Mm. Now we're fine together. Yeah. There was a kind of a wee section missing there, and I, I, I also didn't think he looked at the start in the diner. I didn't think he looked that I great. Thought, I thought his colouring was a wee bit pale, uh, but I don't know. I don't know if that was because they were kind of going for like the no different human. the different eras of Hulks. Mm. Um, the colorizations are always different. Uh, so I don't know if they were maybe trying to kind of invoke that where because he's now. Banner Hulk is oh, yeah. and he's more intelligent. Well, he's mm-hmm. he's kind of stable. Whether he would, whether they've maybe gone down the line of going down the Grey Hulk, or um, so maybe it's just they've kind of lightened they, up for that. They did a good job of the facial animation, though. That he yeah. fucking although he's always yeah, a CGI I, I, monster, he looks like fucking Mark Ruffalo. I, yeah, I quite like the bit where um, he encounters Tilda Swinton and. T- Banner is separate yeah. from Hulk. Yeah. Aye. And he, got, he, he got, he got, he got, he got, he got his, the, yeah. the Marvel yeah. bit in the banner, but I really like Scarlet Witch's parts at the end of it as well. Yeah, yeah. She's like, no. Yeah. But he kind of starts to show the power that, you know, she has in the comic books, like the House I Am mm-hmm. style type of things. Uh, that, that was one thing that I kind of went, well, if they've kind of shown her as being more powerful now, but, she but and if they want to show her actual full power, mm-hmm. she can just go, Name me a it, it was just a anger. 
which kind of makes sense so, for the title then because yeah. it's WandaVision yeah. is, but how does so that make sense done? with them is Vision dead well, I don't know. Like, that's the thing one thing it's going to be yeah. recommended um, because in the comics he becomes he's that colour when he gets killed and then it's, I agree uh, yeah. uh, so is that but, I mean he's just been fucking left in a field somewhere because yeah, right, right, party right, well, in, ter- in terms of the cinematic universe he is dead because he died before the snap aye yeah, that's what I thought. So, I thought everyone before yeah. done. Yeah, because it because we were all kind of like, fun. who's going to come back, who isn't? Kind of when you think back to it, you're like, man, his death in Infinity War, his actual because we're like, no, he's dead, it is fucking twice. horrible. Yeah. He just snatches yeah. the stone out of his fucking head, dies twice, and that's okay. it. Aye, yeah, <laughs> but um, um, aye, but yeah, like when she's like ripping all the armor off of him, and like he, he gets to the, the point of desperation, Thanos. Sorry, Thanos being he, like when he, he commands Glaive yeah. to fire on his own yeah, troops yeah, to fuck her up. Trump that to shite out that. The only thing we've not actually spoken about much was Tony. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, like, I, when he first comes back to Earth, like I quite disliked that uh, scene. Uh, where he's having the kind of freak out bit, uh, but it was like such a kind of minor part. But I like, think he's maybe just he's just mentally fucked. He's like, fucked they've yeah. been beaten and he's been on a spaceship. Like he, basically a robot for three. He weeks. looked like actual like, Robert Downey Jr. Like looked fucking yeah. weak yeah. at that point, man. Yeah. Like which yeah. is obviously what they were aiming for. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, like his character was exactly right. what it should have been. Like and from that point on, though, like it, it, like satisfied in terms of his death and everything. And like a, again, a, like a ten, eleven year, in fact, eleven year, because he's the one that started it all. Yeah, mm. you've got a guy that's just been a wanker initially, and then he's now done this to make sure he has his family lives on. I suppose, yeah. doesn't it? Mm. It's just and again, going, <laughs> like, I think it was more in the trailer, but it does happen in the film when he's like, "Do you trust me?" And he's like, "I trust you." Yeah, just like, hands, <laughs> yeah the like Jesus, like because you know yeah. you're like something's gonna happen with one of them or both. It's <laughs> like I just think the the way it paid off for him in terms of his art, there was nowhere else he could go after it because the team nah. he had his he had his arc in terms of getting to Avengers, bringing the team together, and then having his his vision, I suppose, mm-hmm. of what might happen. A bit different, obviously. Yeah. But it, Basically, the destruction of Avengers. Was the perfect way for him to go. Another bit that you fucking loved in the cinema, like you, mm. actually, oh my god, when it happened, is uh, when Spider Man's getting overrun and he says, "Activate one hit kill mode." Oh, and, like, yeah. the, wee, the Iron Spider speaks just starts stabbing everything. Yeah. Instagram. Oh man, Instagram. That, that was that was cool as fuck. But again, I remember like specifically when. Cat wields the heart, the hammer, and I was like Aye. fucking joyful, mm. and everyone went fucking see what it is. That brilliant, like it's like a, a wide shot of Cap on the hill, and then Thanos and his an army. I, 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 I just remember going, oh, yeah. like, you know, how's he gonna do this? And then, like you said, mate, and, and 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 you're like, yep, on your list, and you're like, fine, fuck. I had someone the other day. I don't know how much more this I can take, man. I was out my walk running by me saying on my left and immediately I went to fucking win yeah. soldier but um, I it just I, I think everything just paid off and it? it was just yeah, it was done so well like there was no yeah. I'm being pernickety but talking about maybe the Natasha death scene and yeah. the Hulk I mean that's, that's part of it it's not yeah. but it's not yeah. being hypercritical it yeah. just wasn't yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. and possibly actually uh, maybe I mean you bring Captain Marvel into it too much yeah. and she just 
Decimates everyone anyway. Yeah, they were they, they, they were good in keeping her sparing. They did a good job of like I, essentially like explaining that's... explaining her lack like of presence there, because there's just so yeah. much shit happening everybody else. And I mean, not all the worlds have used yeah, I mean, that, that, yeah. that line yeah. in the trailer, but exactly. that was a great yeah. line. But I mean that's like a, a problem you see with a lot of people who are like that powerful, like a Superman mm. or a Neo from the Matrix and stuff like that. It's like I mean that entire second Matrix movie they basically just try and write Neo out of it as much as they can by like placing him away from everybody else. Uh, so, you know, her her kind of having to police the entire fucking universe, uh, but then also showing up enough to fucking, you know, have like a serious effect on the story, was they, they balanced that well. They did, they did good with her. Her, her, her intro at the end battle was excellent. Uh, well. no, it was, I mean, it was brilliant. Plus, I love her crop. I mean, I really like, like, and, and Rune and things like that. And yeah. I just think, well, she's really good. Yeah. Yeah. She's a good you, actress. You used the word perfect, right? And I think you, we've said it many a times. I think, like, all three of us, favourite Marvel movies like Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. What's your favourite Marvel movie? Is it this one or is it. It's between this well, or Winter Soldier. I think it's oh. going gonna... to. I'll tell you one thing, though. A wife who. It gets as much mentions now. Guardians fucking hates Winter Soldier. Is is her favorite one Guardians? Do you know what? I think her favorite one is the First Avengers. Ah, that's fair enough. Yeah. But she how hate how Winter Soldier. How? I don't know. Is she like it? Is she? Does she have some kind of mental issue? <laughs> <laughs> is think, her is her favorite Avenger? I think she looks a look a, a, a look a bit like Frank Grillo. Oh, um, big crossbones. <laughs> <laughs> don't I'm not get that job. But, um, is her favourite Avenger Thor? Because I've no, heard folk... it's, a, it's a cat. Really? Of course oh. it is, man. Because right. a lot of folk have said... Because, again, it's a lot of folk are like, oh, yeah, but oh, see when Thor was on thing. I was like, are you basing yeah. your fucking love of these films because of Thor? Here. Yeah. No, He's also shredded the sure fuck. I get that. You know. she, she will probably listen to this. And right. She might shout at me. I mean, but that's nothing after... Oh, tell you a story last night, which you can maybe edit out. Um nothing oh, right, yeah, yeah, I, was gonna say. I was sleeping and I had a terrible sleep and I was just because I think I was genuinely hyped up for the day going to see the movie yeah. and I was up I'd set my alarm early coming in working for fuck all just to get finished early and it was about quarter to eleven quarter to twelve and I was starting to get to sleep starting to doze off and then all I heard I fucking felt was <laughs> fuck woke up shut I said Shan what is it she went what do you mean what is it? She fucking slapped me six times in her sleep. Just for yeah. the listeners, by the way, Andy just slapped me a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> Sorry. But it had to be done by a fake. Yeah. But, um, um, but aye. Yeah. So how did that it's, get it's to It's quarter to 11, man. Let's wrap this Captain up. America. Yeah. Uh, where did they go for you? Oh. Guardians 3. Guardians 3. Galactus. Black Widow's I mean, solo movie. No. See, I don't, I don't think he's too... He's too I don't think we'll ridiculous. see. I don't. No, it's not, not ridiculous. I'd fucking love to see Galactus in the world. I don't think we'll see the Fox properties for a good few years. If Captain Marvel Eternals hadn't, is the next, is mm. next. Is if well. Captain Marvel hadn't gone the way it uh, did go, I would have, I would have expected to go down the Secret Wars route. But like now, no, I don't know. Yeah. No. Maybe a Black Panther two at some point. But yeah. I just the reason I'm asking is because you've had roughly about ten years of build up. Yeah, for, for these two movies. Where do you go next? It's quite. It must be the. See that, that what I what I wonder, or do they just go and then see where it takes them? What I wonder is, will we now see a decline in the superhero movie mm. because we've reached this crescendo, which everybody's been on board from for a long time. Mm. Whether now the fatigue will kind of set in when you're being tasked with 
probably having to kind of, in like the case of the Eternals and stuff like that, try and get into these new characters, even yeah. though they have that yeah. same kind of cling to. Uh, the introduction. Yeah. I would say, though, like, after having this gigantic thing, like, you've got a couple options, which is, like, to either try and get something that seems like a bigger threat than what Thanos was, which would be pretty difficult to maintain. That's or why I was asking about the line. Yeah. like... What is the next big threat? Or like, push it back the other way, though. I mean, like the, for for me, like most of the the better Marvel films are the ones that deviate from the kind of regular superhero stuff. So, like Winter Soldier is like way more this kind of spy, spy thriller. Movie, yeah. Like the first yeah. Ant Man's a heist movie. All those kind of sort of things. Like just scope it back a bit, make it yeah. more personal. Like mm-hmm. you know, make it about the characters, not like saving the entire planet, mm-hmm. but just like stopping something that would have been serious but not like life yeah. ending yeah. Can you have, the thing is again can you have that for a decade that's, that's the thing because but, but people are kind of now maybe it's again just for me they're now there is now a 10 year formula for some people in their head mm-hmm. but I suppose you, you could know. the way you curtail that is you just don't have the Avengers movies you just, just have you just have, you just have solo and they, they've you, shown as well you, you, you just make enough Solo movies or mm. like Eternals will be a kind of a team movie, mm. and then that's and you build enough of them, and then you maybe drop one, yeah, like kind of make it like a total event rather yeah. than, yeah, and that's maybe where you introduce your fantastic enough of these standalone ones have broke a billion now, aren't they? So, yeah. like Superman, Black Panther, Spider Man, and Black Panther definitely broke a billion, Captain Marvel, yeah. Mm. So, I you know, the, I mean, I've heard that the rumor is as well with 2024 before the Fox. Stuff gets even introduced into the movies. Yeah, great. That's That sounds like a ridiculous fucking time in the future, but that's only five years away. Yeah, yeah. the whole recasting. I mean, you've got to then find a way to work it in. Where have they been for fifteen years or twelve years, whatever? Right, we totally wrap this up. So this was Raptors in the Kitchen. That was a gigantic conversation about Endgame. Thanks for joining us, Andy. Thank you for having me. So you can find us at Raptors Podcast on Twitter. I'm at PacRUK. Neil's at Scorch808. Tommy is at Vast Destruction. Do you want your Twitter handle out in the... No, because I just shout about football and um, I enter competitions. I mean, all I do is post stuff about video games on my Twitter and that's it. what it is. Andy C31 Ailey. Okay, so that was recent then? Yeah, oh yeah, I just shout at referees. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so if you want to, you want to follow Andy, shout at referees. Uh, you know where to get them. Uh, yeah, it's now approaching eleven o'clock. So good night. <laughs> <laughs>